Live, uh, PKA episode 270. We have four sponsors tonight. We just want everyone to uh, check the link in the description down below for Trunk Club, Squarespace, Dollar Shave Club, and MVMT Watches. You're going to hear more about all of them to uh, check the link in the description down below for Trunk Club, Squarespace, Dollar Shave Club, and MVMT Watches. You're going to hear more about all those guys later in the show. But for now, let's get to it. We got a cool, we got a cool uh, guest this week. What have you been watching these guys for a while? Tell the audience who they are to start with. <laughs> so your YouTube channel, God, I'm horrible at pronouncing things, but it's Sailing La Vagabond. Do I have that right? And it's yeah, Riley exactly and awkward. Elena. And what Elena. these... Elena, yeah. I, I'm going to struggle all the... Yeah. Messing up names is kind of my thing. We so. love it. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> Actors, We're... actresses, movies technical things graphics cards the I... english language in general is not firmly in hand <laughs> so please don't take it personally if i miss it up all day oh, but um God. i've been watching these guys i don't know i don't want to exaggerate it had to be at least a year i've gone through i think your entire back catalog and uh um what they do is they sail around the world. Uh, Riley had, I can't recall exactly, it was some fairly well-paying job that didn't spiritually pay off, if I have the story right. He flew over to maybe exactly the Mediterranean wrong. somewhere, maybe, or north of Australia, bought a boat, quickly met Alana, who goes by Elena, I think, and... Uh, <laughs> and uh, Eli, just call me Eli. <laughs> Eli? Oh, oh, I'll... I'll mess that up too. She's like, just point to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he met her early on in his voyage, and they paired up. Um, they're they're a couple now, and they sail the seas. I, I don't. I, I know you've gone from over that you know, Asia Europe area to the, the Caribbean and South America. Um, where are you coming from? You told us just a minute ago. We're currently in Panama City. Panama City. Have you actually circumnavigated yet? No, no, no. We've only really crossed the Atlantic. We've got a couple of really big sails coming up. We're going to the Galapagos, which is a seven-day sail, and then we're going to hang out there for a while. I'm meeting my uh, my father's coming over, and then from there we've got a 30-day sail. So that's a big one across that the Pacific. A... Yeah, so like I... Some people go out and they make circumnavigation like a goal. That doesn't seem to be your goal. Your goal seems to be going places you'd like to be and just being unshackled. That's more. a much better goal. It's not even impressive to circle the world anymore. Like it's, it's like 300 years ago maybe, but yeah. why not now just do whatever the fuck you want? Yeah, oh, that's the that's their it's goal. So they just do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. We, you guys came up in the show a week or two ago, like kind of organically. Like it, I, I forget, I mentioned that you catch your food with a spear gun and Taylor has this great line. He's like, yes, that's either for the very, very rich or they're very, very poor. Like, rarely, <laughs> <laughs> rarely do just regular yeah. people just go swimming with the spear. Not a middle-class hobby. No. Spearfishing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's sort of like either trophy hunting or desperately searching for food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Riley will seriously be in the water for hours, and he's so disappointed when he doesn't have, like, when he doesn't come home with a fish. It's, it's really upsetting. I, I, I have a question. Have, have you ever been uh, out of sea? <clears throat> and drop something that's actually important in the water and lose it. Has that ever happened? Stuff that costs, you know, around a hundred bucks, never anything that's our life, you know. Uh, yeah. We nearly, we, we were dismantling a winch, my, my cousin and I, halfway across the Atlantic, and he sort of pulled it up and all of the, 
the inside, all of the bits and pieces, the necessary gears just fell out all over the floor. <laughs> and we were desperately jumping and like trying to stop them from going overboard. That yeah. We managed, really yeah, that would, been, that would have been game over. I don't know what we would have done then, but managed to grab all the Gotta bits die. and pieces and stuff. No. <laughs> no, they weren't near shore. I, I know this. <laughs> I'm always really worried because, um, like, when we're doing big sails, like a week or two weeks, Riley will jump off the back of the boat and hold onto the rope while we're sailing, and that just really freaks me out. And I wish you wouldn't do it. So I think that's sort of the worst thing. All right, I'll I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound dangerous. I'm always watching you. Yeah. So. Uh, Nah. Elena, I swear he calls you Alana, but Elena, um, Elena. Yeah. yeah, he's Australian. He can call her whatever he wants to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course he um, <laughs> So you made a decision to come on board and you just knew him. You, you did like a short sale and then decided to stay with him. That, because of the implication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, not scary at all? I'll take this one. It was the moustache, Woody. It was the moustache. That's what she yeah, says. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all your episodes. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> like legit, like someone was interviewing her. I, I forget where I watched it, but and and she said, yeah, it was the moustache. It was irresistible. What can she do? Well, I, I can't deny that. It was initially the moustache that I saw first. And he told me he had a boat and I didn't believe him. I was like... He was like, you know, I've got a boat at the marina. You and your friend should come back later. And I was like, yeah, all right. Nothing anyway, sus. Blah, 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 blah. I, just, I just didn't think he had a yacht. I thought he was so young. And anyway, I went there a few days later during the day just to, you know, make sure this guy was all right before I jumped on his boat. And turns that's, out he was all right. And I went for a little sail. That's a little sail. A total vetting process before you hopped on and headed out to international waters with him. Like a yeah. few days. Very upset. No, she... no, it, it was longer than that. It was so we met, and then I had to go back to work, and I had to go home and sell my van. So we knew each other for like probably two or a month or two months before we actually oh, okay, set okay. sail. Oh, okay. that's not as bad. That's, that's way yeah, longer yeah. than I, it was in my head. My next question. I, I thought he literally question. picked her up at the dock, and she was like, "I'll give it a go," and she was just like available to go sailing. They went, and, and then I know they went sailing for some. Like, they both had it in their head that, like, you know what, we're going to go someplace. It was a shorter trip. Like, I'll, I'll call it two weeks, but I could be wrong. And at the end of that, they made a decision to keep sailing together. Yeah, like, I just I've got imagine right, a conversation right? with one of her friends where she's like, this is Riley. If I don't show up in six weeks, he's the guy who murdered me. Make sure you tell everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sort of smiling, like, <laughs> tell me about the boat. Yeah, pretty much. Um, like, like, um, how big is the boat? Like, what are its dimensions? And if you don't mind us asking, like, how much did it cost? Okay, so it's about, well, it's exactly 43 foot long and it was about uh, 100 grand Australian, which these days is only about $1,200, 60, 60 bucks. <laughs> Twelve, yeah. 1200 US, yeah. No. <laughs> Here, I'll convert it. I'll get it. Do you say 100 grand yeah. Australian? Yeah, at the time. It was during the global financial crisis and... Woody, you'll probably remember this. I, I bought it off three um, arguing Italians, so I, I picked it up for a bit of a song. I was yeah. pretty happy with the uh, the price that I paid in yeah. the You're living a movie, yeah. and that was just the opening scene where your character yeah. decided he was done working, saw a bunch of Italians haggling over a boat, and you were like, you know what, fuck it. 
I'm going to do this. <laughs> you find a girl across the world and, yeah. It's a great the curtains went up and, and that was the opening scene. For yeah, people that yeah. want to know, that's about 71 grand US. About uh, 71,000 US. So an expensive US. boat, yeah. Yeah, is there it anywhere is. anywhere on it that you can stand, like fully stand up while you're inside it? I, I, I'm not familiar with the boat as well as Woody. Oh, yeah. It's got... um. Four cabins, two it's bathrooms. It's got four, yeah, four cabins, two bathrooms. It's quite big. So you would say, yeah, it's an expensive boat, but a very, very cheap house. Yeah. They can stand. I bet they could, can't okay. jump. I bet if they wanted to jump and hit their head on the roof, they could. If, if that gives you any vibe as to the... Maybe Riley could anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if they were I'm trying to. Jumper. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> he says it has four cabins, but I want to say... A lot of times they're filled with clothes and stuff. Like they're not always just ready for people. Oh, I yeah. know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen when I you're out on the ocean? <laughs> have you ever been? I was going to ask. Have, have you ever been afraid when you're out on the ocean? Has anything ever happened that scared you? Maybe um, I, I, I can't imagine what it would be. But like, did you ever see like a giant yeah. uh, shark? It sounds or... horrible being out there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't. Captain Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ahab, I was about to say, yeah, no giant squids as yet. Nah. <laughs> we did see a shark feeding frenzy once, and Riley like shut himself. It was really funny. We were both free diving down, and he obviously speared a fish, and a whole bunch of reef sharks came out and were just mauling this reef fish. Anyway, I was down at about, I don't want to go saying how it's me, I was down pretty deep. Riley, you know, and I was like, where's Riley? And I looked up, and there's a shark feeding frenzy. Riley's gone. Anyway, he swam back to the boat and I was I left the line of the dead. He left me with the freaking <laughs> oh, <Riley. laughs> You should have shot her with the spear gun and pulled her back. It's I the know. gentlemanly thing to I do. Don't, I don't know if you've seen that episode of Seinfeld with George Costanza and someone needs to lead the way to safety. Yes, yes. <laughs> someone, someone has to get there first. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, tell me more about your decision yeah, yeah, to like leave land life, like Riley in particular. So, so, were you in like a dark place or something? Just, just not happy with the life wasn't providing enough joy. Like, what made you just decide to sell it all and hit the seas? Uh, okay, you must get well, this a lot. No, nah, no, nah, it's I don't know where the stories are closing uh, in. Is that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not something I can talk about. No, nah, it was it was. Um, I love traveling with with work. So I used to work on an oil rig, and I was working three weeks on, three weeks off, and I used to travel a lot. And I started putting a few plans in place so that I could. I was sick of traveling out of a backpack, you know. And I was I started thinking, well, how can I take my take a home with me and then I, I don't know, it's sort of spawned from there, maybe a bit of a, when I delve very deep into it, I used to really, really love Han Solo and there's a bit of a captaining your own ship vibe from my childhood <laughs> and I, I think he instilled me with the enthusiasm. That's awesome. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun when you put it that way. You yeah. were inspired by Han Solo? Yeah. I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> you ever watch yeah, Waterworld yeah, nah. with Kevin Costner? It doesn't end well for him. No, oh, no, not Kevin Costner. No, no, definitely Han Solo. <laughs> you more of a Mel Gibson fan? Has Someone pointed out time, to me. I, I read been a time recently when you've gone out to sea when you were preparing, and you realized once you got out there that it, like, you totally forgot something. 
that you needed desperately and it was too late to go back. Like, does that happen in modern day? I feel like it still would. Water. Yeah, well, for the Atlantic crossing... Only water. Yeah. For the Atlantic crossing, it was, you know, we were estimating at either 17 to 20 day sail. And we got about a week into the trip and we realised that we had Riley's cousin, Jack, who is inexperienced as well. And um, he was meant to fill up both both of the water tanks. Oh, Jack's not going to lie. I love you, Jack, but I have to tell this story because it's freaking <laughs> retarded. Jack will, Jack will dispute this. Dispute the veracity of the Jack's not here. Uh, test and, yeah, so we're not on Jack's, Jack's team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, he put, obviously put the hose in, and sometimes it can look like it's full because water sprays out. Anyway, he forgot to fill up the tank full, and we had to have showers with salt water and oh, really conserve. No, he would have had some salt water <laughs> showers. We would have had plenty of water. That would have been the end of that. <laughs> you didn't fill up. We water. were drinking Fanta. We were drinking like year old Fanta. <laughs> right towards the end of the trip so you know you can imagine it's a small place things are starting to get a little bit heated he might have said something along the lines of you didn't plan properly and I'm, I didn't <laughs> need, I, Elena in the end pointed out that it may have been Jack that didn't fill up the half water tank correctly no anyway, no then I would have said something yeah. like, it's a, it's a long swim to shore. <laughs> and that would have been the end of that. <laughs> we didn't have a plank for anyone to walk at that stage, so we were forced to sort of sort it out. Um, there was a, someone was drinking Fanta at the time and we were, we were running quite low. I had some stashed aside, but if I pulled it out, everyone would have been like, you know, Pouring it over their heads and carrying on and so having showers with fresh water, but <laughs> so I had some set aside anyway. Jack and I had a bit of an argument, and I tied a ribbon around one of my hidden bottles of water and lowered it into his cabin as like a you <laughs> know, an offering, an, an offering, a peace offering. And I'm like, you know, there's a few little more of where these came from if you behave yourself. <laughs> and it was. So on your videos, you don't usually cover the negatives of your lifestyle, right? Like you guys are so close together. It, you can be in separate rooms, but you certainly can't be without an earshot of each other. Like you're always kind of in each other's existence. And uh, um, you barely even mention any kind of discomfort, you know? Like I, I think in your recent episode, Alana said that she can only edit videos so long before she gets seasick what like yeah. what are the do you guys get seasick out there do you guys get angry do you, do you ever just really wish you had more elbow room be honest well we sort of like <laughs> trying to make a relationship work on a space in a space that small has been a struggle from the beginning but we've worked out a few different little systems and you know now when we're getting it to when we're getting in each other's face and things are heating up we're like all right and the furthest place you can get away from each other on the boat is if one person is on in the on the bow of the boat and the other person is in the room below. So, you know, we're right on top of each other, but it's the furthest distance away. So that's just yeah. our little, like, cool-down spot. <laughs> we don't you have to go You storm away much, and but, um, slam those narrow little boat doors. Right. It's, a, it's just a shutter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a really, it's a really pathetic storm-off. Yeah, like, you get, oh, and then you're, like, two metres away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. So we know we know more about like uh, why you how you got together and why you do this thing you do. But why did you start videoing this and putting it on the internet? 
I've traveled about four years since I finished school, which you know isn't that long, but I've been constantly traveling and, and sort of videoing it myself and I'll make little videos to send to my mom because mom freaks out. She's like, where are you, Elena? And I just think it's a great way to show my friends and family what I'm doing. So I started making the little videos and then I got on Riley's boat and he had this little Canon camera. Um, and at the time I was like, wow, this is sick. Like, why don't you use it? He's like, I don't know. Like, he just wasn't interested and then... I sort of adopted it and made it my own and started videoing and I was like, it's pretty cool like what you're doing and I just try to convince him to let me put some stuff on the internet and help inspire others to do the same. I, I nearly answered for Taylor. So Elena is wired to be in entertainment, right? This is her thing. Uh, whether it's the, the video or the music or whatever, she's comfortable in front of an audience. A, a lot of people, and Elena, you can probably back me up on this. If you point a camera at your random cousin of these deals, you know, Elena will start singing or something. I don't know. Like, like she's supposed to be in front of the lens. And uh, I, oh, I think- I get a little bit nervous. Bullshit. Bit I've nervous. seen too much of your stuff. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I think I do. Like, I, I think, I don't know. See, I stutter. I stutter a lot when I'm a little bit nervous when I'm talking to new people. That's something I think I have to work on. If it's just us though, and oh, a camera, yeah. you do get into it. Yeah. I, and and I, I can say this too. It, something about the camera is different. Like the camera is your friend. Talking to it, like if you were on stage, that's a different thing, even though they both have hundreds or thousands of people on the other side. The camera, you can almost open up to. Like, yeah, we're buds. We've, you know, we've been doing this for a while uh, in a way that you might not do for, for real life people. But yeah, anyway, I, it, watching their videos, it's no surprise to me that she fired up a YouTube channel and started sharing her life. And Riley is just her... Uh, I, if you could picture Someone YouTube as a, as a hike, she's pulling them by the hand. <laughs> that's that's how this channel is. Yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. I'm the little sidekick. Yeah. Oh. He's well, he's getting better. He's he like I think at first you point the camera at him and he's like I'm reading right now. But now you know like he'll yeah. be like Yeah, we're navigating. This is what we're doing. This is what we're up to. Uh, he's he's yeah. you're, you're wearing you're rubbing off on him. So what's your Probably long term? Sorry. I was going to ask what's your long-term really plan with the whole thing. You know, <laughs> there's you gotta, a lag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of a lag. But what's your long-term plan with this thing? You know, are you going to sort of be this uh, world traveler into your into your 60s and 70s? I wouldn't. I mean, that sounds awesome. I can. I'm imagining like fit like aged versions of you, all gray and gristled, and like still riding the seas in some sort of hovercraft or something. No, you can't. It's you don't get to choose. Trust me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I guess the plan is to, well, really figure out... Uh, what is the plan? I don't know. Just no, keep no. traveling. So you guys <laughs> took a break on land. I'll make it up for like 8, 12 weeks, something like that, to earn some money. Yeah. What'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went back to working. I work offshore on either oil rigs or offshore construction. Um, and Elena took that, so you wrote an album. Yeah, wow. I recorded an album of covers and I was, because we didn't really have a, a website set up yet or, you know, things on our YouTube channel were a little bit out of date in our social media sites, out of date in our social media sites. So I was working every, oh, I wrote a recipe book and I just did a few little things here and there, like made some t-shirts we could sell and I was pretty much on the internet every day. It was very, 
my eyes hurt. <laughs> YouTube's a significant part of your funding. Like there was a, a piece of your video. God, I feel like I'm nerding <clears throat> out over this, but there was a piece of your video where Riley was like, we need to make videos and make good videos. And it was like, oh, he's taking this kind of seriously. It's not just a hobby. It's part of their job. Yeah, well, it started off for fun. And then right. like when we got back to Australia, pretty low on money and you know Riley was waiting to get work and it took a few weeks so we were sort of like oh can we afford to go back and you know get the work done on the boat that we need relaunch the boat do we have enough money to keep this thing going so you know we, I worked really hard on the internet to try and make sure that we could yeah and, and I think that goes towards what you were saying before is like initially when I was perhaps a little bit disinterested um, we weren't making any money yeah, and, and I was money. like you know yeah, oh, it's all well and good to be running around with a camera, but shouldn't we be cleaning the decks or, you know, making sure that the sails aren't flapping and, and stuff like that? But I really uh, turned a corner, I think, once once we got back to Australia and we got on the news there and our numbers really sort of skyrocketed a bit there and we started making some money and then I was like, all right, well, hopefully I won't have to go back and work on these oil rigs anymore. That would be awesome. So did you have the same job every time? So you'd sail for a while, go back to Australia, work, sail for a while, go back to Australia. So you weren't just pulling into ports in like, I don't know, India, and then picking up an odd job for eight weeks and then hopping back on your boat. Because that's how Woody described it, and I pictured it as this remarkable like world traipsing story of where you go to like, I don't know, India and Nepal and all these places working random jobs. Mm. Uh, nah. Initially, I uh, saved up some money, got the boat, and then I did a, maybe a six, six or seven-month trip and ran out of money, went back to Australia, did some work again, went back over, and that's when I met Elena that, that second time. I had the story. So, yeah, we haven't worked overseas. Yeah. No work in Nepal as yet. <laughs> as yet. Maybe someday. Yeah. yeah, that's a really cool life. Some. It, it is. I mean, it, like, it what's the, the time? What's... Ten years from now, still going to be sailing around the world, or maybe just the cool parts. You know, no reason to go all the way around. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully on a bigger boat, and really go slowly and take your t take time in each place, learn the language, learn to dance, learn to you know get a real feel. Because at the moment salsa. we're going so fast, and I would love to see yourself. Yeah. Um, at the moment <laughs> we're going so fast, and it's like we're missing out on a lot. Like we want to stay in so many places for so much longer but the plan is to get back to Australia now we sort of feel like we have to just keep moving I keep cracking the whip like let's go to Galapagos let's let's you know and then I've, I've, I organize stuff in advance and then we're always in such a hurry like I would love to stay here and learn a bit of Spanish but I'm not complaining you know we get to go to Galapagos I suppose yeah. that should be good fun yeah. I guess the plan is slow down maybe have a bigger boat and nail what we have going on hopefully Do hopefully I I can't believe I'm asking this. Does your boat have a proper bathroom? So I've watched other videos too, and a lot of them don't. Or does it have like a, a five-gallon bucket? No, <laughs> you laugh. That's not my boat had a had a, had a legit. Back bathroom. me up, Riley. A lot of blue water sailors go the bucket route. It's I, yeah. Well, because. To toilets, it means you've got to have holes in your boat, and the less holes you've got in the boat, the better. So, you know, bucket. I've, I've actually... He's tried to convince me to go bucket, and I'm like, no. We've got two perfectly working toilets. We're going to use them. 
so you yeah, got—they're not beautiful. Like you got to pump them. And yeah, pretty good. They're hand—they're handheld hand things. Uh, not handheld. Hand. I'm imagining know, manual, manual. But manual might imagine? be more reliable. I'm just making that up. But now I'm great. imagining in the bottom of the toilet, there's like a grinder, and you're like grinding turds as you turn <laughs> this thing down. It's like, a, it's like a tumbler that's just like chopping them into bits. And, it's, and then when you're done, you're just like. God damn, how do I clean this now? <laughs> Wait, so what do you Maybe mean by a manual a toilet? I get it, it's a pump mechanism, but it's funny to imagine. People are horrified when I'm like, okay, like, there's the toilet. They're like, what the hell goes on in there? And yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's sort of, yeah, people's imagination really runs away with it. Yeah, um, so yeah, it, it looks like a normal, it's just, they look like normal, why are we talking about toilets? They look like normal toilets. And you pretty, you have to fill it up with water before you use them, and then you just do what you gotta do, and you just pump it, and it just goes into the ocean. Wait, how, long long you video, you how long do you have to pump it? How long do you have to pump it after you use the bathroom? Yeah, you pumping okay, for like three or four minutes? Because why do you? Why would you want to spend time in a hot, you know, seafarer's bathroom with just that wafting around <laughs> as you pump it? And it grinds the goddamn manual toilet to work. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Maybe you're like convincing me on the bucket. Like a video. So, so one toilet goes straight into the ocean, and that's easy. You do like five pumps, and then the other toilet goes into a holding tank because you can't just put your shit into the yeah, ocean. Yeah, I don't just want to get rid of it. People are swimming. That one takes like 38 <laughs> I miss something. You want to, you don't know, you never know what you might find. Yeah, you want to hang on to it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Have a bit of it. You never know. It's not <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what about the... There's that toy. Do you guys get seasick? It'd be a horrible Rally does not. I'm so jealous. Rally doesn't like that. It can be shocking weather and he'll be downstairs and I'm like, oh, I cannot be down here for more than a minute or I will get seasick. So I don't get seasick when I'm outside. It's just if you go downstairs because it's hot and you're disorientated. And, Riley. Yeah, but we don't really get seasick. Never, never Yo. seasick? Like even if you're like working on the diesel or something, you're just immune to it? Yeah, uh, once I, I was accused of being seasick, but I will maintain that it was the uh, scallops from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh, that remind Elena. I'm awful. I'm, I'm really, really Alina. sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> what is, yeah, you got to put the accent on. I'm it. trying to help. learn this with an Australian Alina. accent. Alina. Um. <laughs> Woody, I call, her, I call her lasagna. Don't call <laughs> You got sick from a fish, right? The, the, what was what yeah. was that sickness that you got? Yeah, what was that? Okay, so there's a bit of a ongoing. Yeah, so we were near Saint Martin where the mosquito disease, and I'm going to say this wrong, and I know it. We say chicken gunya because that's how it's spelt, but I don't know. It's like anyway, um, it has very similar symptoms to ciguatera. So uh, anyway, I was mm. violently ill for about a week. And I had, you know, the, the numb lips and the when I picked up the bottle, a freezing cold bottle, it was hot and I felt like I was going to faint. My blood pressure was so low, um, couldn't get out of bed. And anyway, we thought it was ciguatera and I told the doctor it was ciguatera. He's like, we haven't seen a case of this for like three or four years. Self-diagnosing once again. <laughs> anyway, um, and I went home and I got better, but these joint pains lasted for about six months and to the point where I couldn't move and I 
was bedridden for a whole day with an ice pack on my whatever part of my body it was. So that made me look into it again, and apparently it's a mosquito disease. Their symptoms were amazingly similar. Yeah, they're very similar. My favorite yeah. part was that, like, so she didn't use an ice pack all the time. She took the fish that she accused of making her sick, froze it, and put it on her belly so that, like, it, it would make her feel better. It was a, it was a fitting end. That's all we so, had. I didn't do that before. To get back at the fish, it was just. In the video, you pitched it that way, <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. What do you What do you do for fun on a standard evening on a boat? Like when you're not, you know, hoisting the sails or whatever you're doing there. Like, do you play checkers, chess, video games? What's going on? We play chess and drink wine, but I'm really bad at chess, and it's just you know, Riley beats me every time, so it's sort of more fun for him than me. But I like drinking wine. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um. <clears throat> What do what do we do? Uh, we, well, what will so you pull up in your boat and you sort of drop anchor and you leave it. You can have a bit of dinner and relax. Maybe if you've had a very hard sail that day, you might go to bed early. Or you can um, we've got a little boat and that'll take us into town. So ninety percent of the time, there's sort of other people nearby. So you go into town, you check that out. Maybe read a read up about the cool things to do in whatever location you, you're at. and We read a yeah. lot of books and sometimes when you bump into sailors you met along the way, you go onto their boat and have dinner or just catching up with other sailors, I guess. So yeah. I, I got it. I've got two questions. One, I knew you read a lot. I was about to answer for you. Does reading sometimes mean leave me alone? Because I get the vibe, like, it, like a, <laughs> she'll sneak up with the camera and be like, hey, what are you doing? And he's got his Kindle, like, Reading, you know, like, like, am I misreading that? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I am disrupting him. He gets no. I think I think I disrupt Elena more when she's reading. That's I'm, true I'm too. Sort of, I would say I'm more play. I'm more annoying on that front. Sometimes, would you say so? Yeah. But is the reading ever code for I want to be in my own space right now or not? Sometimes. No, we we've got some very <laughs> obvious codes for that. We don't need to be so subtle. <laughs> so, so when you're out there, what, what's the longest period of time that you go without seeing, um, you know, another human being? Well, 17 days is the longest we have gone. Oh, well, that's not that bad. Know, yeah, we've that was a sail with you know Riley and another person, Jack. So we've never done a sail by ourselves. Riley would really like to in the future, just see what it's like to be completely alone. Um, I have no intentions of doing that, but. <laughs> Yeah, 17 days, and we're about to do a 20 to 30 day sail in about a month, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Wait, Riley, so you want to do a like, 20 day trip by yourself, just you, someday? Or just the two of you? I'm confused. No, no, j just, just me. I, I sort of um, oh. maybe, maybe when I've, uh, I'm reading my book and, and hinting that perhaps I'd like to be alone, and then Elena might come and annoy me, I'll, I'll start talking about this solo trip that I might like. Um, Huge but mistake. But yeah, I've, I've, read, I've, read, <laughs> I've read this book called, um, hey, what's that book called? A uh, Voyage for Mad Men. A Voyage for Mad Men, which is, uh, it's incredible. And these guys go around by themselves. One guy goes crazy, like literally insane. And I think he walks off the boat or falls off. Yeah. Nice. Most of them start Looking crying. Around. And it's a real, it's just a real, um, Mental tests. It's it's quite. A, I know. I'd go crazy. I do not want to try that. I would. I would enjoy the uh, challenge. I think. So, hey, oh, that while, sounds while we're on this, yeah, while we're here, let me. I was going to ask you two. 
What's the longest you've gone without human uh, interaction, Woody and Taylor? If you think about it, it might be a difficult question. Shucks, nothing um, impressive. Was... Oh, yeah. It's not all you about you, me. Elena. Not all. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is there ever a naked day on the boat where we just don't wear clothes because there's no people around? Because at yeah, my house, day. it's Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, Wednesdays. Wednesdays we wear clothes. I think. Yeah. yeah. Good answer. I, I think I've probably only gone like maybe a day and a half without seeing another human being. And maybe really? that was when I was like violently ill with the flu and asleep the whole time. Like I don't go on adventures by myself. Like that sounds I, horrible. Yeah, it's it's hard to remember. But like I remember I think maybe Kitty went away to England one time and I was home alone here for like maybe 10 days. And I had visited my parents early during that stretch. So they're so... I think I might have spent a week without seeing another human being. I think I might have spent like five days. And by the end of it, I was getting a little weird. I, 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 was, <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't my normal self. I, I don't feel like I was as friendly. I felt like I was, I was brusque with myself. Think about that. I was noticing that I was a bit of an asshole to me. <laughs> it was just me and myself and I. And I'm like, you're a real scumbag, Kyle. What the fuck? Why are you even <laughs> playing video games thinking that I'm an asshole. I'm like, I gotta get some more people in here so I don't think so little of myself. On that, <laughs> I am always a dick to me. Always. I have no sympathy for me. All my aches and pains and lack of willpower just fucking step up, bitch. That's that's my internal dialogue all the time. Um, as far as the... Wait, whose voice is saying that when you hear it? Oh, my own. Maybe Dad's. I don't know. I haven't thought this through, but... <laughs> maybe I've got some... Have you ever been maybe alone I need some for long couch enough time. that you... Have you ever been alone for long enough that you internally think, like, I can't even remember the last time I heard the sound of my own voice, mm -hmm. and then you just say yeah. something for no reason, just so it's like, okay, so that was the last time. Everything's still the same. It like, sounds weird, and you're like, whoa, 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 that's not how I sound. <laughs> I do it, it. I'll talk to the dogs on purpose just to verbalize something. Like if it, yeah. it doesn't take long, two and a half days or so, and I'm telling them to go outside or something. Um, and then, oh, oh, question for you guys. I wrote some down. Marina status. So when you guys like dock, is there a whole like social pecking order? Do people look at the size of your boat? Do you bump into other YouTubers and compare sub counts? Like, do, what is that like? Boat people. We haven't bumped. We haven't bumped into any other people that had a YouTube channel that oh, sailors there's have. There's a fair few around now, though. Yeah, there's a few kicking around now, which is good to see. Yeah. But um, oh, the like marina politics and and dockside, you know, pecking orders. Absolutely, it's mm. it's pretty funny. Yeah. Like there's some people with. It just tends to the the people with the huge expensive boats tend to congregate together. I wouldn't say that they're any better or. Worse, they're not particularly snobby, but they just tend to sort of congregate. Yeah, they don't want to hang out with yeah. little boat people. Well, you know, a year, nah, forty-four nah. foot so, so. is on the like. I think that people who do it by themselves, their their boats are in the twenties or yachts are in the twenties. People who do it as a couple do it in the thirties, and forty-four to me is one of the bigger yachts. It's nah, not. Um, no, nah, not really. Go 30, on. 39 would probably be... The average that you see in a marina. Nah, I would say a, sort of one of the smaller ones is a 30 to 39. I would say that ours is average, but you've got to remember there's a lot of catamarans out there which are essentially double. And then mm -hmm. the super yachts that are just horrendous. 
Yeah. Do you? So you know, I would say that we're average. When you're coming out of a slip or, or docking or whatever, and you're near one of these really expensive yachts, say a million, two million dollar yacht, is it, are you ever concerned that you might bump into him? Because I, I that because that was a concern for me. Like like I had a boat and, and my boat was like a um like a twenty five thirty thousand dollar boat, but I was parked next to a guy that was like. I think it was like a $280,000 boat, but that's just my friend was just like, oh, that one's like a quarter million dollar boat as we went down and looked at all of them. And I was I was always thinking like, let's be real fucking careful when we park because if we bump into this asshole, it's a life-changing <laughs> boat. <laughs> like, like, like we're going to have to go figure out how to buy this guy a new fucking hull or whatever or, a, or a whatever the hell we break off. <laughs> it's no good. Yeah. Wait. Uh, you're gonna think that I'm exaggerating, but the very the the most impressive looking and potentially most expensive boat, none, the, not the most expensive, but the most impressive looking boat that I've ever seen, actually sailing. Elena and I crashed into it. They didn't know, and we then didn't we crash. Lost. So we're in a bay with this, you know, amazing boat. We cruised in, we dropped the anchor, we went down. It was not. It was night time. So poor captaining by me, definitely. We arrived in an anchorage at night time. Um, went downstairs, you know, make some food. It had been a hard sail. And then we heard this, like, sort of tapping. No, we tried to tap. anchor, like, eight times. Yeah, it took us eight times to anchor, but anyway. In Thought in we weed. finished. And um, heard the loud banging noise at the back of the boat. It was a kiss. Okay. They sunk the next day. All hands that went down. <laughs> like, like, Did you, you pretend that it was <laughs> crack in that hole and that was game over? Is that kind of like that, when you like... open your door into somebody's car at Walmart where you just kind of go like, oh, whoo, whoo, and then you just kind of close it and quick walk inside? Hope nobody calls you on that. that. Well, we, we, what you do? We, every day. Scumbag. We fired up the engine and drove off and dropped the anchor again, and I was thinking, like, you know, what's, what's protocol here? What, what's the correct thing to do? And I looked at their boat, and I looked at our boat, and I was like, oh, I think that if we scratch them, they're going to be okay. Really scratched it anyway. Yeah. There's no point going and waking them up. Yeah. And the next day, they... they yeah, the water will do that. Don't worry. There. I think you were just being <laughs> considerate, really, with, with your if hit anything, and run. you were sparing them the stress. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. But yeah, I said you do sort of crack around. You guys, on the boat, you divide the work among gender roles, mostly. Right, like it. Uh, she does overwhelmingly most of the cooking. Uh, he does overwhelmingly most of the like anchor stuff. If if a winch is broken, he fixes it. Was that intentional or just work out that way? You guys a little more uh, old school than than you look. What's the scoop? Nah, I I consider myself more progressive than that. Woody, we just have fallen into those roles. Mm, wait. Like when we when I first got on the boat, it was a real struggle to figure out who does what and when. It was like, do this, do that, and like you know when when a, when something bad. Ha no, I don't mean just you. It was me. What a jerk. Well, but when you, you know, I don't mean just you. He's the only other person on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the other people on the boat, Riley. Gilgy, <laughs> friggin' Alfred. Um. So yeah, we just had to designate jobs so the yelling wouldn't happen again and you know if he forgets to do something i'm like oh you forgot to do that and then if i don't do something he's like oh okay and it's a lot friendlier and works all right hmm. well whatever works for you 
Do you have any weapons on the boat? Are you prepared to fight? What What could you defend the boat against? Like, it, mm. it, like certainly not pirates, <clears throat> I suppose, unless you have some sort of firearm. But but if some sort of mutated dolphin man came from the seas, could you could you fend him Threat off? Threat like, level what, preparedness. Oh. Do you have a club? You have a spear gun. You got the spear gun, but I don't think that's good for like taking on like you know big mass one uh, zombie bulky opponents. One's if you hit him in the head, like mm -hmm. right between the eyes. But what if you don't? He routinely shoots fish. Yeah, but, but in the in, water, in the it's event, a different trajectory. <laughs> in the event of a mutated dolphin man attack, I believe <laughs> that we could counter with a various array of knives. We have a spear gun. I have some camo gear and torches, flares, torches, torches for a like a nighttime sort of thing. You flash it in their eye or something yeah, like that. Flash flash it. It. What, right. what so else? You wake what up else have we got? <laughs> if you wake up in the middle of the night. And you hear some rustling up on on the top dock, whatever the hell you call it, uh, on the planks. And you look up, and there's three Somalians just kind of looking through your stuff. One of them Somalians. has an AK. They don't notice you yet. What do you have at your disposal that you could at least spook them off into the ocean and motor away, or I guess sail slowly away? <laughs> <laughs> you, have you have to have a club, something. Yeah, well, we don't really have... If we're sleeping in our room, we don't have a weapon in there. I've tried to convince Riley to let us keep one of the backup spear guns in there, like, just in case, you know, if someone comes down the stairs, you'd be sitting there, like, she ready She thinks for that sleeping with a spear gun would be safer not than in not. your hands. I mean, like, nearby, <laughs> like, people keep friggin' hammers and stuff under their beds in, you know... A lot you of should see Kyle. Um, Kyle, sorry. grab some weapon. Can, uh, do right. you have anything in... Anything, Kyle? <laughs> what am I new here? Can you ship some down... Can you ship, ship some down? Welcome to, to America, yeah. baby. <laughs> I might. I, I've, got, I've, literally got, I've, I've literally got like 20 here because I was cleaning the basement today. But what I was thinking just now of like <clears throat> some weapons that might be legal for you as an Australian and then in going through international waters, maybe maybe some sort of souped up flare gun. I've got uh, this uh, grenade launcher that, that shoots flares. They're these 26.5 millimeter flares. And you can get like a six, uh, <clears throat> like a big revolver that shoots these things. So you've got six shots, semi-automatic. and Like in Terminator 2. Yeah. Ex well, exactly like Very that. similar to like, very similar to Terminator 2. Yes, very similar to that. Yeah, okay. But it shoots flares as so it'll burn people. Yeah. Okay. I think I, yeah, I would get right, one of those. Awesome. Well, put me down for two. But you know what? <laughs> to tell you the truth, we've been past, we haven't gone through the Suez Canal, which is meant to be the worst, but... We went past Venezuela. We didn't, you know, hug the coastline, so we kept our distance. But I think, well, the Pacific, I don't think there's pirates. So if we were going to get a weapon, we should have done it a few months ago. You guys yeah, aren't proper Americans. Oh, totally. If no. you were proper Americans, you'd have several guns nearby. <laughs> Back me up on this, Kyle. <laughs> a silencer would be nice too. Then you don't. Then you could take out several of the pirates at once. I have a oh. marine shotgun just in case I get What's a boat. That? That is a. <laughs> what else have you got? Just in case this you, a, you guys are like just a gigantic American cliche. At the this is like, I'm scared of <laughs> too much time playing computer games. <laughs> That's yeah, Kyle, a zombie. He's come back with something. That's a mannequin in the background in the. Uh... Ready and willing position, I think. Downward dog, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys do to stay in shape out on the open ocean? Like, very, like, I guess, body weight exercises? <laughs> <laughs> you have some push-ups. 
Elena will do the old down with dog. We'll um, push ups and I don't know. It just depends. Like if we're sailing hardcore and we're healed over, it's really hard to exercise. So what I do is I'm on the steps in the galley. And I just hold on to the sides and I, you know, exercise my legs and stuff. But when we're on land, we can exercise as normal. He does a bit of weights, I do a bit of yoga. That's what it. the hell have you got they there? They could yeah. You know, if you see the boat, the pirate vessel coming at you beforehand, you could shoot them with a rocket of some kind. So there's a, there's a lot of rockets. I shot one of them. There's a lot of rocket launchers shot, available to civilians. <laughs> I shot one of them. I shot one of them in Cambodia. The man tried to convince him to shoot a cow with it, and he was like, no. Nah, <laughs> Which man. I didn't. I didn't shoot the cow. Oh, that would have been I'm awesome so to see. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> Now, I've always wanted to do that. Like, like I, I'm kind of being silly about the rocket and everything, but I've heard about that, about being able to go there and, and shoot the uh, water like buffalo. water buffaloes mm -hmm. with, uh, with an RPG in Cambodia. So how much was it? How much did they want for, to do that? I should categorically state here that I did not shoot a cow, Sissy. a chicken, like... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, sure, no, I, I get I know You totally didn't too. shoot it. What we all mean? buy it. Yeah, yeah, we we believe you. No no, no, no water buffalo. <laughs> so, but but hypothetically, how much was it? Okay, so um, I think it was only like 100 US and then the buffalo was like another two. <laughs> That's more than I thought. I thought it was going to be like six gallons of fresh water. <laughs> Nine shiny beads. We're always talking about these ridiculous trips. If you want to go to Cambodia and shoot fucking rockets, I'll totally sign up for that one. I would love to do that shit. That sounds awesome. For sure. Can we rent motorcycles when we're there? I would like that too. Like right. because I don't imagine motorcycles. I imagine like jungle, uh, um, like dirt bikes. Like, like I, a I imagine fifty cc mopeds. Oh wow! I was imagining five cc. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, that even seems like one of those countries where you would be burgled or something pretty quick if you just show up and you're like, oh, I'm a white American, like in Where's Cambodia. Jeez. I, I I just got to get like like we won't show anybody. But like we got to get a video of, of me going Akbar! and just like blasting off an RPG. I feel like that would be so much <laughs> in Cambodia. <laughs> in Cambodia, they be. I, I think they've got a lot, a lot of Muslims in Cambodia, right? They'd be cool I, with I it. feel like all you got to do is like a fake <laughs> Russian <laughs> accent all trip long. Nobody fucks with them. Ah, oh, they might. I, I don't know. You never know what the, poli the 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 politics are. I'm Canadian. If I travel out of the country, <laughs> everybody's just like feels sorry for me. They apologize when you say it. I, no, no, I'm from Canada. Oh, I'm sorry. Like even Nigerians and people What's like. What's your Canadian voice? <laughs> How do you pretend to be Canadian? Oh, I don't have a good one. I can't do it. I there's it's it's a mixture of things. So so like I always end up sounding like it's Fargo, like that A stuff. Oh, you get like the North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, and I know that's not that that's not correct. Or then I do like a French Canadian thing, and it's all pompous, and then it yeah, I like lose the accent. I can't do a good Canadian. Yeah. You're not gonna make many friends with a French Canadian. Yeah, accent backfires. They all hate you. Yeah, yeah, you go French Canadian, they scalp you right there. <laughs> yeah. I think France had a history in Cambodia. Uh, did they? Yeah, I, they did. Yeah. Uh, Vietnam. Too, oh, shit was in. Oh, when you tell the story of buying the boat. It's like you stumbled across a couple of arguing Italians and just bought it out from under them. It, how much planning was there involved in this $100,000 Australian yacht that you bought? Like, you must have been looking and researching. And... Oh, well, they were bigger. Don't, 
I'm sorry, weeks go ahead. on end. Yeah, no. Nah, there's a there's a website called um, Yacht World, and you just you can compare prices and everything. But the reason I didn't buy in Australia is because what's what's my little calculation that because I use? Because a boat a boat in Europe is worth like a dollar fifty. It's worth a no way. $2. If a boat in Australia is worth $2, it's worth a dollar in Europe. Oh. It's that oh, much. And then $1.50 in Thailand. Wait, it's more in Thailand than Europe? Yeah. I didn't expect that. Because you go around the world, neither did I, Woody, but this is why. Geography, essentially, and then pirates. If, you, if you're going around the world, you always go this, this way which is counterclockwise, generally speaking. So once you get to Thailand, you've either got to go north and take on the pirates and south and go around uh, the Cape of Cape Horn or the Cape of Good Hope, one of those capes that's just completely gnarly. So everyone ends up in Thailand and then they're like, all right, well, I've got to sell my boat. Hmm. Yeah, but you said it was really I want to go north. Woody, would you be down to go fight the pirates? I know we've discussed this at yeah. but, but it's, on honestly, my, it's on my bucket no, list. I would totally go fight the pirates. That would be so much fun. We need to buy a yacht and then offer pirate fighting as a vacation opportunity, right? We can just have people on board. We'll arm Dude, them and I, we'll fight I, pirates. I got the perfect weapon for that too. <laughs> um, I, those, those people um, out in Texas, they make that talon system, that gyroscopically stabilized shooting platform. Yes! But make up for the movement of the boat. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, like when you engage the gyros, it goes from like the crosshairs, that is. like. It goes from being all bumpy and not being able to do anything to like fucking steady as a rock. So regardless of the wake, the waves, the the you know the the maneuvers the boat was making, you would have a view screen and you'd be able to control any weapons system you wanted to. And I got like a semi-automatic. And that's how you want to go well, kill a bunch of fifteen-year-olds with weapons from the sixties, just on land. Yes, Can't yeah. Get out. To Move you over, Navy SEALs. First of all, it's international <laughs> waters. Second of all. <laughs> Second of all, sir, they are attacking us with, with automatic machine guns. Oh, well, okay. I thought you meant you were going hunting. So they're attacking you in this scenario. Well, of course. You can't they're attacking hunt. us. You can't hunt pirates. What do you think? We're zooming along and we see a bunch of black guys with the Jolly Roger and we're like, get them. Like, that oh, that's, that, that's something I wanted to ask Actually, that was so my like, business if you, plan. If you grow up in like an inner city that's pretty dangerous, you learn some stuff about how to handle yourself in dangerous areas that people who didn't grow up in that area wouldn't know. Having been like in on the open seas for so long, what are some pirate tips for those of us who maybe one day will go sailing? Like we see a friendly ship, but maybe you see something about that ship that's like, ah, no, it's pirates. It's the rapers. Well, we've heard that to go through like pirate waters, you're meant to go with a fleet of other boats, so you've just got you know some backup people, I guess, to sort of help you out if there is a situation. But we've heard also a sign of pirates is. If there's a boat with a few guys on there, like a little, they're usually little banged up boats, um, and they are calling for help. You know, like they look distressed, and if you see that, you obviously do not go and help them. And you meant to radio yeah. and say. You know, when you've been on the water as long as I have, you develop a sixth sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys need is a couple Americans, because I feel like they're like they've been thirsting for this you their know, entire life. You know what? The pirates are there because everyone went in and fished out their little area. So all the fishermen went out and they're like, "Fuck you! You keep stealing our fish. We're gonna shoot. We're gonna like board your boat and take money off you." And that's how the whole thing got around. That's how the whole thing came about. And then 
now they've shot a whole bunch of pirates up, which, you know, I'm not sticking up for them, they are pirates. They shot a whole bunch of them up and they've sort of regressed. There's not as many of them. I've heard that. And, they, and now, they've, now they've moved back in and they're fishing again. If you, it, I would say if you want to go and, yeah, I don't know, I don't want to get into So I so think much. what you're saying, no, if I read no. between the lines correctly, pro pirate. is that, yeah, no, no, what are you saying? He's pro-fish. He's like, what you need to do is hunt the pirates so that the fish population comes back up. No, That's what I'm hearing. fisherman <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, he, he kind of coded it, but basically you kill the fishermen or pirates, if you want to call them that, and then the fish population is restored. Now that is a good point. Mm-hmm. Where do the dolphins fall into all this? And the dolphin men? <laughs> no, you would you kill the pirates and then the 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 fishermen get it back, right? Or you know, it's yeah. the fishermen who are the Taylor pirates. strong point. There's a fishermen lot of killing to get done here if you want to help uh, the fish Tyler's out. Tyler's on on with Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> I I I'd, I'd say I'm anti-pirate, and I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, <laughs> it's a bold stance. Yeah, <laughs> I've been anti-pirate since the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny that like only it, with a life like you lead and a presidential candidate in 1812 would have to have pirate stances? Where it's, yeah. <laughs> I saw. Um, well, I don't know how. I don't know. Are, do you guys follow the American political system at all? You guys seem so unplugged from anything that nailed down. Um, do, you, do you follow yeah, it? We, we we barely get a chance to keep up with Australian politics. We didn't even know about Netflix uh, yeah. until like two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I get, oh I get my god! Oh, fuck yeah. that! No, I don't care how adventurous this life is. There's nothing better than Netflix. Apparently <laughs> 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 so. I get picked on. I get picked on when I come back to Australia. Like there'll Same. be some cultural joke that like pop culture, and mm. everyone will laugh. And then I've got a couple of close friends that'll look at me and just go, "Are you?" Fucking serious! <laughs> you don't. You've never heard. You've never heard of Netflix. I'm like, nah, man. And that, yeah, I get. I get picked on. So I was yeah, going to no, ask about, about I, I've been thinking about this for a while. Like it, some people who live your lifestyle, because I, I, I watch people like you on YouTube, they get like detached from the rest of the world. Like they hardly have a nationality anymore. They're certainly not involved. And in, like it, everyone on land is sort of like it or not part of the village, right? You know, where we all live together and there's some common goals, whether they be roads or healthcare or whatever. Uh, you guys are not part of a village. You're citizens of the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. I miss that community. Like having a community where things are going on and like people are working together. That's I miss that so much. And just having all your friends around you. That's something that I do miss. But yes, we're completely shut off from all of that. <sighs> are there any plans that's to so bring? Wrong. See, more I envy what you on one of these trips. I go. What were you saying, Kyle? <laughs> I, I want to know. Like, like, are there any plans to 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 bring other people with you you brought that one guy on a trip once or did you was that an, did you learn from that and now you're it's just the two of you or, or less or do you have more plans to include a third i can or... answer this form and i'm gonna help him out hey oh, yes. thank you woody I, yeah. there's a patreon level for that please tell us more ah uh, good on you woody <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we originally started when we went to the caribbean we had a lot of a lot of emails of people people wanting to charter with us and we I don't know, we didn't really like the idea of that, like starting a business. We weren't ready for it. Um, so people were saying, you know, start Patreon. And so we did and people were donating money per video. And then like only recently we just thought that we should give back to those patrons who were giving us all this money for the videos. So now we, we are inviting patrons. Hold on, oh, it's just That's stuck good. with the audio. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah, all no, right, we're so all good. good. 
Um, so now, yeah, we're just inviting our patrons on board just as a cheers, guys. So we have had one patron on board so far. Oh, I can't wait to see how we this didn't... pans out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone accused the poor guy of being an axe murderer, but Jeff uh, was a Patreon I have to admit, I'm a little bit <laughs> It's completely random. What we do is um, Riley's brother organised it on Microsoft Excel because we cannot use any of that. A spreadsheet. Um, all of our you patterns. Hit, you hit F9 and it randomly selects someone. So we really have no idea who we're inviting on the boat. And, you know, I've got to call out the name and then Terrifying. just pray that. And then come on How board. much cash do you – what level is that on uh, – uh, uh, what level page? Do you guys have different levels? <clears throat> No. Yeah, so if, if someone puts in a dollar, then they're on the little board once. If someone puts in $50, they're down 50 times. So it's it's completely, percentage-wise, it works out perfectly. Yeah. Oh. You heard it right there, folks. Like, like, I don't know why we didn't lead off with this as the topic. <laughs> they're raffling off tickets to come on their boat and go on them on a, and go have a good time with them. If and you guys color, just anyone... You get one one chance. If this anyone listening to this wants to see me in a video with my shirt off, be sure to contribute in my name. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and we can make this happen. Aren't you? How long yeah. is this trip going to be? Aren't you afraid that you're going to get out there with this guy and like half an hour in, you're just like, oh my god, like we have to be with this guy for fucking eight more days in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, what do they get? Do, do you like in the middle of the ocean? Do you spend a few days with them, or do you just like have a dinner with them? Like, what yeah, are... yeah, yeah. Well, to tell you the truth, we've only had one, so uh -huh. I think the idea we've we've chatted about this, and the idea is, you know, we'll pick them up from the ferry port or the airport, wherever the hell they're meeting us, and you know, we'll suss them out and bring them back to the boat, and we've always got a night on land before we go anywhere. So. I like that. In a word. In a, in a word, we're we're fucked. If if they're complete, like if they're an asshole, or you know, we're in big trouble. Mm -hmm. We just hope that they're not. They are. I don't this goes back to the asked. weaponry. We need to talk about your armor. You're just <laughs> they need now. You're inviting internet strangers onto your boat, taking them out into international waters. The implication alone is too much. You've got to arm yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't meet a random person off the internet for a half hour lunch at Red Robin, and you're going to invite them onto your boat and then sail into international look, look. water. I, I'm coming from a place of a lot of experience with this. The three of us have done these big events, these big YouTuber events, where our uh, our viewers come out to a to a location. And we play paintball with them and stuff like that. And we've had hundreds of people show up at, at them. It's a lot of fun. Ten percent freaks. People. Back me up, Kyle. It's about ten. It's about ten percent <laughs> freaks. Okay. Now, 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 out there, if you're listening to this. And you're offended by that. <laughs> you're not a freak. You know it. You know it. You're not. Don't be offended by it. Why to alienate your audience? <laughs> if you have been to one of our events, and you, then you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're a freak. Or come to an event. <laughs> poor, all right. So let's let's list the, the let's list the symptoms of these individuals. Okay. First of all, poor personal hygiene. All right, mm -hmm. fellas. Mm -hmm. You don't Stinky. wash. You don't wear deodorant. You smell dirty. It's a sickly sweet, dirty smell. It's not just bo. It's filth. And I can smell it from <laughs> ten feet away. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not daredevil here. I don't have superhuman <laughs> sense of smell. You're just acclimated to stench because you stink all the time. So. Always, always. Even if you think in your head for some weird reason, guys out there, that you don't smell, you walk, you shower at least once a day, preferably twice a day. Once in the morning, once at night, and you gotta wear deodorant because ten percent of our fans don't. It, and they're also interrupt there. Everybody please, needs deodorant. Listener, everybody. even you. 
Car carry yes. on. <laughs> yeah, there are no people who don't need it. Like none. Prepubescent um, people. I've known some hippie chicks who like who weren't into. I, I guess regular deodorant has a couple of ingredients that are carcinogenic or. Um, I'm one yeah. of those hippies. I wear deodorant, but it's natural stuff. It's like a salt. There you go. Wet it. It's weird, but it it works and it's not you know. It works okay. Things. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I'm glad you sat down because I yeah. had a very. They wouldn't have made the fake stuff if the Look. natural stuff worked excellent from the get go. Yeah, scientists I... have been working for a hundred years now to keep my underarms not stinky, and they're fantastic at it. <laughs> Mine smell like an alpine slope. You can't do that without science. But my sound, my smell like cool breeze. Whatever that smells like. Process like that. That organic fancy deodorant just doesn't work all the time. It helps. But um, it's it's not a hundred percent safe, no. But there, there, our fans. I want to go back to our fans. Some of the. Oh no! no. I, 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 this isn't me being a dick or like beating up our fan base in any way whatsoever. Well, but but <laughs> kind of. back. They know they're freaks. Most of them do. Half of half of the freaks know they're freaks. The other half are scary. They could go rogue on us and 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 become a national news story. We dare them to. But we've got some interesting people who show up to these things, right? Like they have social issues, they have weird um, boundary issues. They'll kind of stand at the edge and lurk and stare and grin and have these weird looks on their faces. There's some interesting people who Once show again, up. Once again, this is a very tiny percentage. Yeah, it's a very tiny percent. Yeah, I'm, it's certainly not a common thing. But at, at least at at every event that I've ever done, there's at least one or two. You know what? But there's always one person. I think this is what you were describing earlier. There's always at least one person who comes off as so iffy and, like, if shit went sour with him, he might, like, come back with a gun and start shooting people up. Where there's someone like that who you, want, you like, try and get really close to them so that if they do go on a rampage like that, they remember you. And they're the like, all right, he's cool. Event. Over to the next guy. You the know? very first event I ever did, we did at, um, at CPX uh, Sports in Joliet. It was before the one that you and I did, Woody, with uh -huh. all the YouTubers. <clears throat> I did one that was just me. And uh, which was just ridiculous because I'd never worked a crowd before like that anyway. And uh, and like 150 kids showed up each day and I'm like standing on a picnic table coordinating that bullshit. It was a lot of fun and we played eight hours of paintball a day for two days straight. But this one guy, this one motherfucker, and I mean he was a super fan. There's no other way to put it, but he was just a little off. He was a little weird. He drove from Texas to Joliet, Illinois. And, and that is like... A, I, I should I should eleven hours like maybe twelve hours yeah it yeah it's about a tw that's what I had in my head I think it's about a twelve fourteen hour drive he drove that far to play and the dude knows exactly who it is now yeah I mean <laughs> oh probably because because in the on day one like he says this and my manager Kitty's talking to him she's like oh he drove twelve hours it's fantastic we should take him out to dinner he should go have dinner with all of us. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Although we've only known him for like 30 seconds, Kitty. Oh, he's wonderful, wonderful. So I get to know this guy over the course of the day, and it's like, this ain't going to work. Because the first thing he does is go, hey, man, no, it's not exactly legal up here, but I brought a little firepower I wanted to show off to you. Got it in my truck out in the parking lot. Want to come see? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> this is one of those deals where you walk out to the parking lot, he could he could be pummeling me with a with a tire iron for a good thirty seconds before a sprinting friend could get to me, and I don't have any sprinting friends with me on this day, so I'm not I'm not going with him into the parking lot. But I mentioned it to Kitty, 
And without my knowledge, she mentions it to the, the sheriff deputy that's there. And he, and so they end up out there looking at this guy's truck. And sure enough, he's brought his fucking arsenal. He's got a big 44 Magnum, dirty, hairy handgun thing. He's got his shotgun. He's got his 30 6 deer rifle. He's brought all of his firepower from Texas up to this very not gun-friendly area, of, you know, just south of Chicago, Illinois. And... Uh, and so we had to figure out how to get out of dinner with this guy because Kitty's narked on him for, for, you know, bringing fucking guns to our paintball event, which was a little unsettling. And he was just very odd. I, I should mention that as well. He was, uh, he kept vlogging and he wants you to be in the vlog and it's just really uncomfortable and he doesn't understand like social boundaries where you're just kind of standing around shooting the shit and he's just like, boom, and we're vlogging here with FPS Russia again. He's just, it was just real annoying. And, uh, and so I remember it was time to give him directions for dinner. And uh, Kitty told the ref to give him bad directions, and she put him oh, apparently out there. There's a, there's a what loop. a passive aggressive shitty way to say I don't want to eat dinner with you. Yeah. Uh, instead of me being you know upfront, I'm gonna let you drive around for 40 minutes. You know, get out of here. So he so they put him on this loop road. Um, let's just call it road two. But road two just goes in a circle forever, and it's just got many exits, many spurs that come off of it. They put him on that and gave him an, a non-existent exit number. He told us he drove for three fucking hours the next day in a circle before he realized what was going on. Oh, he figured out that you intentionally gave him bad directions? Like, never made it. He's like, I drove for hours looking for that exit, never found it. I had to go back to the hotel. No. Yeah. But did he realize what had happened? Like, oh, no. He was. He, it was a, an honest mistake. No, he was far too insane to realize what had happened. Yeah. I, I had that guy that wanted to wrestle me. He turned out to be actually pretty cool, but he reaches out to me on Twitter and he's like, hey, I'm going to be at the paintball event. We should wrestle. And I like, I don't reply because I've done some like grappling and such. And uh, I don't know who this guy is, though. I don't know how big he is or what the scoop is. You might, you might, you might have heard him, would you? Well, the, the, he then he comes back. He's like, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm on the varsity. Our team, my team, was ranked like sixth or fifth or whatever in the state, and uh, and I want to wrestle with you, Woody." And I'm like, uh, "You know, I, I don't reply." And um, he sent me at least three tweets, you know, about his wrestling qualifications and how he wanted to roll with me. And um, but I'm somewhat qualified too. I don't look it, but I'm whatever. And uh, I just don't reply because I'm afraid the guy's like gigantic and that he's just gonna break me or something. Anyway, he finds me. We're out there. There's 1,500 people playing paintball. He locates me and says, hey, I'm the guy that's been tweeting you. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 Throw down, bro. Yeah. So and then I, I gave him my line. I'm like, I'll tell you the same thing I tell everyone else. Let's go. And, uh, and I wrestled with him. And we filmed it. And we put it on YouTube. How old was he? Uh, 17, 11, 18, right? something like that. No, he was, I think he had finished high school or he was going to be a senior. But he was a lot smaller than me. I think I must have had 30 pounds on him. Yeah, 30 years on him, too. Yeah, you really whipped that child. It was good to watch. <laughs> he was like 18. I, he wasn't a child. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, he was legal, but. Do you want to see the video? We've got the I've video. I've seen it. Oh, I, yeah. I'm sure. Why not? I mean, let's, let's make yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, sure. I, you, right. you can see the back of my head in the video anyway. I, I got to, I, I really enjoyed that. I, when I saw that was the trip that I was there for. You were not there. That was the trip when I drove from Georgia to uh, Chicago hauling that fucking uh, golf cart for Kitty. Uh, and that was a nightmare drive Jeremy and I made. Uh, I, I don't know. I made so many of those stupid fucking drives. But 12 How long is the drive from where you are to Joliet? I, 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 
12 to 17 hours, something like that. I don't remember which. It's at some point in between you really don't care anymore. Do you guys want to see this? Yeah. So I, I linked yeah, it. I'm sure. queued up at zero. So I'm going to queue it up at zero. So what we do on this is we, we load it up, you get past any ad if you have one, and then you pause it at zero seconds. I'll say ready, set, play, and we'll all watch it together. All right. Uh, it might be nice. Let's skip ahead to one minute. I should have linked it there. But I feel like the first minute is me like talking, like preparing I said no. for it. So let's get to one minute exactly, if you can slide it forward. Uh-huh. I'm at one minute exactly. Or, uh, I'm at All right. one minute exactly. <laughs> Nicely done, guys. All right. Ready, set, play. No filming, because I wasn't sure I'd win. But... Oh, did you not follow instructions? You limey bastards. You limey because you're sailors. All right, let's go back to a minute. We can do it. No, I'm not letting their mistake ruin my viewing experience. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> tell, me, one. tell me when you're ready. We'll go back to a minute. All right, we're in minute 13. Get back. Hey, are you talking to us? No, we're no, you're hearing confused. me on the video, right, I think. We're at a minute, we're at a minute. All right. We've All got right. a finger on the play button. You let us know when to say when to click play. On play. Ready, set, play. I said no filming because I wasn't sure I'd win. But it turns out somebody was filming when I wasn't looking. And I got the footage, and here it is. I'm in the pants. Hmm. He's the uh, he's the middle-aged man. <laughs> in case you can't tell. <laughs> oh, that's my head. Yes, I can. Was that during a bad haircut phase? No, no, it looks good time. today. Yeah, no, that that's a good haircut right there. I can tell. He's a wrestler, but he doesn't really know chokes, which is what we were doing. So I get him in a guillotine not too long in. Styled off the ground. Yeah, I lift him off the ground and then I pull him into my guard, but I've still got his neck, so now I'm jerking up and he taps out. Yeah. So oh, he never you walked can't tell again. that's a choke on his neck I've got going on no, there, and that's never him played tapping. Fully, you can pause it there. Yeah, that's he it. Asked it right? like, he asked for it well and good. Yeah, no, he asked it. He yelled several times on Twitter. He like caught. He, he, he sought me out at the event, but um, he was actually a pretty nice guy. I didn't mean to to lump him in with our weirdo fans, but I, I've been challenged to wrestle by a bunch of fans actually. Sometimes the weirdo fans are the best fans. What was the name of that guy? Uh, that little kid who was playing as a medic that one year, and all he did he was, was run uh, around and heal Pillsbury you. Doughboy. Doughboy. Yeah, yeah, Doughboy. That guy was great. Yeah. He was great. And he was only like nine years old. <laughs> yeah, he was older. He might have been 12. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was a, a medic. We were playing paintball, and in paintball, this is concept of a medic. They're not well-armed, but they can heal you rather than you like walking back half a mile and respawning. And uh, he was my favorite kind of medic, one with loose morals. So he would just hear, like, be like, ah, oh, you're fine. Go ahead, keep playing. You know, the medic is supposed to be able to, like, get to you, you know, and not get shot. And oftentimes when you're shot, you're in a dangerous spot. So it's not easy for a medic to heal you. But he was so effective. He'd do it from a distance. You're good. <laughs> and then you just keep playing. So he was a yeah. great. Well, it was, it was cheating, but it was fun. <laughs> but it... <laughs> yeah, it, it was cheating. But it was yeah. great. Um, I had some other question. I lost it along the well, way. Well, I have one. Well, mm. There has to be something at least once or twice for each of you that was so horrible that you were like walking around in the boat like, I can't wait to get off this fucking boat. And you're just <laughs> hating it. And you're just going over your life in your head of like, why would I choose to be on this fucking boat? I fucking hate this. Like, what is it that puts you to that point on there? Like where you're just hating uh, it. 
I'm going to take up the rest of your show if I keep talking about this. Like, <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. <clears throat> oh, no, there, there was, so there was one time when I was sinking and then there was another time when oh, I was out of money. Bad, yeah. Wh- which one would you like to hear? The sinking? Oh, I want to hear about you sinking. Yeah. Okay. Physically, not financially. This is, this is, <laughs> yeah, very good. I, I was, um, uh, this was before I met Elena and I was in Croatia, which is, Sorry, I was in Dubrovnik, Savtat, which is near Dubrovnik, which is in Croatia. So I'd sailed across from Italy. I was single-handed sailing and I'd gone to sleep. You know, I was still uh, using the vessel to facilitate my drinking trip around Europe, which I've figured out that you can't really do and now I'm much more of a sailor rather than a, you know, partying buffoon. A vagabond. But <clears throat> a vagabond. So... I, wo- I woke up, I was quite hungover, and it was a very, it's a beautiful anchorage, it's very, very calm. And what happened was a, a smaller vessel drove past very quick, which creates a wake, which the, the wake comes over and it rocks your boat like this. Um, that caused, so I hadn't realised at the time, but we'd, I'd been slowly filling up with water. And it had filled up to the, uh, the wooden boards which you walk around on. So that is that is a shitload of water, like tons and tons of water, um, and I I was I, I haven't even really told you guys this, but I I knew nothing when I bought the boat. I had I had zero sailing experience. I'd hoisted a mainsail exactly two times. Is my little thing that I tell people. So um, all of these, all of the wooden floorboards just crashed around everywhere and water came up and it was up on the walls and on the table and like sort of everywhere and I just fully panicked. I, I ran over. So the boat wasn't set up for blue water cruising. It was set up for um, just uh, doing little trips and I, I grabbed it and started using it as a big long-distance cruiser. So I didn't have enough power. So I didn't have my bilge pump on, which is crucial. If anyone has a boat out there, make sure your bilge pump is turned 24/7. on. 24-7. So my bilge pump wasn't going off, so I didn't I didn't cotton on to the fact that uh, it, the boat was filling up with water. So I ran over, turned the bilge pump on, turned the engine on because I never had any power on board, That so the engine was to power the bilge pump, and I jumped on the manual bilge pump as well. And I, well, and I was it. fully panicking, but... We, I pumped out so much water manually and with the bilge as well, the electric bilge pump, that I, I got it down pretty quickly. And then I knew nothing, like I had no idea about what was going on. So I jumped on my iPad and Googled, like, my boat is filling up with water. Like, what what do I do? And the first thing, <laughs> that is, I swear to God. And, then, and like, the first thing that popped up was, like, don't panic. Everyone's boat is Sinking. filling up with water. You know, just the rate varies. How much is it? So I ran down into the bilge and um, and had a look at it. So I, I had the the wood up and I had my head down into the little area there that sucks out the water. And it was just a slow little trickle. It had only been that I hadn't had the bilge pump on. Um, when I say it was a slow trickle, it was nothing to panic about. So. I, I then realised that I had enough time to organise to have it all sorted out and I, I went back to a place that 
you know, pulled the boat out of the water and repaired it all. And it wasn't too much of a problem, but certainly, but had broken, yeah? certainly, was it? it was the the through hull for the propeller, the yeah. shaft, the prop shaft. So yeah, uh, boat nearly sinking, and, what and was I was ready to pro- that, to blame Alana and her luxurious toilets. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, it, that would have been a, a, a nice thing to have a liner so on board glad to blame I on that. Yeah. I, I was, um, yeah, that was one time when I was like, you know. Was the Google solution that you found, that. when you were Googling it on your uh, iPad, was the first result the one that you went to that helped you? Or did you have to, like, sift through yeah. a couple pages as your boat was sinking, like, getting through like metaphorical, no, you know, you're overwhelmed now, but don't worry. Like you're sinking stuff. I don't know. Shaky wet hand, number one. And, <laughs> and that sort of put my mind at yeah. ease. Wiki how. <laughs> how do I not die in the ocean? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very interesting so, yeah, life. Awesome. Sounds awful. No, it. see, the, the way they do it is interesting to me. Because like I said earlier in the show, I can't speak for him, but their goal doesn't seem to be to travel as many miles as possible. They're just like, hey, I'm here. What's cool nearby? And if there's an island system with a dozen little things scattered about, they're like, I heard there was diving here. You know, I heard that there were shops here. I heard there was something there. And they check it out. So I feel like a lot of times when we ask questions, it's as if they're like lost at sea all the time. Not really. They're just on some sort of non-stop Caribbean vacation, but not necessarily Caribbean. Yeah, yeah for them it it's seems like an awesome life. Disorganized. <laughs> disorganized and in, and being impatient, I guess. Like we're always like we get to a new spot and the beauty of sailing is that if you don't like a particular place, you can pull up the anchor the next day and leave. Like we can be like this place is shit or, you know, and just you can go in a heartbeat. You don't have to wait around for a bus, you don't have to wait around for a plane. So we just go and, you know, come as we please. Kyle, have you, uh, you look like you've got something to say, mate. Yeah. You have you ever yeah. committed a petty crime and then fled a country? <laughs> well, I stole a CD once and that caused a lot of friction. Oh, the uproar on the internet. That was awesome. It yeah. was an accident. I'm sorry, everyone. I what didn't did mean you steal? to steal the CD. It was sort of an accident. We, a we found a deep an, purple CD. It's a sick CD. But anyway, we found an upturned um, <laughs> catamaran and, you know, it looked abandoned. It was tied to a mooring ball. And so we went and dove on it and we were diving for ages, just sort of exploring around all this, you know, everything from inside the boat was scattered all along the ocean floor. It was probably about 20 meters deep. And we were just having fun free diving. And anyway, I found a deep purple CD on, you know, on the ocean floor and I bought it up and I was like, sick, yeah, deep purple. And I, I threw it in the boat. Yeah, well, I stole it. Yeah. And, um, and then a French man came along in his little dinghy and he was like, ah, oh, no, no, screaming at us to leave because... Understandably, he was pissed that we were... We were ransacking his upturned catamaran. We couldn't understand why that was. If I had a chance, I would have thrown the CD back overboard, but we were, you know, stuck with this CD because we were told to leave immediately. I've got a money-making idea. There should be a Patreon level where they choose which crime she commits on each island, right? (laughs) (laughs) A little shoplifting. A little, you know, yeah. simple assault and then Taylor, get out of town. Guy that you invite blindly onto your boat will commit enough crimes for the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's I what we're hoping, yeah. I, I thought there was going to be a much more serious crime that maybe you committed and then fled a country. When Taylor was 17, he ran over a homeless man in Canada and had to flee Canada. He's not allowed to go back now or he faces charges. <laughs> That's true. Like, the guy lived. Yeah. He, I, 
Yeah, I mean, he first of all, he's already <laughs> no, homeless. No, he did not. Right? Okay, so all right. No? He lived, so it was a hit run, but he did not die. Shh. No, did no, he, he died, died, Taylor. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I thought I he mean, was just he paralyzed have had his injuries, but I had to, you know, afterward, or he would have told someone. Uh, you know. You never told died. me that part. Uh, no, that's why I'm not happy you brought it up. So. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not a murderer, but I just donated a dollar, so maybe I'll be the one on your boat. What do you send as a sly email then saying none of this is true? Because Elena yeah. was like, right, that's it. Yeah, I'm done. I've had enough about the guns. They're trying to kill all the pirates. Now they're killing homeless people. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, this is why uh, I'm nervous people. on these sort of things. I'm like, what? You killed someone? <laughs> <laughs> no, not something best brought up casually. Okay, so you said you didn't know what Netflix was, and and that is a real shocker, by the way. I think there are tribes in like Papua New Guinea who know what Netflix are, but yeah, is there anything? Is there anything that you do stay connected to within the realm of entertainment or pop culture? Are you like a big James Bond fan, and so you sports. make sure you you see the new film? Is there a sports team, and you got to get in there and see what the scores are? Is there anything like that in pop culture, entertainment, sports, any of that shit that you're like, ah, I need to know what's going on about you know with this thing? Uh, sports, I always used to rely on my friends to they were like, come around, it's a Friday night, come here. So I've really fallen out of touch with that, particularly like Australian rules football. The cricket, Woody, you would know that we went to the uh, cricket in Dominica. I, if you were a true fan. Which I, I feel are. like she talked but, um, about that in her coffee enema video, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, if I remember you really talking about the cricket a lot. I, did I miss one? I, ah, it's coming back to me. No now, wonder you yeah. didn't remember it in the coffee enema video. That's yeah, not yeah. the number one seller in that. I, I, I really, I enjoy most of your videos, but that one, no. She, Strange one? She just fasted and put what I imagine to be ground coffee beans up her butt for a couple no. of weeks. It was a ground. It was. It ground. You should say what she doesn't put on the internet. <laughs> oh. Wait, Wait, yeah, so you were enemying coffee. Enemying coffee. Is that right? Yeah. So, but I did a ten-day fast just because I was really interested. I was like, how can someone survive ten days like without food? Yeah, that's a good premise. And at the time, I was, <laughs> I was living in the middle of Perth city. I've never lived in a city in my life, and I was on the internet every day. And I was like, I need a break. I want to try something different. I need to get out of this, you know, apartment. I, need to, I want to close my laptop. So you did and what so anybody would do. So I, you know, shoved coffee up my butt for ten days. It was Robin Quivers it was did that. No, it was really good. Yeah, didn't yeah, seem Robin good Quibbs at all. Robin Quivers is a famous uh, radio uh, personality. She uh, she's into like all kinds of alternative uh, tech, alternative anything really. Uh, um, she's went and done those uh, Hiawatha trips and stuff like that. But yeah, coffee enemas was one of the things she was into. Hiawatha. Yeah, I've got a bracelet. I don't have Yeah, I've got a bracelet with that on it. Have you ever done anything like that? You seem really uh, really hippie and really kind of far out there, man. Do you are you into any like psychedelics, any LSD? Going? Are you expanding your mind at all out there on these voyages? Um, no, not in that sort of way. Um, oh, of course not. <laughs> oh, right, right. No, Bullshit. No, no if, if I <laughs> if I'm in the Caribbean and I'm looking for the weed, I look for a guy like Riley. 
<laughs> just say you, you know where the weed is. Hey, I saw I saw you talking about this with the dude from yeah the, yeah um, last YouTube week channel strain. Yeah yeah something strain yeah 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 that's so, I, I did watch that one. <laughs> I hope you liked it. I oh really my god! I hope you didn't that. make it to the second half. No, I, I was gonna well, say in, I... in the in the, ca- in the Caribbean when there's all these rasters walking around with massive dreadlocks, I'm the I'm not the one that people ask for weed. Okay. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. I I really liked. I saw you in that movie, um, Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were great. You know that 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 was that was a great movie. Your performance was strong. Yes. Yeah. That's a good job to reference movies to people who yeah. don't even know what oh, Netflix is. Right. <laughs> well, we reference. Click that link. Yeah. <laughs> Very all much right, like right. and Fast Times and Ridgemont High. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't figure it's out. It's really what. funny. Hang on. we got to look it up. Wait. Riley's Fast Times so at Ridgemont High Matt. is not yeah, Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, nah, that, that's that, good, yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High is Sean Penn as Spicoli. I think you're, are you thinking of school days? Uh, am I wrong? Nah, of someone, one of you sent me a link with Matthew McConaughey. That's the guy. That's... This, yeah. I think, is a movie called School Days. Ah, is it? Yeah, you're right. Damn, I got my movies crossed. It, in any case. Yeah, it does say Fast Times at Ridgemont High on this webpage, but I'm right. Yeah. My Googling failed me. Uh Oh, it's knocked me off my game. What I'm always going for, hey. I think it's, is it is Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused? That's what I'm thinking of, Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm always going for. I don't know if School Days is even a movie. Gracias. It is a movie, but it's not this one at all. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, so how long have you been doing the Patreon thing? I just noticed you Since, talking about uh, it recently. Yeah, so we've, I guess, probably like five months after we initially, well, I initially started the YouTube channel because we didn't really know about it and people were saying, you should sign up for Patreon. What? Yeah, what? Like, we didn't, we never even looked into it. And then one day I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, so many people are getting money for, you know, the art, you other stuff. Yeah, it was. So we just did it, and <laughs> here we some are. people saw. Uh, some people asked us to sign up, so we did, and then it's sort of gone from there. And you guys are on Patreon as well, aren't you? We are. Yes. Yeah. 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 We've got a yeah. whole structure on there. I think we're going to update it at some point. We'll see. Your logo is amazing. That is so cool. I love it. The, oh. the GTA theme. Yeah. Well, thank you. I. Didn't make it. Yeah. I think yeah, we fan got fan it. Or... It is really cool though. Who did, yes. who did make that? Send us the send us their email afterwards that we might have to get in to knock us uh, one up. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heather might have had something to I think maybe a fan did it and then, and then maybe Heather talked to the fan updated about it or something. Updating it or something. And in any case, I like it. You know what we should do? We should you know, all of our that logo in particular. I mean, that's just taken from other pictures of us that are out there. We should pose for some pictures and make a silly one. That would be funny. You know how uh, you know how every season of It's Always Sunny, the um, they've got kind of like a photo of them all on a different theme. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. 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 Melissa and I were thinking about getting those, uh, I guess, frames with those like stock photo people in it. 
and then just taking them out and putting all of the different variations of the It's Always Sunny cast in those and having one. Because they have the best ones. Have you seen the new season? Yeah. Where they're all standing there gray and dead, but they have really bright that, zombie eyes. Is that is that like a... What is that supposed to be? Children These guys have never something? seen this show before. It is. No, yeah, they, they haven't. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been on for 11 years. Good so, for you. Yeah, it's you know. not even good. It's not <laughs> even on, good. This, this show is normal. It, it, I, it, I like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but I like it on the same level that like, like How I Met Your Mother or whatever. It's probably not the hot time to have a critical analysis of, mm, uh, of no, anything. You're right. You're, someday. What was the last show that you were really into? The last TV show for both of you? Game of Thrones. Narcos, because oh. we we met up with some of the cast of Narcos, and and she gave us a message and was like, "Hey, like we're here filming season two of Narcos. We'd like That's to so take cool. you up dinner or whatever." Yeah. And, in, uh, so, in, in Carter, in yeah. So yeah, we got right. So we had to brush up cool. on you know on Narcos because we've never seen an episode. Well, we didn't have to, but it's fucking. Sick. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. So I, I guess it was really that's. Well, someone's kind of a hot shot, huh? They're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, there was a show we were, the cast re reached out to us to see if we had any time to hang. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Stumble upon the, the set of a really popular one, you know? And yeah, like, yeah. That's a cool story. You know, you don't watch any TV and then you're in a show. We couldn't make it the first day, so they settled for DiCaprio, but we made it on Tuesday and had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Just to think that. Like what Kyle was saying earlier, like even stuff like sports, like you just don't keep track of anything up to date. So every time you come back to land, I guess it's like 20 days worth of information all at once. You know, that's it's so interesting. No, no, it's not really like that. Like if, if you were super passionate about something, you could easily stay um, up to date because it's a misconception. You, you're not out at sea all the time. It's beautiful when you're up. It's really nice when you are because you get away from the internet and like emails and just all this stuff that I feel like. That's why I really love the boat. I love getting out on the boat and going fishing and, and cooking our own meals and doing all that sort of stuff. Um, have I gone off on a tangent here? I don't know. No, you're good. You're great. And so, can you bail me out here a little? Uh, so, you could keep up with something if you if you wanted to. Like, That's right. Riley's pretty interested in the cricket and... Uh, I've had too many wines. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, he could, but we just, I don't know, we sort of like the idea of not. It's, I don't know, it's something different. It's, yeah. I like the relationship dynamic. It's one of my favorite parts about your, like, even just now, he's like, oh, I don't know, pass. Like watching Woody enjoy your relationship dynamic because it's <laughs> super into a show, watch a show, and they're kind of leaning forward, and then they sit back like, "Oh no, no, it's gonna get better." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel really creepy, but yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm trying to. How often do you guys make a video? Would you say every two or three weeks? Is that about right? Two weeks, maybe. Uh, it used to be, but we've now that we're uh, professional, we've we've mm. ramped it up a bit to about three a month. Three a month is the aim, and we have done for the past few months. But before that, it was just whenever I thought the movie was good enough, or just I don't know, I wasn't really too phased of when I posted. Not at all. But we've sort of set a bit of a goal for three a month, and we've stuck to that since our little hiatus 
in Australia where I had to work in a lane of... And you got out the whiteboard. Of the, yeah, <laughs> I said a list of jobs for us to do, etc. So you never show the bad stuff? You never show... Like the it, thing is, the thing is, it's very hard to capture a, a bad moment because when, you know, shit hits the fan, excuse my language, you don't really want to oh, pick up please, the camera please, and... Please ask that. True. Okay. <laughs> Did you see last week? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't yep. really pick up the camera and we're, even when we're sailing in really terrible weather and it is, you know, you question yourself and, you know, why am I on this boat? It's, you don't want to get out the camera. You don't, you know, it's not your friend anymore. You're like, fuck the camera, fuck everything. Like, it's. <laughs> but it's, it's really almost hard. like you've never seen an island you didn't like. There must be islands where, like, the uh, you guys go um, snorkeling a lot with the snorkeling. Yeah, it's like completely underwhelming. Um, are you ever hungry on these things? I mean, I, I've seen you not catch fish before. Well, yeah, we've, we've been hungry and we've definitely been to shit islands. So there's, I could give you personally a list of islands. I wouldn't, I don't want to run off a whole set of islands. You know, yeah. traveling is very subjective. You know, it might have been rainy when we were there or we met an asshole that perhaps did. Who's the last asshole we met? Let's not talk about that. So, yeah, we, we do. Uh, you can see Elena. Is see, she doesn't show the, the bed, right? She just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We met this asshole today. He was, yeah. <laughs> Wait. There have to be like little pet peeves that you guys have between each other that people who don't live on a boat could never even imagine. Like, if you walk into the bathroom after him, are you ever just like, God damn it, he's always three pumps short of fully getting that out of there. And then you just think about, like, what do you do? Clean the grinder. What's the big pet peeve on a boat? Like, chores? I gotta know. Well, we like a clean boat. I know it might be so She has a roof <laughs> floating. She has, she has, she has like nine no. cubic meters of clothing in one of the bedrooms. It's not that much clothes. Most of it's sheets and towels. Um, so we we sort of try and keep the boat tidy. And one of if one of us is being especially messy, that's sort of what we hate. I don't know. I, Oh no, I've got a list of pet peeves. Oh, I've got them written did, down. Yeah. Would you like me to go and get them? Print them yeah. out. Nah, nah, there's there's um Oh, this is interesting. What what annoys me about you? Well, there's just so many things, either. can't even narrow it down. Uh, what? <laughs> oh that stupid fucking look on your face. <laughs> 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 you don't use real deodorant. <laughs> I love when he does that. I can't do accents. I, no, no, you can. See, see, we're all trying to do the accent because we think it's funny. Your failed accent is much funnier than Taylor or, or myself, like half-assed accent. Yours is 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 the best. I do. I love I when you do the accents. I want you to go carry on on tangents with your accent. Sometimes I would love it. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're anyway. No, I want to hear what what irritates you about her. The big pet peeve. It's got to be funny. Go on, it has to be boat related. Boat related annoyances about Elena. All right, maybe uh, not not probably a huge issue, but we um, our lifeblood, our source of income, like how we survive, is with our electrical equipment. So laptops and um, cameras with expensive lenses that are very fragile. So you can imagine there's um, there's hatches and there's a lot of edges. The boat will rock and, and Elena will sometimes be like, oh, no, it's very calm. 
I won't even, that's fine, that'll be fine there. And as she places the laptop, you know, precariously on the, the edge of the table and, you know, things like that. I would so say that, that was, yeah. things fall. <laughs> so I just general up. carelessness. Yeah. yeah. I would have thought by Je now you would, everything would be like, like fall and spill proof. Like the laptop would have a suction cup on the bottom of it so you could like stick it anywhere you wanted. Like all, every item uh, you possess. Or double Velcro. That's what you need. Pretend like you're in space, man. It should be double Velcro and suction cup everything. That's it, once again that gets back to us being um, disorganized. Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're, we're lob, yeah. lob to a place and we're like, what's going you can't on? The just double Velcro fucking... unless you're living in a living space entirely covered in Velcro. <laughs> uh -uh. No, no, no. Like, Sorry, so they make sociopath. Haven't you seen those strips? All right, so it's, hear me out here. This is this is kind of a stupid topic, but they make these Velcro strips. They're sticky on one side and they're Velcro on the other. You stick it to say this gun, and then you, so you've got one kind of Velcro, <laughs> and then you take the other thing and like put that tape on a wall or something, and then you could <laughs> Velcro it to the wall. That stuff's great. I use it for uh, for lots of stuff. That would actually help them in case the Somalia the, situation for the dashboard out. gun and the headboard shotgun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? That Velcro would probably work, but when we're on, like, when we're healed over, the idea is to put everything away. So there's nothing on the table. There's nothing, you know, that could fly to the other side of the room. It's, yes, what that he's is talking the idea, about, Alana. What he's talking about is the electrical <laughs> cameras, the, you know, the really important stuff that I use, and then I put somewhere, forgetting about it, and then there it goes. So... I think we're going to put Velcro everywhere. Yeah. I think maybe maybe what, if I do that, yeah. yeah. What if you put your wet, What if you had more gimbaled stuff around? Like, is, I, I was curious, what's on a gimbal? Like, do you have a table on a gimbal? Do you, is your stove on a gimbal? Now, what is a gimbal? Stove stove is on a gimbal. A yeah, gimbal but... so that it can sort of swing like this. It's not as good as a gyroscope, which is the crazy gun we heard about. Before. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Too big of a fan. So a gimbal, I, I think basically it's like two ball bearings, so it can go around with a weight in the bottom. And then when the ship tilts, the oven doesn't. And they do it with yeah. stoves a lot, or range tops, or I don't really know my words. Um, and I don't know if they do it with tables. Do they do tables on a gimbal? I don't know. Nah, nah, no tables. A, a gimbal is like a, a 2D gyroscope. There you go. Gyroscope talk. <laughs> yeah. Does your boat get heavier every year, or is that something you actively fight? Like that you must, age. you must want to like pick up a bicycle or realize like, oh, now I need a freaking two and a half inch socket for this particular problem. Like, did, do you just accumulate stuff? No. No. And you yes, know you do, Elena. <laughs> well, Jesus, Elena. Jesus, Elena, come on now. Wait. <laughs> we, we've I'm got. Thinking of all the stuff you made me throw out. We've yes, got I'm blenders. Gonna... We've got hair dryers. We've I don't got... even own a hair dryer. That is false. There's one. Nor does she have deodorant in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. There's. We've got the blender. Was a that really that struck a blow. That was probably another time when I was like, right, I'm out. I'm selling the boat. Everyone needs a blender. <laughs> Margarita time. <laughs> Yeah, and then Elena walks out with these delicious cocktails, and I'm like, God damn it, that was a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, for me, I, I swear it would be tools. Like, I, you actually, Riley, you rarely fix your own stuff, but you always try. I would wager, yeah. I would bet that they carry by weight, I bet they've got more alcohol than tools. That is a tool in its own way. 
Mm. You know? No. Only there's a lot of alcohol on there at the moment. There's a lot of we we find that because it, we're in a uh, peculiar situation where we um, we're essentially we work like we're obviously working, but we're it feels like we're on holiday every day. So we don't want to get into the trap where we're drinking every night because you know nothing gets done. We don't end up sailing everywhere, mm. anywhere. I don't think we drink that much, babe. But you know what? There is a lot of alcohol in the boat because once uh, one of the one of those people that do um, a charter. Anyway, a charter just finished, and it was a bunch of Americans, and they had like fifteen bottles of alcohol, and they just gave it to us. And so you that's thought, been hey, we don't drink before. much, you know, over here. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us. Bring so that's why we have alcohol. But other than that, it's just wine. Yeah. I can see how that would be tempting to just fall into like a rapper style lifestyle, just boating yeah, and yeah. partying all day every day. So does you? Would be cool. I, I, I've I've read about people who do what you do, and uh, this guy I was reading, he was a real tech guy. He, he's like old school. He wrote Microsoft's first word processor. I, I forget his name. It was a great book though. Anyway, his advice was to keep the boat simple. Like when he first got on, he thought he was going to have power everywhere. And I don't it, it, more and more, he just started stripping more out of the boat. He made it lighter. He made it simpler. He, he, he gave up a lot of things that to me would seem like comforts because to him, they were one more thing to maintain and go wrong. That's what Riley's like. I keep asking him to get, you know, a little you are washing spot machine, on, you know? Woody. You are all over it. You've clearly, yeah, you know a bit about this stuff. Good on you, mate. So where do you oh, land on I, this thing? It sounds like you two have to find a medium between you. I don't want that many things. Like I just, I want a blender and you know a few small comforts, and a washing machine is one of them. I'm Satellite sorry, but dish. Half the time when I, yeah, you know, air conditioner, spa, <laughs> no. or jacuzzi, I think you call it. To live no. somewhere that's not constantly rocking, making you <laughs> feel ill. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not me. That's him. He gets very frustrated. Yeah, I do get grumpy. I love to sleep to the rocking. It's him that gets really frustrated. Uh, I. Yeah, no. So it's a, you, you're dead right, Woody. The more things you have on board, the uh, the more things are going to break. So if you can either do your own washing in a bucket, which you know it doesn't take that long, and and hang it out, you, it's generally good weather you're going to save yourself a lot of hassle in the long run and it's therapeutic. You don't even do it. I don't. <laughs> I imagine it would be Yeah, he's, he's really interested in no. your therapy. You should be thanking him. Yeah, yeah it's therapeutic <laughs> like watching someone woodwork. You don't have to be doing it, but you watch them do it and it's a little therapeutic. Yes. Yeah. It's therapeutic for you to watch her do chores. I'm surprised you guys have two heads. I guess it kind of makes sense. You've got one for in the marina and one for at sea. But it seems like a lot of maintenance, and There's you're a giving up book. a room. It's the bathroom. Bathroom. Oh. If I, if I, yeah, it's the bathroom. If I had a choice, I would have got. I would the the room that is Elena's, yeah, uh, basically closet. It I would turn into an actual closet, like get rid of the two bunk beds yeah. and make it a proper place where we can store sails and dresses. A proper, and, you know, with drawers and. And get rid of the other, get rid of the forward head and just have one toilet in there. Yeah. It, the, the vessel was built for chartering. It's, okay. it's made for chartering. So. Yeah, you always, you buy a second-hand boat, you're always making do with, you know, what other people's plans were. What's the spare room like? So you guys, is it like, is it a, what, double-sized bed? Is it empty all the time? 
Because you guys bring Patreons on. You have a, another room. Yeah. You don't just all, all pile right, so in the bed. Just full of booze. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one room is completely, you know. That's an entirely new level of patron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One room is completely clean and the other has just got, you know, like uh, a few extra boys and, Fenders and just ropes and whatever we can't fit outside in Riley's work. Yeah. yeah. You it's mentioned earlier that there, like but... you will hunt or fish or dive down in there and get food from the ocean. What's like, what's the primo meal that you're so excited about when you catch it or kill it and you come back up and cook it? Like mahi mahi, dolphin dolphin fish mahi sure, mahi. Sure, sure. Lobster, lobster is very very nice. Yeah. And groper. Groper. They're, they're our three favorites. We always see these huge gropers and we can never get them. Like, we have seen gropers that are just like yeah. huge. I see a lot and of always comes back from yeah. yeah. What? Why is it hard to catch a grouper? Well, they run if um, you catch they're them. Just, they're onto you. They're very intelligent. So mm. they know you have to sort of not look at them. And it's really hard because, well, you, you for one, you're down deep and you need a sort of line up the fish and you have to pretend so like you haven't seen them so it's just really hard absolutely clever fish and they remember for a lot longer than you'd think they do <laughs> really the, um oh, I was gonna how big are they oh <laughs> a group uh, massive like over 100 pounds yeah there's some that uh, am i missing a joke everyone's laughing but me it. no i i it, there might be but i'm not in on it Kyle just started giggling, and I'm trying to figure it out. No, nothing, nothing. <laughs> just a, really giggly. So, grouper, uh, lobster. Kyle just sent Taylor a message saying, "I'd love to grow for Lana. That's that's that that would have been a funny message to send, but it would it send, but it would have cracked me up quite as much as what I was actually thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are lionfish uh, any good? I've seen you eat them. I know they're poisonous, yet you eat them anyway. What's the scoop on that? You eat poisonous well, Yeah, they fish? taste like biting. Yeah, well, so we'd seen these pests around and along the way people have told us to kill them if you see them. Like I took a video of one once and people were commenting like, you know, these guys are a pest, they're ruining, you know, the ecosystem. Um, so, and apparently they're good eating. So we just went on a bit of a killing spree one day and, and gave it a go and I, I learned how to actually cut the spikes off, the spines off. You guys would have loved it. We just slaughtered like dozens of fish. It was amazing. You're honorary there Americans. There was blood everywhere. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. That sounds great. So, yeah, you can eat license. License, license to kill. Yeah, just some explosives. So, how how do you cook them? Do you just throw them on the stove, yeah. or do you ever like deep fry fish, like all different kinds? Well, we don't have a deep fryer. We pretty much just fry it. We ceviche recently. Ceviche? Do you know about ceviche? Yes. No. Yeah, Amazing. we get we get into that a bit. Best thing in the world. All you need is lemon juice or lime juice, depending what country you're in. Add oh, some raw fish. Has to be fresh. <laughs> Shove it in a bowl. Lemon juice, and it just cooks the meat. Like the citrus just cooks it. It's really good. It's tremendous. Yeah. It's really really nice. All right. So you that guys. That sounds like honestly the best part of the whole thing is fresh food, food like that every. Do you night. ever eat any fish raw? <clears throat> oh, like gollum. Yeah, well, so, so a CJ. Gollum. Gollum. Me precious. Wiggling. Have you guys seen Lord of the Rings? It's it's kind of new. <laughs> it's fantastic. No, no, 
no, we, we've seen that. We've seen that. Well, yeah. I have it. I, ha- I turned it off after the first 30 minutes. Oh, you did. Oh, 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 oh. Get her off the show, Riley only. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. It's mm. worse. Babe, oh. you should have known that. Beautiful story. Sorry, I think I trampled over you a second ago, Woody. What were you saying? I was going to ask him. So, you guys are on land a lot, but you're not always at what I'd consider civilization, right? Sometimes, I mean, like you go shopping in unair conditioned grocery stores and stuff like that. When you go to places that are more built up, what are the things that you look for? Like, what are you targeting? Like, oh, yes, this place has this real toilets. (laughs) Yeah, movie theaters. So down down the Caribbean islands, the, the, the chain of Caribbean islands, every maybe third one, I don't, don't, I don't quote me on that, but every now and then you come across a French one, which has just got amazing bread, amazing cheese, and amazing wine. And you walk into some of these stores and cured meats, and you're just like, oh, it's just amazing. What? Yeah. So when we get to a civilized, you know what, even when we come to a, like a built-up sort of place, you would think that we would like... I've grown out of the whole liking a nice shower and oh, don't get me wrong, I do love a nice shower. No, but we don't buy it. You don't need, Stinky. You don't need one. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. just needs her <laughs> sea salt deodorant once every other day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I sort of look. I look for um, like social media things. I love. Yeah, they're not listening. They're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, I was I'll <laughs> I don't know. I like social things. Like it's it's rare to find a group of people at one place all together when you're in these deserted places. So when we get to a place like that, I love meeting people. I love hearing their stories. So that's what I look for. Elena's 22. She loves to party. She's like she's you know still drinking and carrying on like a like a 22 year old. I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say a, a pork a pork chop, but that was a, that's an Australian saying, I think. So I yeah, that makes no sense it, to me. Yeah, that doesn't translate. <laughs> Carrying, carrying on like a pork chop. He called you a yeah. pig, as far as I can tell. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> it's not, not always camera. about partying. I like this. I just like the social side of things, and that just happens, you know, to involve alcohol sometimes. But there are certain events that don't. And and people your own age. So sometimes, uh, Elena would like to would prefer to be around uh, not cities, but places where you can catch up with. People your own age, yeah, girls yeah. in particular. Well, because, sailors are mostly old. Yeah, so old dudes. Which I, like, old I love hanging out with it. Like, I've, you can learn a lot off, and you know they're pretty funny. These old guys that have been kicking around on boats for however many years on end. I do love them too. Yeah, you do, but, but I need, you know. Yeah, I, I can, I could sort of hang out with that crew for a fair while. Whereas, yeah. if if you were to stereotype these old dudes, right? Like these guys, I'm picturing them to be early gray hair right like 50 years old they've been kicking around forever yeah divorced yeah like that's where i was headed peg leg describe their life story that led them up to their seafaring lifestyle how did these guys end up where they are predominantly so i would say you've got your single-handed sailors which is sort of the guys that you're describing but far and away it's um uh, elderly couples that have, have just sort of retired or, yeah. you know, they've done quite well so they've retired a little bit early yeah. and they're, you know, cruising around doing what they've been planning for the last 20 or 30 years. So a, a lot of the times their story is just beautiful. They've finally made it and they're just ecstatic to be wherever they are. 
Now, how long have they been doing it? Are these guys still in the honeymoon phase of cruising, or are they like, you know, they made the right call? They're they're beyond honeymoon, but then they're beyond it being difficult. They've learned to make it easy for themselves as well. Yeah, they're doing that. Money seems to help a lot. Uncomfortable invitations from a salty sailor guy for you to go on his boat for a party or anything like that that you had to turn down? Because you, you thought he was crazy. What was that? Any like no. uncomfortable, like a salty seaman is like, oh, you know, come over to my boat. We're throwing a big one tonight. And then you'd be like, oh, no thanks. Like creepy people that invited you over to their boat. The first thing that just came to my mind was when we were in Cape Verde, um, you know, that old guy on the yellow boat, he wanted to watch movies with us. And he was on this tiny little boat like this big. And he was a bit, you know, he'd been single-handed sailing for years and years and years. He was he'd done a lot of drugs. He had men's sails. He was so nice. Yeah, but he was a bit weird though. <laughs> but you didn't want to watch movies with him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch movies in his. It was yeah. Anyway. It was a really nice offer. <laughs> <laughs> so what movies did he want to Never watch? With? Me. I don't uh, know. He said he had a hard drive with thousands on. Debbie does. A hard drive with thousands on them. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to be a thousand and one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But other than that, I have never been really creeped out by someone asking us to come on their boat. They're generally pretty normal. Mm. I've never met a group of people that I could speak more highly of. They're so helpful. They're just so nice, inviting, welcoming. They're open-minded. Very open-minded. That comes, I think, with tra- these guys have been traveling for a long time. I think that comes with that. And they're just, yeah, overwhelmingly helpful. They're like, if I've ever got any sort of issue, they're just, they come in hordes. They're like, yeah, no, we'll, we'll help you out. Particularly being like, younger, they're just so keen, so keen to help. Really awesome people. So in some ways, your lifestyle is really, really inexpensive, right? You're like buying groceries at third world countries with favorable exchange rates and stuff like that. How often, but, but money solves a lot of problems too, right? You know, you're, some sale is tipping over a line breaks and it's expensive to ship it to you. But if you had tons of like, do you ever find you run low on money to do the sorts of things you wish you could do or the things you want to do are next to free? So sometimes it's repairs, sometimes it's activities. Are you like, do you need more money? Hang on, what was the what was the question? Do we need money? How to often proceed? are you are you short and, on and cash? Would that make life better? Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. Well, you said it better than I did. How would money make life better? Initially, cash was a huge problem. Yeah. Then I went back and got some work, and now we're making money off the internet. So it's you know it's always a problem and. Boats are just wildly expensive. Yeah. It's just insane. Like, it's almost. I think I had a friend talking. All my friends are getting married now, and they're like, "Oh, if you if you're going somewhere, if you're trying to organise a wedding, it's like triple what you would imagine it would be." And it's the same with boats. So I found it's yeah. like they just start. They just whack another zero on there, and they're like, "Oh, you know, that's uh, you've got a boat, like." You must be rich. And um, when we first, when we were first starting and we were making a lot of mistakes and breaking things, it was costing a lot. Like we just heard our bank accounts just going, you know. Uh, that was the now, other time, apart from my boat filling up with water, that was the other time I was going to throw the towel in. But I just, I was losing money at such an incredible rate. I was like, this is just. What not kind of expensive mistakes were you making? 
Elena, would you like to tell them about the time you shredded, shredded the heads up? Yes. Uh, no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on watch at night time and um, I heard the head sail making a rather loud noise. It just sounded like one of the sheets wasn't pulled tight enough. And, um, you know, so I pulled it tighter. Anyway, I made the same noise again. I pulled it tighter and Riley popped his head out because he was asleep downstairs and he was like, well, what's that noise? And I was like, oh, it's just a head sail. You know, it's a bit loose. It's coming undone. He was like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden it just sort of started going like bananas. And what had happened was... We're, uh, we're in the Gibraltar Strait, did you say that? That time when they asked us, like, were there any times when we questioned what we were doing? The Gibraltar Strait for me was when I was like, what am I doing on a boat? I've got, you know, no clue what I'm doing. Why am I here? This is the worst thing ever. That is a crazy stretch of land, uh, water. You've got hot water from the Mediterranean leaving, cold water from the Atlantic coming in, which causes turbulence. Then you've got the rock. Can you see my hands there? The rock of Gibraltar <laughs> like this. And then in Morocco, you've got the same thing. So the wind, if it's going one way, it just, it just howls through this strait. And it's just... Anyway, hectic weather and I uh, overrolled the head sail, which caused a uh, hourglass air bubble. So this air bubble was stuck up the sail and it was, it, you know, it got really big. It grew, it ripped out more of the sail and it just started flapping and it, and it, it sounded like it was going to rip off what was there. So Riley, you know, got out the knife and he was nearly going to cut it and I was like, don't cut it. Like, we can try and figure this out and, you know... No, you couldn't just pull it down. Sort of, no, nah, it was. Well, it, was it turns up. out, it's, oh. if you, if you had a herder, if it's night time, it's blowing forty knots of breeze, and it's dark, and I've got a knife in my mouth, going, "I'm gonna cut it down." <laughs> and <laughs> Elena's going, "No, no, don't do that." And it's it, honestly, it's it scares the shit out of you when you're there, and you're not. You're probably not thinking a hundred percent straight, so it turns out there's there's a reasonably easy way to get out of that, which I didn't know. We eventually figured it out. Elena figured it out. Thank you. I caused the problem, but I solved it, so it's all right. But it did cause a bit of damage, so that was a bit, you know, a pretty big cost. We had to get that sorted while we we're in Gibraltar, and you know, yeah, Gibraltar. Do you fix the sail or get it's a new almost, one? We fixed it. Fixed it. Sewed it up. We, put, we paid someone to fix it. Oh, we can't. We don't have a big industrial sewing machine on board, so that job was a little out of our league. But it's almost like, particularly early, um, it, yeah, the costs were just stacking up. That's a huge problem that you would have to surmount if, like, when you initially buy the boat. Especially but now we're making experience. less mistakes, and it's sort of like, yeah, get that nice cheese, or get that, or you know, buy that for yourself. It's, we're not under that pressure anymore. Which is great. Yeah, someone like I like I said, I've read about this and stuff. The boat, so a home is in like a constant state of deterioration. You know, every fifteen years you need a new roof. Every whatever five years you need new paint. A boat is like that, but it's like every month there's another thing that wore out, <laughs> that that rotted, that it, it, it especially when it's in the water. You know, if you're if you have it on land, when they're not doing something. Yeah, yeah, there's always some oh, maintenance. It's, 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 it's crazy. But I think also houses in Australia, I don't know if America's the same, the same way, but houses go up in value, whereas boats go down in value and break and fall apart. And That's rot, a universal truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kyle knows all about that. <laughs> it, 
there are space boats that depreciate. It, it, no matter no matter where you are in the universe, that's that 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 uh <laughs> that equation is true. Yeah, but you I'm guys gonna, seem to have broken the the mold. With, uh, Do you want to go, Taylor? Uh you you can go. I I'll just I, I I don't know I, where I was headed was you guys seem to have broken the mold on that whole happiest two days in a sailor's life thing. You know that you've heard this before: the day they buy it and the day they sell it. You've had yeah for sure better days than that. Like it, most people, I I think it's even fair to say most people end up regretting their boat purchase more than half. But I don't think you're in that. And that's it. Category. Go no, ahead. we're definitely not. We're, we've had some like crazy good times, but we've all, we're also pretty fortunate in the situation that we find ourselves now in, where we can make money off the internet. So, yeah, it's one thing that I'd like to introduce more in the future into our videos is the tough times, and also maybe I really don't want to. Um, like caution people against it and we're all about there's such negative stuff in the news and everywhere but we Elena in particular is like would like to be an inspiration to people and that's what we sort of keep hearing so I don't want to be a bit of a downer or a buzzkill or whatever but there are some extraordinarily tough times and money in particular is very difficult and I would I personally would find it difficult to deal with this if someone particularly a young person bought a boat and they're like, well, you said it was going to be easy and you did this and you did that. And I'm like, oh, man, it's not. It's <laughs> so hard. It's, uh, so I would like to introduce that in the future. And I've actually recently composed a series of questions that I'm going to ask other captains of boats that we've met and we're going to sort of interview them and then uh, do a bit of a video about that and have them sort of hopefully what I've guess they'll say is yeah it's expensive and yeah it's hard and you've got to do your own repairs and you're working every day and, and stuff like that to give people more of a, an idea about the other side of things huh. I, I I wanted the chance to say that I don't know how to give you internet advice without acting like some sort of dick but I've been at this for a while so uh, take it for what it's worth all your social media interactions, right? This is your Twitter, your YouTube, your Facebook or whatever needs to do one or more of these three things. Each one should educate, entertain, or connect, right? Those are the three things you're doing with your videos. You educate, entertain, or connect. If you're not doing one of those, then, then you're probably boring them, you know? Educate, entertain, and connect. And and when you put it together, when you edit it, you can think to yourself like, ah, oh, you know, is this going to bring me closer to my fan base? Is this going to, you know, is my fan base getting something out of this in education or entertainment? Like those are the things. And then the other one is schedule. Um, if like oh, I, I know you, you guys don't watch TV, so this might not work on you. But it's something I've told people. Like you know, if, if I say, hey, your favorite TV show is Seinfeld right? That's your favorite TV show. You love it. Every week you look forward to it, except I'm changing things up now. Now, sometimes Seinfeld's on Tuesday morning and sometimes it's on Friday nights and sometimes it's on Thursday afternoons. Go follow Seinfeld. And it makes it so much harder where, you know, it, yeah. like Jenna Marbles, I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's like giant on YouTube. She would sing 
in her videos, the very end, new videos every Wednesday. I can't sing, so I'll, I'll let you slide. <laughs> but um, but it was there, you know. And and you know, for people who get into her videos, they know, like they sit there and click on refresh on Wednesdays, waiting for that upload. Whereas you guys, what I do is I click on my subscription tab to see if I missed anything. And usually, you know, if if it's been a while, it has. You know, I go back. I'm like, oh look, there was one three days ago. You know, I wasn't on top of it. So educate, entertain, I, and connect. And I haven't schedule. really watched any of your. I've watched a maybe one video before you guys hopped on, just to get a feel for it. Do you make video of like the whole killing the fish and cooking it process, stuff like that, or is it all just like different? Like it's it. So do you include the gruesome stuff like that? Because that would be really interesting to watch you just come up with like a lobster between your teeth and then just hack it down and start <laughs> cooking it like that. That'd be great. That would be captivating a, for a, me. A, yeah. 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 So we're missing a, a key target audience here, Elena. The knife you won't see actually entering the brain of the fish. Um, it's so, it's more of like it's more like once the fish is dead and we've washed the blood away, there'll be a bit of filleting happening, maybe. Uh, yeah. But maybe we'll get into. Uh, maybe we have to start another channel. Yeah, yeah. Get a, <laughs> get a beginning of the fish because it feels more real and more like, wow, they really are out in the middle of fucking nowhere if you just fillet it from the beginning. Like, you know, this fish didn't come with no head like the one at the supermarket. Like, I, I removed that. I don't know. Yeah, I think you got to be careful, sort of though, because your audience will start to, to, to relate to the fish. They'll start to like the fish if they get to know it too much before it's dead. Uh, we ran into something kind of similar to this. We, oh, had chicken. we had a chicken in our in our survival. We went on a survival trip. Went on to the forest. five day There's trip. We didn't bring any food, but we yeah. brought a live chicken. Yeah, and at some point, you know, uh... we have to we have to kill and and butcher the chicken, and and that went down. <laughs> I have never killed a chicken before. I, I'm not even going to bring it up, but let's just, I, I will say this, the, the audience didn't like it that much. I, I feel like a lot of people out there were like, oh, you could have you could have spared him, but, you know, we, we didn't. Yeah. It was him or me. That's how I saw it, too. Yeah. Well, you know, yet they all eat chicken for dinner, but they just don't want to see it killed. Well, this well, was exactly. surprised to hear you say that, Alana. I, thought I you would personally have been very never chicken. kill a chicken myself. I don't have it in me. I'm not like that. I believe all... You would, however, oh, hang around with one for four I minutes. It. <laughs> 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 I had chicken for lunch, you know. It's they are dumb animals. Uh, yeah. Go, go four days without food, and then you'll be like, you know what, chicken? I'll kill you. Yeah, you'll be inventing reasons to hate it. <laughs> Look at you sitting there fluttering your wings. Everyone <laughs> else befriended that chicken. Woody was just always looking at him. He he never got past his his initial like hate for chickens. <laughs> it was it was like. It was like one of those movies where, like, it's uh, it's a um, you know, it's a Holocaust movie, and, and all the the German guards at the uh, at the camp are starting to feel sorry for the little Jewish boy, and they're they're, they're you know they're all talking about maybe sneaking him out because Hitler's <laughs> the end is near, you know. They're I'm a Nazi in this story. <laughs> but they, we're all Nazis, but then there's this one like Nazi colonel, like Colonel Landa type motherfucker that really believes in the final solution, and that's Woody. And despite the fact that all the other guards, myself, um, Chiz, and Patrick are all like, come on, sir, he's not as bad as the rest, and now we're British instead of German for some reason. <laughs> it's not as bad as the rest, sir! But but Woody was just intent on hacking that head off, and, and, and that little Jewish boy, I mean the chicken just... 
just got. I had a chicken, a machete, and an empty belly. It was meant to and be. And then you guys boiled the shit out of it. <laughs> yes. Ruined it. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not often that I admit failure, but I, I will say I I boiled the shit out of that chicken, didn't I? I, mm -hmm. I was just afraid. You know, when you're in a scenario where like that, where, where you got one chance to do something. And undercooking means po food poisoning. It's like really that did that chicken yeah. have salmonella? It was a free-range, healthy chicken. Where do you think salmonella comes from? Uh, living in their own poop. No, know. no, it's just the nah. It's the bacteria that grows on the butchered chicken when it's on the countertop. Yeah, yeah, mm. I'm with Kyle with it. I would, yeah, I would have guessed you guys are right. Yeah, but I made they it also up. tell you not to eat raw cookie dough because you can get salmonella, and everyone knows that's horseshit. Um, most of the time it is, but it's possible. You know, if the eggs are left out exposed and then salmonella the or yeah. E. coli or whatever. <laughs> yeah, lots of bad. Yeah, That's how we week. sort out the people that need to be uh, final yeah. solutioned. People who get salmonella and <laughs> people with that peanut cup? allergies. <laughs> Did you take another sip from your cup? It's him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, cup. he's got a mug with a picture of himself on it. <laughs> Actually, you have two <laughs> cups with a picture of yourself on it. You think I've only got two? That's cute. <laughs> oh, you can. I mean, I mean, the first, I got. I mean, I got sent two or three by fans, but I. I mean, I had a collector's set long before anybody else thought it was funny. Uh, my wife made me a plate of cookies. I'm gonna get me one. I've got some. Nice. Uh, I got some. I got. I got some blueberry pound cake over here. I have. I don't have any snacks. Cliff Hutchinson, attorney at law. Oh, we've got. Can I? Should I show them our little picnic that we've got set up? We've it was got so like, yes. we went, no, let, let's tell them the backstory first because we went to the supermarket. We're like, all right, you know, let's get a bottle of wine. We'll get, you know, some snacks, whatever. We haven't even eaten dinner. And I'm always, Riley does not know, you know, how to be somewhere on time. I'm sorry, baby, just don't. And I'm always, I do not like to be late. I'd rather show up an hour early, but like, rather than five minutes after, whatever. And we're in the late. supermarket and the line was long and I was like, we're going to be late. We're going to be late. Anyway, we rushed home. We didn't have time to eat, and this is, this is what's happened. But also, we fortunately for us, because we don't get to do this very often, we uh, got to book a hotel room for the night, just to, just so that we could have internet to talk to you guys. But this is the that's the sort of the picnic that we've got set up in the background there. Oh, and nice. there's, wow! There's our, there's our very own chicken. Yeah. <laughs> So that's where we've been sneaking off to. Oh, is that what you guys do when you hop off camera? You're, you're eating? We're in there. That and doing, you know, the, the acid. And that in the air. I can't imagine anything worse than tripping while being in the middle of the ocean on a right? little boat. I, I was wondering that about your, not necessarily the illegal drugs, but the legal drugs. Like, you guys carry your own pharmacy with you in case of emergency? You self-diagnose and take some penicillin or something like how does that work we have a very basic medical kit on board we haven't really needed to use it yet touch wood um but i don't know we're not well i know oh me. we I'm had to really when you for... got the um mosquito disease yeah, yeah. yeah. chicken gun yet some hardcore painkillers that we got from are there any places you visit any countries um localities or um or anything like that that you would just advise others to completely avoid was there a place you went where you're like what the fuck did we stop here for we should have went that way another yeah. three hours and there would have been white people bullshit place you've ever been did you say with white people yeah. <laughs> is that what you I don't said? Think you said that no what did i hear i don't know 
I don't know either. Anyway, the uh-huh. most bullshit place you've ever been. <laughs> Albania. Yeah. Uh. What's wrong with Albania? Albanians. It's just, oh. it's just shit. Like there's um there's to the north you've got Croatia and Montenegro, which are both just absolutely hey. beautiful. Oh, but you're gonna say shit as well. No, they're be- <laughs> they're beautiful. I'm using them as an example All of right. why Albania is cool. so shit. Yeah. And then to the south of there you've got Greece. And just if you just don't stop, like Albania is just so shit. But that's you're, you're talking from sailors, you know, point of view. There was no facilities. No, well, I went inland as well. I just think the whole place is just completely avoidable. So was it, that the place that had the worst locals, Albania? Like the locals, uh, shitty. Yeah, what makes a place garbage? Like, is it just bad snorkeling or expensive groceries? Nah, nah. So the the port. The port, so this is subjective, it's uh, to do with the yacht. The port was completely industrial, but then uh, the customs officials were impossible. The, uh, like, and I mean, y- you've got to hire an agent, and then the agent is, whilst he's there, he's still trying to stiff you. Mm-hmm. So his initial fee, and then, and you know, and, and that just, it just escalates from there. You've got to... And it's not even a good place to go to, so you're like uh, getting your pants pulled down. Yeah, it's, it's all, the whole place is just terrible. <clears throat> and when you go oh. inland to the to the capital city, that's just shit as well. Another thing you guys <laughs> never mention, like when I when I read about other blue water guys, they um, always seem to have a problem with the other traffic, right? Like they're waking up every fifteen or thirty minutes looking for oil tankers and stuff like that. You guys have never mentioned that problem. Do you just roll the dice or? Do they overstate it? Do you have some tool? Like, how come you're not always worried about getting run over by a cruise ship? Well, when we were in like areas like the Med, you're gonna talk about Jack. You can't talk about Jack again. No, no, no. You can oh, talk Jack about Jack. No, it, we're all cool with. Yeah, we. Oh, I mean, we oh, we oh, miss he just, him. He fell asleep once. <laughs> I love Jack. He fell asleep once. He didn't miss a ship. He missed land. But yeah. there, there's a thing called AIS, which is automatic. I don't even know the name of it. We couldn't get ours connected because of a Australian bureaucratic. You need to pay money. You need to do get a, a license. Do a radio license to get a number to and pay money to. And I wasn't in Australia, so it was impossible for me. Anyway, we don't have an AIS, which basically just puts up little blips on the screen. So, oh yeah, there's a freighter coming at so you can thirty see knots directly at you. Probably time to alter course. So we still don't have that. So. We're supposed to wake up every 15 minutes, but single-handed sailors don't do that. If you're by yourself, you you need to sleep. So we just go to sleep. Roll the dice. (laughs) I mean, what are the (laughs) that you're going to intersect, right? You know, you're probably good. Very, very small. Very small. I mean, If we're in a busy place, both of us are waking up. Like, you know, it'll either be him or I who have popped their head up and, you know, I don't wake up. I know you don't. I'm awake a lot of... The time during the night because I know you're asleep and I'm like, like a meerkat. You can't. You might get struck by lightning. You might get bored by pirates. Oh, you know. Do you guys have heat and a, air? Heat and air conditioning? You got to. Le- no. Neither. No, no. You, you, we definitely do, we don't we definitely don't need heaters. And well, we did in November in Europe. That was freezing. Well, we had five blankets on outside. That was that was ridiculous. But. Since oh, then, I had we five really... blankets on outside. I slept downstairs. Thank you, darling. 
And you don't, you don't have air conditioning either? No, nah, that's nah. I would probably that'd be the one thing that I would probably get. Uh, like I would say, don't get a washing machine. Don't get definitely don't get a dishwasher. Don't get. Um, there's, a, there's a whole list of things that you probably wouldn't get, but air conditioning would be very very nice. We only recently just got like a really a, a cool fan. You know. Yeah, we only just got a fan. <laughs> and it very, has just made life very basic. So and much like, better. We installed it. We just like, oh my. God, that's amazing. You yeah. devoted like seven minutes of video to that fan. Like, yeah, <laughs> we, it, it was that good. We probably, probably underplayed like, it. Like it, this it is has... the fan installation. This is what the fan's going to do. Here's a shot of Riley enjoying the fan in action. He's <laughs> laying down. It's like that every day. We still lay on the bed. We're like, how did we not have this for, you know, the Forever. Yeah, Elena will give me one of these looks every now and then. Like, is that all we had to do? And yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit behind the times with some things. What? How about internet access? Do you have a satellite of some sort, or do you only have it on land? We just got. We just got a new sat phone, but before then, before now, um, where is it? I don't know, babe. But you should probably take your headphones off before you go walking around. <laughs> so yeah, we got a sat phone. It's it's called an Iridium Go. Yeah. But anyway, you can get you get there's not much data, so you get compressed emails. And I called my dad today because he's meeting us in the Galapagos. He got so excited. He opened the new <laughs> sat phone. And he was like, Dad. Oh, he's like, like it's five o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I got the sat phone. He's like, very, very good. I said, oh, I'll, I'll call you later. Well, you wouldn't have had that problem if you'd had an MVMT watch. Have you heard about the MVMT watches? Best goddamn watches in no, the nation. Uh, yeah. They haven't heard of Breaking Bad. They haven't heard of MVMT watches. <laughs> oh, well. I'm currently downloading season four of Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Re- uh, wait, no you're not spoilers. downloading it on that compressed internet. Oh, you're downloading it there at the hotel, maybe? Yeah. yeah. We really yeah. make the most of the uh, hotel internet. Good. Anyway, Kyle, MVMT yeah. watch? Yes, yes, back to the watches. As hosts, we get sent stuff all the time. Sometimes it's a hit, other times not so much. Well, Movement sent us some watches the other day, and I have to say, these are totally a hit. It's like when you get something new and everybody at work keeps asking where you got it. Now, I've got the black on black one. It's right here, actually. Yeah, I like this one. I got mm-hmm. the, uh, the black on black one. Uh, Movement watches were founded on the idea that stylus watches uh, don't have to be expensive. By selling online, they're able to cut out the middleman and give you the best possible price. Movement watches start at just $95. At a department store, you're looking at four to $500. Uh, you'll, get sh- you'll look sharp in the office or going out at night. There's no hassles. Just order online with free shipping, free returns, and 24-month warranty. Join the movement by saying no to big brand retail markups. Go to mvmtwatches.com slash pka today and they'll give you 15% off your entire purchase. That's mvmtwatches.com slash pka. Nicely read, Kyle. Yeah, I actually like this watch. Well, I'm intrigued. It's a wonderful watch. He memorizes all of those before every show. I write them. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't. Don't, I should, I should start. What I should start doing though is like rewriting them in the style of George R. R. Martin. We oh. had a guest. 
We had a guest like three or four weeks ago. He was gay, and he absolutely fell in love with Kyle during the ad read. He's like, he's just like, well, I could watch you do these ads all day long. You know, and he just, he went on and on. Your face is so symmetrical. I was just staring at you during the ad. <laughs> Milo really likes me. Uh, yeah, Milo really He was a huge me. fan of Kyle. Yes. Of, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I enjoyed watching that unfold. Yeah. Has, yeah. He, has he ever been to a paintballing uh, expedition? No, no. Um, he, uh, he's, uh, no, he hasn't. Never met him in real life or anything. We just we had him. Uh, he was a guest on here what three weeks ago? Ah, uh, a guest, not a fan. Yeah, he's a big. Um, yeah. I don't know. He's a big outspoken. So he's very openly gay, very flamboyant, but he's very politically conservative, and so that's kind of the 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 very uh, interesting yeah, cool thing that's about the rub. interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's the rub. And uh, he's uh, he's really outspoken. He's really popular on the internet, or at least um, and gets a lot of news. attention on the internet. Like, whenever, whenever they need a subject area expert on like feminism or the wage gap or something like that, people like Fox News, CNN, or MSNBC will get him on as they're like, you, you see him, you know, like they're talking heads that debate one side, and they just pull in experts and then they let them argue. He'll be one of those guys. Yeah, right. I like him a lot. The, the walking uh, contradiction. So yeah. everybody's got to say about the whole thing. Yeah, he, uh, he's very well-spoken. It would be supremely difficult to out-argue him. But he's got a soft spot for Kyle. Maybe you could do it. Yeah, I did out-argue him. He tried, <laughs> he tried coming up in here saying The Princess Bride was a shit movie. Fuck him. <laughs> it was like I had notes on that. I watched The Princess Bride like a month before. That mouth Rob Reiner like that. Come on. <laughs> Okay, no, I, I was about to get into a conversation about that movie, and nobody wants to hear a conversation about that movie that came out. <laughs> if you're out there, you've never ago. seen The Princess Bride, watch that shit. It's a fucking masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Time it with your movie never, watch. Never seen it, but I might download it tonight. How does that sound? Oh, I don't know. There's there's better stuff that you could be downloading, and you're on borrowed time as it is. You know, That's true. Like, like if, break bad. I mean, if you can only... All right, well, that, here's, a, here's a cool thing to ask you guys. Like, mm. if, if we've missed out on, on... Well, let's just say that we've missed out on everything in the last three years. Give me one thing from each of you that you would like us to, to download tonight, be it movie, computer game, uh, or book, or documentary. Are you familiar with Game of Thrones? Uh, I'm, that's the other one that I'm downloading. Yeah, that is, that's awesome. Okay, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's that's the best sh best thing that's been made in say the last five years. I'm gonna say I'd say it's Breaking Bad is there on, too. On my They're both list. A level shows. I think it's better than Breaking. It's 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 just better. It's I don't know. Breaking Bad's so good, technically speaking. Like like we've talked about this at length, but um, Game of Thrones is super good. And if you'd like comic book stuff, um, uh, like superhero stuff. Uh, they made a thing on Netflix, like a ten-episode uh, TV show about Daredevil, which is a kind of a kind of a little-known Marvel superhero. It was very good too. It's the highest-rated thing, rated thing that's ever been on Netflix. Taylor, the highest-rated no, thing that's ever Tyler. been on Netflix. I don't want to watch a, a show about a blind superhero, a superhero who I wouldn't <laughs> want to be. That's that's why he's a great superhero. It's a <laughs> curse. If they were like, you can be Batman, I'd be like, yes, sign me up. You can be Superman, sign me up. You can be Daredevil. You can be blind and stop uh, minor uh, misdemeanors at gas stations. <laughs> no, fuck you. I'm not going to go blind. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be. A, a, a full monitor. 
<laughs> yeah, a whole much, just very minimal crimes, vandalism and loitering are your yes. specialties. Hey, you're, you get out of here. you're not the strongest guy at the gym, but you're curiously but strong you for your builds. Yeah. Strongest guy at the gym. All right, so what's your recommendation then? Mine or who are you talking to? One of you. Whoever I'll go. Over. I'll go. You know, I, so I recommended Occupy. It's either Occupy or Occupied, and um, it's it has subtitles. Although I suspect you guys will be fine with that. And uh, it happens in the near future, and Norway gets occupied by Russia. And you see, like, the, the very tricky and subtle, like, political moves as it escalates from, like, oh, they're just here to make sure we make enough oil to, like, holy smokes, this is an invasion. And uh, it is so compelling. I uh, ruined my sleep schedule for that show. And just to, to binge watch it. And then I mentioned yep. it on this show a couple of weeks ago, and I've just been getting like floods of positive feedback from people who watched it because I said to. So it's either Occupy or Occupied. I could look it up. I think that you should get Castaway, Jaws, and Open Water just as a constant <laughs> yeah. reminder of what's there. The slightest no, error. No. Captain Phillips, too. If you like cartoon shows that are pretty off the wall and fucking weird, Rick and Morty is a good one. And that's a different... Well, that's, on one of our, that's on one of our episodes. We're watching He's it. only watched one, Riles. You can't expect him to know that. Okay. Rick and Morty. Good oh. Year. You should definitely download those. Actually, for your schedule, you'll probably just finish watching it when they come out with the new season. Because they do like a year <laughs> and a half breaks between seasons so you've got two to catch up on rick yeah, and morty show. is a really strong pick uh, i will warn you it's less content than you think you think you've got two seasons and you're like yeah you know and you you binge watch it and then you realize every episode is like 18 minutes long and it's a year and a half between shows and mm -hmm. you, you quickly it's like when you've got a full bag of goldfish and you convince yourself for the first like hour like there's going to be more in here next time you reach <laughs> it there's going to be more in and then eventually before you know it you've squandered them eating them all too quickly and they're gone it's yeah. that that's perfect for rick and morty that's how that goes Squ mm -hmm. yes. squander your cheese. how do you squander goldfish like you didn't chew it thoroughly enough <laughs> i, I only oh, chewed have that you ever, little... ever done that with cheese it's or chips or something like you have a big mouthful of them and you're really enjoying it and then you swallow it before it's like chewed enough and you're like well what am i doing now like i didn't <laughs> even this is bad for me and i'm rushing it i do it, it with popcorn like I take big handfuls. I enjoy the full kernels, and then in no time, I'm left with like popcorn—not dust, but crumbs. I'm eating crumbs of popcorn. I'm trying to convince myself that the half-popped kernels are also popcorn, but they're not. And oh, that end of the bowl denial. Yes. Like this is good too. This is a little side to tear it off. And they're so hard never, to eat, but you just do it anyway. Yeah. I've never done that. I always chew my goldfish. Good. Riley oh. inhales his food. That is. Hilarious. We've got nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs> what other snacks do you like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just list them. Yeah. Just... How you feel well, about uh, onions? Oh, I've got a, I've got a deliciously made bread roll, a thing of hummus. Riley's so weird. He uh, loves sandwiches, right? And like, even when we're on passage, like, I'm like, what do you want for lunch? What do you want for dinner? He's like, just make me a sandwich. I want a Vegemite sandwich, cheese, tomato, whatever. He loves sandwiches, but when we're, you know, on land, he'll go to the supermarket if he finds a really nice one. For example, like he said before, the French islands that have really nice ham and cheese and tomatoes, whatever. But he won't actually put the sandwich together, so he'll just, because he, he can't even wait till he gets home. So, you know, he'll just get on the boat and he'll 
throw the bag outside and you'll get the bread roll, he'll be dunking it in hummus, put the slam of cheese on for a bite and it's just it's just weird. He's, so he does not have the Vegemite? time to eat. Isn't Vegemite just salt? Like a salt spread, basically? Yes, yeah, salt. Yeah, I I believe it well it's made from um the byproducts of beer. What's your theory on why Vegemite hasn't caught on in the rest of the world? Why do you uh, think that might be? It's yeah. an acquired taste that I don't mm. think you could relate anything it's to progressive. Vegemite. Like, yeah, what? Everyone's lagging behind. <laughs> <laughs> you think that given enough time, America will adopt We're, this yeast and salt? Have you ever seen salt? that? Have you ever seen that movie <laughs> with Charlton Heston, like Soylent Green or whatever? Like, like I, Vegemite to me reminds me of some sort of futuristic food product that's really made out of people, and everybody's being fed it. Vegemite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen Vegemite. I've tasted it. That's that's not that's not good for you. Mm -mm. No, it's it's. Is it good for you? It's. Yeah, it is. Vit uh, vitamin B will help you with hangovers. I believe. I get plenty of vitamin <laughs> so it's great. B. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the uh, Vegemite's so great for the... in the open ocean. Have a couple of bottles of wine, then a couple spoonfuls of Vegemite. The next yeah, not, nothing like a go. bottle, nothing like a couple <laughs> bottles of wine and a couple uh, containers of Vegemite to really put the works to that chemical toilet <laughs> yeah, out there. You're gonna be thankful you have a manual <laughs> toilet after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Groins quite easily. You're gonna yeah. wish you had the bucket. <laughs> Christ, thank God we have two heads. <laughs> that was a great Aussie yeah, accent. That was a pretty good Aussie accent. But I'm not usually down with him, but you, you really nailed that. <laughs> I liked Steve Irwin growing up. He was my favorite. Yeah, I think he's gotta be like the most Thanks, beloved. Man. Uh, Australian ever, right? Like, is there anyone bigger than Steve Irwin that's that really? I mean, there's um, Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee, Dundee whatever uh, he is. Um, what's his name? I guess he was the precursor, but Steve Irwin really took Paul that Hogan. shit over. Paul Hogan, uh, yeah. You know, he produced Crocodile Dundee one, and like, he got a lot of points on the back, and it made him like uh, mil many millions of dollars. He never had to do anything ever again after that. Interesting thing about Kyle uh, whenever he sees no, no, a hit he, movie, he got, he, tax, he, he got he went bankrupt for not paying tax. Oh, that's the oh, wow. interesting oh, thing about Kyle. Whenever you, you mention a movie, he's very like he'll tell you uh, he'll tell you every time about the points on the back end. Like, oh yeah, Bill Murray got this many points on the back end. This guy's got this many. Oh, he got the pre-gross money. Yeah, yeah. You that need, always interesting. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't get you know like EBITDA, in, you know, uh, uh, profits because they'll just assign all the expenses from other movies into that one. You got to get the revenue. Kyle's on it. Yeah, that's always interesting. What are, what are points on the back end? What what is that? So um, there's a cut. There's two ways an actor could choose to be paid if he's a real A-lister and he's really sought after. So um, American Sniper uh, came out uh, what last year, won Best Picture, I think, um, or at least it was nominated. I don't recall if it won or not. But what what's that guy's name that's in it? Chris I, Kyle. Well, that's the real guy. That's the guy it was based upon. That was the actual. Oh, something Bradley, the actor's name. But Bradley Cooper plays him. Mm. And uh, rather than take a big payday up front, you know, say 10, 15 million, 25 million, whatever his quote is, to play this character, he said, no, 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 no. I want a percentage of the profits that this film makes because I believe in myself and I think I'm going to do something really good here and that, that, that this is going to, it's worth more to me to get paid that way. And if you're producing the film, you probably say, well, yeah, all right, that sounds good. You're telling me I don't have to pay you? All right, Unless let's do it's this, a hit. Bradley Cooper. Unless it's a hit. And it was a big hit. I don't recall the exact numbers, but he got 
he got a percentage of the gross and it made a couple hundred million dollars profit. So he, I think he made 50 million off that movie, something like that. Wow. 25%. Oh, he didn't get 25%. That would have been Uh-oh, he it, it was <sighs> my my numbers are probably wrong. He got 50 million, but he certainly wasn't getting 25%. It must have made more money. I don't know. I'll look it up right now and get the exact numbers. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, no, that that's a lot of money. Yeah. If I had like at that point, it's like, hey, we'll give you twenty-five million now, or you can make fifty million if you do it this way. It's like, that's so much fucking money. I don't care. Like when you hit a critical exactly. mass of like twenty million, yeah. it's like I'm gonna be able to do what everything I want. Yeah. yeah. If I were a billionaire, I would. I'd ruin people's lives just out of boredom. I'd buy sports teams and just move them to weird islands uh, where the fans hated it. Or just weird eccentric things. Hire whole, to Albania. To Albania, yeah. The Albania Yankees, be great. No, so uh, where where are the worst locals of anywhere you've met? Like the worst, the most unpleasant people. Like even if the place they live is great, the people themselves, where to avoid? I think I can't really. Alana, why don't you take this? No, one. no, no. I can't really name a place right now. But what I'm about to say will probably help me lead to my own answer. Um, the places where people sort of disrespect you is where you don't know their language, you know. And and you, sailing, you go from country to country, people speak different languages, you can't be expected to know every single language. So they just sort of look down on you for not being able to speak the language. We do a lot of charades. So I've found that those countries, which I can understand. That's why every country we've ever been. Bite the bullet <laughs> and tell them a know. place that you didn't like the people. Say Even it. if it's America. It wouldn't okay, be, I though. I would probably say, you know what? I loved Cape Verde. It's a bunch of islands off Africa. It's very isolated, very different from anything I've ever experienced before. It's a very new sort of culture. Yeah. Um, as, a, as a girl, I found it very uncomfortable walking around by myself. The men were very aggressive with how they approached you. I'd be, you know, I'd been followed around by men when Riley wasn't with me. <laughs> Um, I, don't, I don't know if you've been to um, either Portugal or um, I think Argentina and um, Brazil do it as well. They've got this thing where they hiss. So if they, and this is how, like, it's a cultural thing and that's cool, but it doesn't really, if when they're doing it to foreigners, it's really. They hiss at uh, you? Like, ab- <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, it's very abrasive when you hit, like, it's. And at and first I was like, is this, you know, what, the fuck what is that noise? Is and I realized it was coming from these men's So, So what does yeah. the hiss indicate? Like, I'm down if you are? Or, like... Yeah, yeah, it's it's the equivalent of honking a horn or something in, in Western. But That's they what they do because do they don't have cars. <laughs> 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 Not very receptive girls to catcalling. What is that? Is it a bug? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I found that very uncomfortable and it's a place, well, certain islands in Cape Verde I would not go back to, the ones that were more built up and it's sort of like the, they're sort of confused, like there's the American influence, I, my, like they've my, got the music, they've got the... My question for you is why you're so kind about this. You're like, you know, it's a very lovely place. A little rapey, a little rapey, but otherwise nice. 
because I try and see it from their perspective, you know. Like, I'm, I'm a white girl in their country. They don't see tourists very often. It's not a place that many people go to. Like, there's there's not regular flights going in and out. It's more Let me stop you there. Do you think, if, yeah. if, if, if a green person showed up nearby me, I wouldn't be like, you know, I don't see a lot of green people. <laughs> I want some green pussy. Come on. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I, I wouldn't just get rapey because, like, you know, there was, there was somebody new to me. Come on, break off some of that green pussy. Uh <laughs> I don't know. No, because where 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 they are in their culture, a girl would turn around and you know maybe hiss back and. I'd like to think she'd growl. That's how they propagate. I'd like to think she'd take the like the dog roll, like a grrr, and just cut that short. Uh, no, nah, it's I, awful. I hate this. I, I hate. I, I hate that. Why are you giving them that benefit of the doubt? Fuck them. They should be hissing at you. Because like you said, if they came to your country, if, if a beautiful woman from their country came and walked down an Australian beach, there wouldn't be a bunch of Aussies hissing at them. They yeah. wouldn't be over there slamming fosters and hissing at the brown chick. That wouldn't happen because you're decent people. Okay, but that, that might be to do with the level of education that they're lacking. It could be to do with a whole bunch of different reasons, <laughs> which, you know. Wow, still apologizing That's for the rapey. Rapey no culture one's over there. No one's ever done the rapist yet. We yeah. Got I, I'm educated. not going to lie. It's, you know, it's very No it's one raped up. anyone. No it's one got raped. Up. Like, <laughs> I hate it. And I, I was, I'm not, I don't know. I just, you should I hate it. You can't hate these That's a shitty people. thing to do to someone. No, but you can't travel, you can't travel into those countries and expect for things like that not to happen. And if you're going to yeah. get upset every time it does, then you shouldn't travel. I went yeah. to Puerto Rico and... Every step of the way, I felt like they were trying to rip me off constantly, just nonstop, like rip me off. You know, they'd be like, all right, um, you know, there's four of you and uh, we normally charge two bucks a person, but we'll just, uh, you know, group package 10. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I can't do four times two. Like it, every step of the way, they were just a lot of times it was math mistakes. Sometimes it was, I don't know, just. Yeah, they do take advantage high. of you. They, they just every step of the way and I still oh and then um so I, I went there for this I was a collegiate swimmer and we would walk to the pools and I swear if the girls weren't with all the guys they'd be in real danger like the, the guys were like hanging out of their cars and you know, honking and slowing down at like when they shouldn't be you know you it, know and on the on the whole education thing my friend Jeremy who can barely read and write would treat you like a complete gentleman if he met you for the first time. I guarantee it. There's no one I know who's less educated. You mean he wouldn't throw in even one rape hiss? No hisses? <laughs> no hiss? He, he would be a complete gentleman. It's, a, oh. it's, it's definitely well, a cultural thing. I don't kiss at women I'm unfamiliar with. Sometimes there are cultures sometimes there are cultures of assholes. And, and I mean, it, nobody has a pro problem saying the French are assholes because they're white. Nobody has a problem saying the French Canadians are assholes because they're white. But yes. but every time some brown people maybe do something that we're not comfortable with, we're like, oh, there's poor impoverished guys. Fuck. If only they had more, they would know not to do this to us. When you describe it like that. No more white guilt for me. I, I, I'm done with it. I, I'm done with it. So I don't do you like think if you gave them more money, they would just be Saudi Arabia? You know, la, 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 attacking and using well, better weapons? I, you just took it down an avenue I wasn't prepared for. Ah, I, here we go. I'm going to stand on what I said, and I'm going to let you go now. <laughs> no, no, no. walking down. <laughs> little, little training camps. I stepped out as far to the ledge as I care to go at, the, at this moment. Sissy.
No, I want to see this hill that you're both dying on. Keep going. <laughs> I, just, I just don't like that. I don't like apologizing for rude behavior of others. I don't like rude no, behavior. No, you're right. It's it's condescending, too, because then it's like, oh, no, he didn't know what he was doing. Like, he's, you know, we're people. Like Meanwhile, people, those guys know, are back there. Like, see like that, man? I fucking level. hissed at her. I gave her the <laughs> And they're, they're like, yeah, but man, you, you know got her good. You guys have, you guys have I don't know, uh, each of you, if you have done this yourselves, but you guys have been out of the country, you've experienced different cultures, and you know the difference between yours and another country. These people have never left the island. They've lived on their whole lives. They don't know any different. They barely have TVs, you know? They don't have a radio. Their music that they listen to is like from the So Fresh CD of freaking 1990. I wasn't even born in 1990, but, you know, it's very old shit. They're just, they're so far behind. And Rape was not okay in 1990 either. <laughs> no, no. It's if they're jamming out to 1890, you think it's a Bach, then I could get on board. But no, <laughs> like, like, just because they're jamming to to Vanilla Ice doesn't doesn't excuse their actions. Uh, no, but all they did all they did was hiss, and we found it offensive. But they no, they may I or feel. may not have considered it offensive when they were doing it. I'm sure that some of them did, and they <laughs> may have taken it out of control. There's also Maybe alcohol abuse. There's you know there's a lot of different things going on. They're not. There's a there's a whole group of dudes called the Groggers. There's this thing there called Grog, it's and it's, it's, it's just honestly, I, I've been to a few places and they're like, have the alcohol here, you know, you'll have two shots and you'll be passing out. You have two shots of this stuff and you are spastic. We do not remember a thing. We were driving the tender home and going around in circles, and we jumped on this other. French dude's boat and he was naked and then we jumped off again and then we went <laughs> this other place and there was... Anyway, the alcohol there is, is it's just... For real. Most, it's the good stuff. It's like potent, toxic. Potent. There's something else in there. Yeah. yeah, maybe there is. We have a bottle of it on board, but when, I don't think we're going to open it. We're so too scared to open it. Top yeah. Save that for a special occasion. You know, I, Taylor, I, I know this is kind of out of place for them because they don't know who this guy is, but I had this funny idea of you calling a poison control place as Quebble Cop and trying to explain the, to them that you'd been drugged. But every time they ask what drugs you took, you're like, no, 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 I didn't take drugs. I don't have to do this. I, I, I only have the drug that they gave me. Like, uh, Quebble Cop is one of our Danish friends, and I make fun of him sometimes because he takes drugs and then pretends that he didn't know the drugs were in whatever he was eating. <laughs> like, what he'll do is he'll, this like, he is told so us great. this story of like, oh, yeah, I was at this party, and I got drugged. And we were like, oh, that's crazy, man, because he's in somewhere where weed is legal and we were like what happened like they just fed you something you didn't know and he's like no they tell me that they are drugging the cookie and so i go over and i ate the cookie it's like, <laughs> Wait, so you didn't get drugged at all he, just, he gave you a cookie full of drugs and said here's the drug no cookie. that's not exactly it, it, what, yes i, I eat the drug cookie the, the way the story actually goes <laughs> is you know, that, like someone gives him a cookie and he for whatever reason he has a suspicion it's a pot cookie and he's like is this a pot cookie and they're like oh no it's not and he's, ah, okay. And then he eats the whole it's cookie. One of those huge house parties you go to where there's just trays of normal baked goods laying around. <laughs> you know, all those you go to. Like, no, of course. You're throwing a big rager and there's a tray of, you know, of snickerdoodles on the counter. Something's up. You know? <laughs> I liked that a lot. I, I really like him. I like him a lot. His, yeah. his accent makes everything funnier. Oh, yeah. You do it so well. I, I love listening to you do his accent. I like listening hey, to you. Time. 
do his accent better than than having him on the show. I would prefer it if you just did the accent for like 20 minutes of show and then we don't even need Quebble Cop. So we never have to have him back as a guest. I'll just pretend to be him, you know, once every three months. And I'd love that. I like having that. him as a guest. I'd like you to do like a Euro look when you're Quebble Cop, though, like really slicked back hair. Like... like a mesh shirt. Something <laughs> that they... Yes, like, like Mac. Something with the nipples showing. I like that. Nips and hips, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very tight yeah. jeans. I don't have any tattoos. I think that's European. Right? Uh, I don't know. When, when we were in Bonaire, that was a Dutch island, and there was a, we we met this guy that uh, recognised us, and he was like, and he was saying to us, "Oh, you must have lots of fun on the boat." Yeah. <laughs> 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 you must really enjoy the boat. Uh, yeah, they had like six extra vowels in the beginning. That like is that three or four A's? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to hear this. Who is it? Quibble Cop. Mm -hmm. Cop. Yep. Yeah. Really cool guy. Yep. Yeah. Yes. What do you uh do you sh when you shave out there? What kind of what's the kit like? What's your what's your shaving kit like out there in the, on the oceans? Uh, well, I've just got clippers. I'm running. Uh, is this is this going to another ad or? Of I've course just got it is. <laughs> Whoa! You two steps ahead. <laughs> Well, you're just way behind the game if you're still using clippers, my friend, because you guys have figured it out. I've discovered the key to an amazing shave. It's simple. That's exactly why Dollar Shave Club that's exactly what Dollar Shave Club does and why I'm a proud member, like millions of others. Dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA delivers amazing razors right to my door for a third of the normal price that those greedy razor corporation motherfuckers charge. Both my wallet and face finally get some relief. Joining dollarshaveclub.com means you can afford to shave with a fresh blade anytime you want, which feels fantastic. And for the smoothest shave ever. You want to use that Fresh Dollar Shave Club blade with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. That stuff's amazing. It's a clear shaving butter that lets you actually see what you're doing while you've got that razor stroking away around your genitals. You don't want a big creamy blur down there as you're, as you're shaving. <laughs> That's nonsense. It's not your average shave cream. It's great stuff. It'll leave your skin feeling soft, smooth, and moisturized. And your blade will just lie gently across your skin. No cuts, no nicks, no ingrown hairs. It's wonderful. If you want the most amazing shave possible, take it from me. Use a fresh Dollar Shave Club, Club blade and Dr. Carver's shave butter. Two reasons to join dollarshaveclub.com today. So use that link down in the description, dollarshaveclub.com slash PKA. And I, I really... The third reason to use the product? The third reason to use One the wipe product? Charlie's. Yeah, oh, that's where yes. I was headed with that. I, I feel like they don't pimp the one white chart. These things are a modern miracle, quite frankly. Right. Uh, so catch them up to what one white Charlies are. It's another <laughs> wonderful product offered by Dollar Shave Club. I don't know if they're good. Are they biodegradable? Can you be using those out in the oceans? Oh, they, everything's it's... biodegradable if you give it enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, eats that motherfucker. You ain't seeing it again. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. They say that they're flushable, so I, I guess. Yeah, are you going to collect your, like, shit wipes in a little bag and then so take them out later? Throw it over or just go, flush. Uh, what are you talking about? What are these things? It's, it's a, it's a wet paper. wipe. It's it, a wet wipe for your ass. It's kind of like a baby's diaper wipe, except that they're flushable. And it, so, so you can that go. That actually sounds like we could use it. Yeah, oh. they're very strong scented of mint, and uh, I don't know what the other scents are, but they're nice. They make you smell fresh down there. There's never a worry of a puncture through this. It's incredibly high grade, <laughs> or I guess low grade Kevlar. But 
Very <laughs> low grade Kevlar. No, in all seriousness, it, it is strong, and it's it's. I've used several of these products. It's the best one that there is. It's flushable, although probably not safe for a septic system. If if, you, if that's your situation, it's ocean safe though. It's Everything. ocean safe. That's for damn sure. And I'll say this: I feel like so. I'm I'm not experienced in sailing, but I am experienced in camping. And this like uh, baby wipe class of stuff is what every experienced camper brings. It doesn't have the same problems. Like you, you get so much as a heavy mist on a roll of toilet paper, and now you have like I don't know a brick of toilet paper or something that's not nearly like as it good. Just melt. Yeah, you know? yeah, it turns into it just falls garbage away. or something. But a baby wipe, if you think about how those things come in, that's the ideal thing. It, and it, it floats if you drop it in the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, oh. yeah, one wave Charlie's are outstanding. The whole Dollar Shave Club business thing that this is why they do a billion of sales every year. They're they're onto something. Yeah, Doctor uh, Tyler. I yeah. was I was gonna say before, mate. <clears throat> if you if your finger slips through, in Australia we call that, uh, or or you say I've struck mud. <laughs> I've struck mud. <laughs> I've struck mud. Ah, that's great. Do you yell that to your your fellow bar patrons in the bathroom there? <laughs> oh, I've struck, struck mud, mud again. <laughs> <laughs> Could use a one wipe, Charlie. <laughs> Some culture should call that a hole in one. It just seems like that would fit. That's what we say when we're having anal sex and, and we get a poop dick. You've struck mud. Yeah, I struck mud. <laughs> Just yell it back to everybody. An Australian accent, right? Yeah, I I yell it loud (laughs) enough for everybody else at the Ryan's to hear me. (laughs) Yeah, but that is a great product. I wish they would send more of those to us. More one wipe Charlies. Yeah, I would like that a lot too. I uh, I I like those. Um, I really like the blades though. I I genuinely only use those blades. Um, I use the razor. Um, That's that's what I've been using for I I guess over a year now. However long they've been our our sponsor, those are the only razors I've used. And I've had uh, the same pack of theirs for so long because I just don't barely use them. I but get so, so good. many. Um, I don't shave my face, but I shave everywhere else, just like a turtle down there. So <laughs> I go through a lot of those blades. Um, I do too, but I have an issue because I'm so hairy everywhere that it's just like a hairless island down there. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks like a, a sick dog. <laughs> <laughs> like just one spot shave. Girl, like, like when you shave down there and a girl sees, she thinks you had a surgery. She doesn't think you're trimming up for it. She's like, what happened? Yeah. Uh, you got to uh, do it. Now, have you ever considered doing like, like I don't know how big the, so so I don't have a lot of body, body hair, so it's not a big deal. I got the thing on my chest and, you know, normal places and stuff. But but you're a hairy guy. Would you prefer to be to have less body hair? Uh, I'm sure when I'm like 52 and it's just like like losing a game of risk, just encroaching everywhere, I'm going to be like, all right, I wish I wasn't this hairy. But for now, I'm fine. I still, my facial hair still grows like up to here and I look like a fucking maniac if I don't take care of it and keep it down. <laughs> awesome. But I'm fine with it, you know? Really? See, you, you, you've never considered doing anything about it. You, you, you're happy with it. You like it. Uh, I, I'm fine with it for now, but I can tell it's going to get out of control in like 20 years. Just so what do you think? This, have you ever given any thought to to, to either doing the um, the electro? What do you call it when they they got that thing? It pinches the hair the electrolysis and electrolysis or whatever. Electrolysis. There's electrolysis. There's the laser, which I believe is temporary or semi-temporary, and then there's of course waxing and shaving. I don't want to make a commitment like that. What if certain hair comes back into style? You know, mm. then suddenly it's like, oh, now look at this guy. 
old, you know, Billy No Pubes. And so you're thinking, <laughs> I see, I see, you're thinking that Mike, maybe Mike Myers has like a comeback and Austin Powers 4 is all the rage and everybody wants that giant <clears throat> thicket of hair on their chest. Ah, back of the neck, right? Back of the neck will just be huge someday. Oh, It'll be like, oh, great. imagine that guy's testosterone level. The back of his neck is hairy as fuck. Then Back then, of my neck's goes. out of control. That's the, the <laughs> impetus for every haircut I've ever gotten, where I'm just like, all right, I'm just a, a circle of hair around <laughs> that one. It's like, all right, gotta, let's fucking get that. Are up. you sure that like that there wasn't some sort of Stephen King-type curse put on you by a gypsy, like thinner? They were just like, Harry. No, it's goddamn no, Sicilians like, in my family. I like to think that it, it, just like I'm into a woman with a nice belly happy trail, that there are women out there who are into <laughs> really hairy guys. What? Oh, yeah. Totally. Look, can I just say this? Like, like I feel like it's incredibly obvious. Obviously, Taylor's girlfriend is one of those ladies, or she would not have been with him for so so long. Exactly. Without, without him coming up with an, uh, an alternative, he'd be he'd be talking about, yeah, I'm going through thirty of those blades a week. It's crazy. There have to be women like me who like a higher than average amount of body hair on their partner, and just say, yeah, that guy's got That's some her. tea. That guy's he, he's my teddy bear. He's my tiger. Whatever Maybe he she is. Tiger. So yeah. maybe she just likes Taylor so much that anything that Taylor is, whatever Taylor is, she likes that too. No, oh, no. I think she, oh, she, she had a tight pre-Taylor that I he fit. Like guys, honey, I like you, and you're a hairy guy. So yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that's probably what's going on. I like it. Uh, yeah. uh, I think as far as longevity, you've got a good... Or no, it looks like Riley looks like you could have a pretty nice beard if you let it go for a while. But I like that look on you. That like... Are you are you a full-time sailor or a pedophile? Or, mm -hmm. You know, the whole world's open. <laughs> you don't know if he has a yacht or a white van. Yeah, yeah. Does this guy have a really nice van or a really nice boat? You know, it's up in the air. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't grow a beard like you, Taylor. That's, um, that's pretty impressive, mate. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mostly laziness. <laughs> you know, it, I just don't do anything and it comes in. You know? <laughs> uh, anyway. So are you yeah. digging the mustache, Alina, or do you... Do you... Yeah. I like, oh, I, I like a guy who can rock their facial hair and, you know, is proud of it. I'm not talking of, like, about Riley in particular. Yes, I do like mustaches. I'm drawn to it. It's, it's not something you see every day. Not many people have mustaches. So when mm -hmm. you see one, you automatically are attracted to it. You're like, is it cool? Is it shit? Is it patchy? You know, are they rocking it? Are they proud of it? Are they curling it and trying to seem too cool? I don't know. I find it's a very... It's a different thing about a dude, and I like to sort of yeah. suss out what's going on. I'm like, are you really cool, or are you just... There's maybe like 3% of men out there who can pull off a mustache and not look awful, and you are in that 3%. Like, it doesn't look forced or... Congratulations, like those Riley. Not awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's on decent. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the best Hollywood mustache? Is it Kurt Russell? No, uh, um, uh, Tom Selleck. Tom uh, Selleck. I disagree. Sure. I disagree. Oh, Tom Selleck's got a great I, one. There's Kurt Russell in this last movie. I mean, that thing comes all the way up here. He, remember when he like gets, he, he like, like jerks it and does that little that little uh, thing he does. I, I think Kurt Russell's got the stash, man. Mm. Compare picks. We're we're in we're in Panama at the moment, so they're, they're, we've got a lot of uh, Mexican influence here. So there's quite a few. Very serious moustaches yeah. getting around. So it, there's probably like, it would be upwards of 20% of people that can rock a serious moustache here for sure. Mm. Oh, that's a much higher percentage than in yeah. countries with white yeah. people. Yeah, It's really noticeable. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. Like, we'll be like, 
uh, in Colombia and uh, Panama, we're walking in town and there's a lot of massage competition, which Riley, you know, hasn't had. And I've been uh, enjoying watching the little stare-offs and it's good fun. I, I, I like to think that Riley is constant. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that he's constantly on edge, like, you know, arm around you, a little more possessive than normal, you know, because there's serious mustache competition in the area. <laughs> That's ridiculous. What are you... <laughs> I bet you could compete in those contests, you know? You wouldn't win because of racism, but you could compete. Yeah. <laughs> There'd, there'd be all these like Panamanians there feeling sorry for me, like, oh, poor white guy, you know, making excuses for me. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Did we watch the meditation video on Painkiller Nearly that I found that I got so into? I don't believe we... No? I think we discussed it. Kyle, do you recall? I don't recall anything about that. <clears throat> I just, I'm, I'm, it comes to mind because I, I think you mentioned Elena is good for a downward dog now and then. Um, pause at zero when she you're ready to play. Yoga. Yeah, I, I, I like this one. It's two and a half minutes long. I think you guys will like it. Is it the hold on? Fuck Hang that. on. Is it yes. fuck that? Honest it is. Yeah. That's the one. Tell me when you're at zero. I'm at zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I'm at zero. All right. Three, two, one, play. Sit or lie comfortably quietly. Allow yourself to be here fully in this moment. With your eyes closed, begin to connect with your inner world. Oh, I don't trust this, these videos for that very reason. It's not scary, it's funny. Gradually, let the horseshit of the external world fade from your awareness. If you find your mind wandering to other thoughts, don't let it concern you. Just acknowledge that all that shit is fucking bullshit. You're here now, in this place, with your inner stillness. Those bitches can't get under your skin. They can't even. Take in a deep breath. Now breathe out. Just feel the fucking nonsense float away. Take full, deep breaths. Breathe in strength, breathe out bullshit. Allow your breathing to discover its own natural, unhurried pace. If your thoughts drift to the three ring shit show of your life, bring is this your a test to see like, how long we're going to watch this for? <laughs> Maybe you don't like it. <laughs> it's only two and a half minutes long. I feel like if I were to get into meditation, this would be where I start. Well, it's felt like an eternity. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll stop. Suck a dick, all of you. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll try meditating. I've like just like you said, I did do a, a tiny bit of research, and it is apparently supposed to be helpful for stress levels and whatnot. But like, what if what if you meditate wrong? You just add more stress or something. Hmm? We, we had a, an right, advertiser something. last week, right? Is that where I got the I got a, a, a kick yep, for it? We did. Yeah, yeah. Head, so, does anyone remember the name of that company? Headspace. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. And and somehow I, I saw their little like getting started and meditating thing and thought, you know, maybe that'd be good. Headspace. That's such a pot smoker name 
for a company. It is. I don't think that's where they were going with it. My fucking headspace, man. <laughs> you don't get me. You know, <laughs> this is my face. You know. <laughs> I I don't think that's where they were headed with it. I think they were no, just I... you know like inside your own mind, not in the world. Mm-hmm. A little space. All right, fuck you all. <laughs> the calm Why, fuck- you would love that yeah you probably that would probably work really well meditating out on the open ocean where it's yeah, super it's, quiet and- it's good and you're hearing your own voice all day so you sort of get sick of yourself a little bit you know you're like I use my thoughts to sort of entertain myself sometimes and I'm like oh my god I'm sick of hearing myself so meditation is a good way to just relax and Zone out, and, and that little water scene that you showed us then, like we see a fair bit of that, would he? Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Circling back to bite me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gonna take a quick stop at fuck you, and I'll do the next. Stop. No. Yeah. Do you have any more of those stories where there's lots of named characters, and we try to figure out who's the worst? No, no. Because no. <laughs> I loved that. All right, all right, Kyle. Please, next topic. All right, so my dad has really moved along with his. Uh... Oh, what? Your camera just died for me. <laughs> did that really just happen right then? It did. I that that wasn't me. That was just random. I, the the light went out too. The light there, went out. Like on the um. Oh, on the uh, camera. Well, can you camera, press the camera yeah. button and yeah. bring it back? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jiggle. Hang on, I'm on this. That was, I was awesome. gonna That's jiggle, awesome. and here we are without video. It's like a, some sort of Spaniard. When I jig on the wire. Yeah, what it's, is uh, that? Shakespeare with a Who's assault that? rifle. Who's that dude? Shakespeare with an assault rifle. Yeah. Is it really? Uh huh. <laughs> He's had a whole series of interesting avatars. At one point, for a while, your avatar was just a picture of Hitler, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. People didn't like that. Like a bunch of yeah. fucking killjoys. I mean. Jesus, like, you know, it's, it's the 40s, you know, everybody was massacring millions of people. You get on board with it. It's funny. <laughs> uh, I was going to talk about my, so my dad's really hustled along with his anti-mom shelter, whatever, for, 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 for you two over there. My dad really do, uh, doesn't get along well with my mom. But they're married. They're very much married, and um, they've been married for, I don't know, 30, 32 years. 32 years, yeah, and about 30 years too long. And uh, and so what my dad has done is he's basically it started out he was kind of gonna build this little hangout shelter over at his his farm at his uh, uh, like where they they were already kind of hanging out at his shop where they repair cars and just kind of hang out and shoot the shit and he was like I need something more so I can really escape from my wife so it started as kind of a man cave a little place where there'd be a TV and a couple of couches. And now it's become like a small house that he's built. Do you have the picture there, Woody? I do. I was going to ask yeah. if I could share them. Yes. Yes. All right. Let me see. I will do my best. Yeah. This is um, this is like for. I, I have know. two cameras, so this is for the audience, and then this is for you guys. This is the, that's the interior. Um, I don't know. They got the uh, the interior walls up. The studs are all up. The exterior. He sent. He's building a second home because of how much the very thought of his wife disturbs him yeah just having to be close to her at any she moment stoked? is she what? stoked about this like she likes her own personal space too or she's just devil and she's like he didn't mention it he didn't tell her he didn't ask for permission in this <gasps> oh. deal <laughs> he's he's building a parachute to escape he's not gonna oh. mention to the, the the enemy that that that's going on you know what i'd like to watch is a video series of your mom and dad trying to make it work on a boat all around the world <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> What's that movie where um, De Niro uh, is like trying to kill that couple on the boat? Cape Fear. There you go. That's what that. That's what you Cape call fear. it. Cape <laughs> Fear Two: The Reckoning. <laughs> but it's just my dad strangling my mom for thirty seconds, and then, <laughs> on, and then it just goes to black. I thought Cape Fear was all right, and then I saw it again, and right at the end, De Niro is like drowning, going. Have you seen that? He's like drowning, like mindless gibberish as he's like. It really ruins the whole movie. Watch it again. De Niro is so big and bulky in that, bigger than like like in Taxi Driver. He's just ripped. He's just like I don't know. I'm gonna say 160, 170 pounds of just like a Bruce Lee almost physique. Although Bruce Lee's kind of ridiculous on the other end of the spectrum, but just ripped and thin. But in Cape Fear, he was a bulky guy that was scary and intimidating, and it, it seemed like wow, it doesn't really matter if he gets me in like a tight space. He's just gonna fuck me up. He's this is a scary guy. Uh, I like that. I like the when tattoos are scary. He gets attacked with chains and some lead pipes at one point and beats yeah. like four armed He's- men. It's yeah, I forgot he about that. He ties himself to an exhaust pipe with his belt and like drags himself behind a car for kilometers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's really been a devoted. long time since I've seen that. I remember the, the Simpsons did a parody of it. I, I liked that a lot, Didn't too. Didn't he kill a dog with a piano wire at some point? He did kill the dog. I don't remember how. There is, there is a piano wire yeah. involved somewhere. I forget. That's, what, that, that's, how, uh, that's how they executed the conspirators who tried to blow up Hitler. They hung them with a piano wire. Would that even work? It seems like once you drop someone with something that thin, it would just like lop their head off, you know? It like was a bass cord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it just cuts. It just cuts. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the whole point. Pretty awful way to go, I guess. That would be, but it, you know, at the same time, it was a Nazi, so. So I don't feel that I'm not that broke. But they were the Nazis who were like, "He's gone too far. We got to stop this shit." It seems like they were the only ones who were like, "What the fuck have we done?" Oh, that was um. They made a movie about that with Tom Cruise playing one of the playing the guy who tries to kill him. It's the one where he's got the eye patch. Well, you know what, Kyle? Maybe in their culture, they weren't taught that they shouldn't exterminate people by the hundreds of thousands, if not. It's an educational issue. Yeah, and it's an issue of education. Point. Yeah. They should have had more, you know, anti-genocidal workbooks in their <laughs> primary school. <Yeah. laughs> How many Jews do we kill? Oh, trick question. Done. Don't do any. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of you slipped up, you know? <laughs> Almost an entire generation. Yeah. 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 I understand. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Now, I, I wanted to ask this because um, I think everybody knows that Australia started out as sort of a prison colony. Mm. How is that taught and represented and looked back upon in Australian education in the Australian educational system? Oh, it's just well, we're, t- we're taught it. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's just like culturally, it's just a bit of a joke. Like if we then we tell uh, English to fuck off. <laughs> like, is that yeah. how you spin it? <laughs> Essentially, yeah. There's there's a lot about um, the discovery of Australia and then, I suppose, the treatment of the indigenous population. Which is brutal. And, and, you know, the early settlers and how difficult they did it. Probably very similar to um, the discovery of America. I feel like it's different, and this is why. Whenever I hear about Australia's treatment of the indigenous population, it's like, oh, it's brutal. We made a whole, you know, we made a huge mistake, etc. Whenever... I and people I know think of our treatment about American Indians. 
it's more like, yeah, we fucked them up. They weren't nearly as good at fighting as we were, and that's why they lost. And that's what happens. If, I don't, you've probably never played Civilization, but if you get that far behind on the tech tree, then you're going to lose. <laughs> you know, we had guns and they had bows. Burn your fields. We're going to fucking yeah. get your workers and bend them over. It's going to be Exactly. Bad. We're going to take your people, make them work for us. This is what happens. If one civilization falls too far behind the other one, expect a domination victory. I like that. Yeah, yeah or you can expect it. It doesn't necessarily make it great. You know, like, I'm very uh, proud of yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what the funny thing about the Australians and their treatment? What happens when the aliens come, Woody? <laughs> then we're fucked. Yes. Because yeah. they deserve it. Same you know? rules apply, to be honest with you. They're making guns, so no. they need the land. You know? No. Wheel out Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith, Windows 95, and it's game fucking over. Haven't you seen Independence Day? Exactly. Thank goodness the... Um, the transfer protocols were compatible between our computers. Remarkable. <laughs> the odds of that. The odds of that. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know the yeah. I understand. Like, I'm I just thankful that their operating system supported our executables because <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> As a guy with like 20 years in IT, I had no idea that the shit really I was writing was that cross-platform. But sure enough, it runs on alien spaceships. I just imagine that massive room of NASA guys just like, please, please let them be on Windows 95 too. And <laughs> when, it, when it starts sending, you know, they're just like. They should have went crazy at that moment. It fucking worked! <laughs> or if they turn on the alien computer and then the home screen is just those rolling green hills. Just like the, <laughs> yeah, the standard right. one on Windows. Windows, yeah. Just a little pipe screen saver moving around everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I find it hilarious that, that that's the bit of that movie that you found unrealistic. <laughs> Dude, so I worked in IT at the time. Everybody came back talking about the incompatibilities of the transfer protocol. There's like, there's no way that they're compatible at layers two and three of the OSI model. Can't be. And this is that gigantic alien spaceship. There's no way that they would have had that computer program. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah. I've got I've got a couple things here. I, I was. I'm I, I'm am mildly aware of how horrible you people were to the, to your aborigines, mm. um, but but I have a couple of facts here that I, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't talking out of my ass. So apparently, it was legal to hunt the uh, the son, I guess the the bushman in South Africa until 1930s. Oh, that's South Africa. Oh, the same same group of people, though. Really, hang on, let me get down here. Aborigines were. This is what I wanted to get to. Aboriginals were not considered citizens of Australia until 1967. And some were regulated under the flora and fauna law. Nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, in in six, the year like like, like in sixty-seven, there were twelve teams in the NHL in sixty-seven, and they weren't even people yet. And <laughs> we were heading for the moon. Meanwhile, like they were still under the same law as cattle and roses. Is that? Oh, but great. is that one of those laws where it's like? you can read a law where it's like, oh, do you know that technically in Connecticut you can't walk backwards and eat ice cream on a Tuesday? And it's like, oh, my God, when did that happen? Like, no, I I'm think sure that they weren't good. actually treating the aboriginals or aborigines there at, like, like animals and plants. Yes. Did you mow them in 1967? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I, think They so. got their mowing done is, early. How big is the population over there? Because I, I know almost nothing about that whole aborigine issue. Uh, I don't think that the population of Aboriginals, I don't know what it is percentage-wise, but it's not very big. I know yeah. they're very troubled and they've got like, a lot of issues. Uh, the, it wouldn't surprise me if we were treating them 
just about that bad in what was it? 87? 67. Uh, 67. Yeah. Oh, 67. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. He's like an 87. We were cracking them in the head with bats. We'd run them down on the road. They were considered roadkill. They just lumped them into the back of a truck. Yeah, I feel like no, you guys I, I have. Was getting, the, the women, the women to vote in Australia was very late as well, and like, um, like we were massively behind the times. <clears> but yeah, we're pushing it forwards now a bit, I suppose. But the thing you know, is, I'm getting know, this the, vibe of regret. I'm getting this vibe of regret and sadness and a little shame, like like you're bad oppressors when you should really be thinking of yourself as fucking winners, right? You know, yeah. When it comes to yeah, when it comes to Aborigines, you're undefeated. Congratulations! Nope. It's it's yeah, but it could just be a quick win. Awful. Oh, you don't think? Oh, they can come back, huh? Nah. You don't think it's over? Woody, that's wrong. That's not. That's not. On, you mate. see the sadness nah, and the nah, shame over there. It, nah, it, it's, it's it's not. No, it's it's um, it's oh, it, so if you've got a gun and you come in and shoot an unarmed person, that's that's fucking, and then take their house. You conquered their home. <laughs> it's yours now. You know. <laughs> So no, many computer games, boys. It's, oh, <laughs> it's, 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 he's I'm just trying to push, he's just sure trying to push you to the limit. Yeah. Have you ever seen Quigley Down Under? Quigley Down, Down Under. Yeah, remember Woody? We watched the movie. You, myself, Tom and Chelsea watched Quigley Down Under. That's when they're like herding the Aborigines to the cliff and running them off the cliff, and uh, they're I've like. Seen uh, Ernest goes so that, to the zoo. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one too. That's a good one. Yeah, I like Ernest Scared Stupid better, where he gets all the milk grenades and takes out all those trolls. That's a good movie. I don't like oh, any yeah. of the Ernest movies. Yeah, the Ernest. Not... I'm sure that not. Riley was they're... a big fan of the Ernest movies. Me, I, lo I honestly, I love them. Uh, oh, you said Riley. I loved them as a kid, but then you know, you turn 14 and you're like, this is this is pretty lame. You know. How old are you, Riley? I'm 32. 31. I'm 31. 31. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that she. She's like, nope, not yet. <laughs> I'll let you know when. <laughs> like she keeps up with that. My birthday's tomorrow. Oh, I lost the year then. Yeah, nah. Like, hey, yours. Mhm. Mm it, it's people watch this. It'll be yesterday, but for us, it's tomorrow. Oh, very what nice. Yeah. That? Well, happy, happy birthday. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, it's your birthday in forty-four minutes. That's that's great. How old will you be, Woody? Is it is forty-three? It 40? Yeah, I I'm 42. I'm currently 42 for a few more minutes. Mm. Yeah. I think Woody's a good-looking 43-year-old. I, I, I think you've held up very nicely. You're, you, you picked a good... You know, I think that if I had to just... If someone described your, your life to me, I'd be like, ah, those years as a lifeguard might have been hard on his skin. Mm. That might be a, a problem with, with, with aging. But, but you've got very nice skin, too. You're, hel you're holding it's up very okay. nice. When I smile, I get uh, the crow's feet. Everybody gets that. I have, I'm 30. I'm get, I got, Not I got, to mention I, all the wrestling that he's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, STDs and stuff. But, but you know, that's stuff. Children. It's, it's, and it's, yeah. it's exhausting. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I, you know, you're looking good. The nice trajectory you're on is what I'm, what I'm getting at. I feel like at 50, you're going to be like a silver fox looking guy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be all good. Well, that would be fine with me. Yeah, I was, uh, I guess I was working on my stable again recently, thinking to myself, like, if I could still do this, you know, climb around in rafters and drag things into my 50s, I'd be all right. Be better than many. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're taking the Clooney route, it seems, and not that the would be great. Buscemi route, where you just get weirder, and weirder looking until eventually it's just like, what, what's happening? You know? How many teeth does that guy have in his mouth? 
<laughs> all of them. I can't all it. It's of them. Way too many are not nearly enough. <laughs> it's just a very interesting layering. Buscemi. Still Steve Buscemi. You must know who Steve Buscemi is. Are you tapping into her for help? I, I, no, no. I know who Steve Buscemi is. I didn't think Elena would, and she doesn't. You don't know who what Steve movies? What, mo what movies is he in? He's in Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. My favorite. Fargo. If it's anything similar to The Lord of the Rings, I'd... I nah, think nah, you'll find not, he has a very recognizable face. Classic sort okay. of stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you he click sticks. on that link, you'll be like, yeah, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, we got it here. Well, oh, maybe some on. of you out there who'd like to also stand out in a crowd. Well, oh, my gosh. Yeah, start. I've seen him in a few movies. Yeah. <laughs> start the year off no, with the right, in the right pants with the right jacket over the right shirt. Trunk Club is here to handle your wardrobe so you can focus on what matters. Trunk Club takes the hassle out of shopping by finding the best clothes for you and your style. You'll look and feel amazing and will always have the perfect clothes for the season. At trunkclub.com slash PKA, you're, you answer simple questions about your style, preferences, and size and are assigned an expert stylist. Your stylist will handpick your clothes from the best premium brands just, just approve of what you like and send back what you don't like. And just like that, the trunk arrives on your doorstep filled with hand-picked clothes that are perfect for you. Try them on, keep what you like, and easily return what you don't in their prepaid trunk. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. The only pay you only pay for the clothes that you keep from your trunk. There's no hidden charges, just great clothes. So, get started today with Trunk Club. Uh, excuse me. Get started today and Trunk Club will style you for free. Plus free shipping both ways. You only pay for the clothes that you keep. So to take advantage of uh, our offer, it's trunkclub.com slash PKA. That's trunkclub.com slash PKA for a trunk filled with clothes you'll love wearing. This is a service Very that Riley could benefit clothes. from. I don't mean to knock his t-shirt, but I'm just saying he's been removed from the fashion world. He could be out of touch in the same way that he can't follow sports. If he had a fashion stylist who said, this is what you need, this is proper pilot regalia, then... Then he'd be all set. Hmm. Regalia, yeah. is that what a pirate there seems would to wear? Be a, there seems to be a loophole for like a competitor of that company where you could just order stuff back and forth until they just went completely bankrupt. Just wear it once. Oh, yeah. Just, well, keep just, just don't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have those trunks full of clothes going back and forth to my house. I keep a $10 pair of socks every week, but I'm wearing thousands of dollars. <laughs> this is the worst advertisement no. we've ever done. Don't do that, people. <laughs> Why Don't not? That's how, that's, that's how it's set up. Go to trunkclub.com slash PKA and make it happen. A free Has, have either the other two of you actually used it? Because I used it as soon as I was contacted by him. And I've got a pair of jeans that look excellent. Very nice jeans that I kept from them. I was wearing them at the mall the other day. Uh, at, uh, what is it, Auntie Anne's getting a pretzel, and the woman there even told me, I'm sorry, sir, we're closed. I can't serve you. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is high praise. <laughs> yeah, but I felt great. Walked out confident with a swagger, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, then I I'll have to contact my stylist. I, I want that kind of service. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think we've got, what, like $150 worth of credit with them, and that what they gave us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna... those, some of those clothes are pretty pricey, but they're yeah, I know. Shotgun. <laughs> Shot, what, Riley doesn't what? really, yeah. I think I would want to just... You got $150 worth one. of credit. Send it over. Ship <laughs> it to the Galapagos. We'll pick up some... You need an address to do this service? <laughs> <laughs> they don't just airdrop it in the middle of the Caribbean? Just give them Yacht the... Yacht in transit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Has that been an issue? Like not having an address? Like, like, oh, nice. Like, how do you pay taxes or open a bank account or? And you got to pay tax on a, you know, something that might cost fifty dollars. They just sting you tax. It's like you got to pay almost more than what's worth. Yeah. So like, instead of going, if if you're organised apparently, and you get stuff sent to where you're going to be in advance, and you pay less for it for doing the research and organizing it online, you'll get the product where you intend to be in the future, or that would be where you are now, I suppose, and then you get it and you've got to pay massive amounts of tax in whatever country you are, in particular Turkey, they sting you so they you might as well have just bought it, it down the road, it would be cheaper to just buy it down the road and yeah. not have done the right thing in the first place. So no more mail for us, we've had it. Nah, it's it's virtually impossible to organise to receive something. Yeah. So, for example, when my dad's coming over to Galapagos, I've got him bringing a whole bunch of stuff, mm. maybe some razors. What were those razors? You were Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. yeah. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar yeah. Shave Club razors. <laughs> maybe some of these shirts that you're talking about. Maybe one of the Vegemite. movement watches. Yeah. <clears throat> One yes. of the movement watches, That's some Vegemite, all the important stuff. Anything what is but Vegemite. A, what do your parents think about you sailing around the world? Are they like all in, think it's great for you? Or are some of them like, so when are you going to settle down, you know, have some kids, don't live in a boat? Who are you talking to? Let's go you first, Riley. Okay. What do your parents think about uh, Both were – dad was very concerned initially because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and mum's more of a sort of a free spirit. She was like, yeah, that's cool, but stressed out like mums are. And then they've both been on board and they're super cool with it now. Mm-hmm. Elena's mum. I'm the la- I'm the last, like, child. I'm mum's baby and, like, I have two older brothers and they've been moved out and doing their own thing for ages. So mum's always been used to me travelling, but I'd always come home. And so when I first met Riley, I didn't tell mum about you know, the fact that I'm, I'll probably try and sail around the world with him and, oh, by the way, he doesn't know how to sail. See you, Mum. Like, I didn't tell her about that until I saw her in person. So when you I did... You surprised her in Brisbane. I did, yeah. I, I, when I when Raleigh had one more shift of work, like, after we met, I had to go home and sell my van and, like, everything I owned because, believe it or not, Woody, I got rid of some of my stuff. What I have on the boat now is, like, a freaking <laughs> quarter of what I used to own. So I went back to Oz and I sold most of my stuff and surprised Mum and told her and... She was just could, couldn't believe it. Like she's always really um, supported me on everything I've ever done. She's never tried to stop me or, but she's just, you know, I think she watches too much of the news and she was like, Elena, you went here. What about this and that? And did you hear about this new disease? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, she thinks, you know, there's sharks in the ocean, Elena. I'm like, mom, I know. I've been swimming, you know, I've, I've seen them before. Sharks and pirates and stuff like that. She just like worries, that. but she's very supportive and she's so proud. And now we have her, like, doing little jobs for us and it's great. It's a good little thing. Yeah, yeah. she's on our Facebook, like, <laughs> looking at messages and if, replying to ones that she can. If my daughter hopped on a sailboat with a guy who didn't know how to sail with intentions to go around the world without telling me... Would, would you be, be irritable? There would be a reckoning. <laughs> there would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're kind of powerless at this point. I mean, Elena's not a kid, and and my daughter is. But uh, yeah, that, that wouldn't be good behavior. 
Yeah. How how old how old would your uh, daughter have to be before you would say, okay, you know, it's your, it's your own life? Well, before you really really tried to stop it. Um. Well, it, it really depends on the daughter, right? Uh, if if she comes off as mature and, and college is not in her future, then that number is probably 18. You know, like, all right, you want to be a grown-up? Then knock yourself out. Uh, the path that she's on now, I think that number is 22. Hmm. That's more reasonable. Because, I thought you were going to say, like, 30 or something, like, as a joke. But. Yeah, no, she looks like she's college-bound. She's National Honor Society, and um, like her grades are good, and she intends to go to school. And um, A master debater. She's, yeah. She has a um, – it's actually for speech, but she does what they call speech and debate, and she's very good at speech, and she has a closet full of trophies for all the competitions that she wins. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Good on it. That's very impressive. Yeah, she's a good kid. Much better than I was. Much, much better than I was. <laughs> I was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you guys have a website? Yeah, yeah. We've got uh, just a place where we post blogs, a bit of a uh, little map of where we've been. I Nothing read your book. Much, but it does they have a downloadable what? P- Really? I, I, the, the PDF. Book. Got it. Yeah, 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 you guys yeah. wrote it together. You, the, the, Riley wrote yeah. the... Um, oh sort of the mechanical side of it and maybe some sailing advice. And, uh, and she wrote the like cooking and you know, the, the benefits of hanging your food and stuff like that. I read it. Uh, and life on, life on board. Did you really read that, mate? That's really cool. That, that's yeah. awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm no pretender here, baby. I followed your stuff. Are, are you publishing? <laughs> oh, shit. Or? That's... No, no. That's, that's for free on the, on the website. Yes. We just – it was sort of um, – so when I first went sailing, I literally knew not a thing. So it was just after two years or a year and a half or whatever it was, it was all the little bits of information that I found most important if yeah. you were going to buy a boat. Yeah. yeah so, so you can get a download. You can download it for free or get a little physical book that we got printed out in New York. I, I told you how they yeah. Kind of split their roles on the on the yacht, like on what you'd think are like stereotypical gender roles. Like he does kind of a lot of the sailing and stuff, and she does like a lot of the managing the living side of it. Well, they also split their book that way. If I remember it right, I mean, I just read it the one time. And yeah, uh, no, you spot on. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you know, she sort of gives the like, hey, like it, it just helps people avoid or I guess zip right through the learning curve that they did at first. So were you a good cook when yeah. you started the journey or did you learn how to cook all that stuff while you were on the open sea? I have never had to cook because I've mostly traveled solo, solo. I've never had to cook for anyone but myself. So when I was on board, you know, there's the pressure of having to cook for a new partner. And on top of that, you've got to cook when you're healed over like this and there's freaking lettuces and tomatoes flying everywhere. And it, there was a lot of pressure to learn really quickly. So I learned the basics and... I learned a lot of stuff along the way. I have the tendency to repeat meals. Like if Riley really likes something, he'll be like, oh, Lena, this is so good. Three, then, four <laughs> nights in a row, it'll, it'll appear again. I'm like, I'm whoa, that was delicious. <laughs> oh, you're spoiling me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, oh, that's you. what I do. I repeat things. I do that with everything. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess you can't even really choose what you're cooking every night, right? Unless, well, like if you catch one of those grouper, 
how many nights is that of food? Like, if you get one of those, is it like, all right, I guess we're having this for the next six nights? That's a big. One, maybe two. Two if we're, like, that's a big fish if you, yeah. If you, yeah. if we, you shot a grouper that can feed you for two nights, that's a very big yeah, fish. Yeah, they usually pick it up. I, oh, I expected yeah. a higher number. Uh, um, Woody, there, there's a, I would say. Marley eats a lot. That is why. Yeah, I do eat a bit. That I would say, arguably, our best in you know in probably two years, our best little bit of footage was Elena trying to uh, cook a sandwich, uh, make a sandwich on board, and there's like lettuce goes everywhere, and it's really funny because it's completely accidental, coincidental. At the end, the boat is sort of rocking like this, and the food's just gone everywhere, and then Elena is just like going like, ah, oh, you know, what can I do here? And then. I want to prove to you that the cupboard, the wow. cupboard behind her, like opens up, and all the stuff just spills out of it onto the, <laughs> onto the floor, like right next to it. It's a, it's a, it, you know, it's our bit of footage, but I really think that it's quite funny. Yeah. You, you should. She seems to think it's really funny. Is there? I, I, I'm a little afraid it's another YouTuber I watched, but did, did she at one point? Ask if she could hook the mahi mahi as you're pulling it on, and you bring it onto the boat, and then it flips out the back. And yeah, she yes. lost the first fish of the Atlantic trip. Many people would argue that it was also your fault. Yeah, how so? Because it's, it's, uh, I'm happy. Yeah, because <laughs> she was like, "Let me do it," right? And then they get the boat on the. I'm sorry, they get the fish on the yacht. And it's flipping around, and it manages to flip and jump back in the water. And the beauty of it is the uncensored look that Riley gives her of, like, he couldn't have sunk lower. He was at full unhappiness at that moment, and yeah. and it came through. He was devastated. Yeah. That's better. He said furious. I don't know. I I, I thought I saw devastated. It, it, take your pick. He just thought he does that a lot, and I. No, I no, that. I don't. And that, that Jack, Jack, <laughs> who's filming, Jack is like, oh, like this has gone too far, and he's like, he turns the camera around, he's like, I better turn this off, like, ooh, and turns the camera. I laugh off. when I shouldn't laugh. It's. I do I that. Think the laughing made you made you more annoyed. If, annoyed if I was, you know, genuinely devastated. I think. I had been talking about catching this fish for twelve months. <laughs> he was, yeah. Okay. So is that one of those nights where you had to spend pretty far apart, one of you three feet underneath the other, separated <laughs> by that thin floor? Nah, he got over it after. Um, he nah, did it though. Um, he didn't immediately get over it, right? Because you mentioned it later in the video that he was still stuck on it. He wrote it on the whiteboard. He did. Nah, we were cool. Yeah, I I dished her on the whiteboard. Which, yeah. I, mean, I vented. Like I, I vented on the whiteboard. It's a beautiful invention of this. If house. we hadn't have caught another mahi mahi, I would have got more. Yeah. Worse, but we caught a lot. We got that. one lot the next day or something. Yeah, I'm. That's I'm risky business. Happened. Getting passive aggressive on a whiteboard in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that can go a lot of wrong ways. <laughs> the the other the other movie on that. Have you seen Dead Calm? Is that Dead with Nicole Calm. Kidman? Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Seen that's, ago, maybe. that's that's pretty crazy. That's that's scary. That one. It is. That yacht and, is amazing. Um, it's got, yeah, it, it's got um, Billy Zane in it, which is, that's hilarious. That is scary. Yeah. Billy Zane. I don't 
Who was also in Titanic, another movie that you shouldn't watch if you're going on a long boat ride. Yeah, what's yeah. The, what's the movie that's scariest for what you do? Like, probably not Jaws. That seems too stereotypical. Like, mm. what makes you like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this? More the books, really. Like, you hear about not so much movies to me. I'm very skeptical of what I watch. I'm always, like, looking at how they make, like, what stunts were. Um, Elaine is dissecting movies and trying to make them herself. Mm-hmm. So it's like. So I can't watch a movie and relax and really enjoy it. So I don't watch a lot of movies. I I read. So that's what scares me when you hear like true stories about. Oh, one, one that springs to mind would be Captain Phillips, but I just came away from that just thinking that is just America having a big wank about how big their navy is. I just thought that was the biggest load of shit. <laughs> I don't know Captain Phillips, but I'm sure our navy is every bit of what it said it was. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them who, who, what, the, what, the, what, the, what the two biggest air forces in the world are, Woody. Uh, the United States Air Force and the United States Navy. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> we won twice, or did we win so hard that we lost, too? No, we have, oh. we have the top two biggest air forces in the world. Yes. The, 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 the Air Force has one of them, and the Navy has the other. No other country has the Air I Force miss- that our Navy alone has. We, we had some bloke come on our boat. He was from Texas. Yeah. And, and he said something like, you got, he's like, he was really cool for ages, and then he started talking about guns, and we were like, "Oh my god!" And then he started. So he said something like, "Oh, we've got the uh, Texas, or what's the what's the state there? Anyway, it's got like the seventh largest standing army in the world." Mm. And uh, and then I was like, "Oh, that's pretty impressive." <laughs> that's I didn't that's know. Actually, in all fairness, that sounds like something a Texan would say. Just yeah. vague allusions to something. Some He's probably talking about some militia groups or something. There's no telling. Texas is almost another country. Um, in the same way that California yeah, yeah. is another country. Well, it's huge. That, that's what he was saying. For all the yeah, goofing yeah. I do about the pride in our um, army and such, uh, I do wish we spent less on it. Like that, My actual political position is, do we have to outspend the next nine countries combined? Like My thing has always been that, like, are we prep? Like I remember when that Carly Carly Fiorina was uh, first burst on the scene. One mm-hmm. of her, she seemed to have a lot of information in her head, and one of them was a plan for our military and how to expand it. She's like, we need thirty five more battleships and eighteen more cruisers, and we need two hundred and fifty more attack jets, and we need a thousand missiles, and we need bigger bombs, bigger, scarier. Bombs. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you prepping for? Yeah. Because it feels like this speech needs to be at the beginning of Independence Day 2. Like, are you prepping for a war against literally aliens? Because if that's the truth, you need to let us know about the fucking aliens. Could, like, could, I'll get right on board if you tell me they're coming. But, I mean, Iraq or Afghanistan, like, like, who are we really needing this massive, scary army for and military for? Maybe we it's, just need less war, right? Instead of, like, exercising. I, I feel like, I, I swear some of our wars are just to, like, stay in practice. <laughs> like, it's a horrible reason to kill 100,000 people. Yeah, they're like preseason wars. Where we're just getting ready for the next big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got, yeah. Got a big proxy war going on right now, right in the middle of Syria. That thing's interesting. Lots of good YouTube videos coming from that. Lots of good YouTube videos. Mm. Lots of good live leak videos. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah live leak is really the. <laughs> so world star hip hop though, not much there from me. No, no, that, not a lot of black people like clowning around and having a good time over in Syria. World star, world star hip hop. That goat explodes or something. Like what's it gonna be? <laughs> Do you? I mean, I'm sure that you guys know what World Star Hip Hop and Live Leak and all those web. I don't know anything about like what you do know and don't know because ever since you said that you haven't watched Game of Thrones, Live Leak. Live Leak is like an uncensored YouTube, and a lot of the people in a Live uh. Leak video die. Not all of them. So you don't know. You watch it, and you're like, like, okay, hey, check out this BMX guy jumping off a cliff. It could be awesome. Could be deadly. You don't know because it's Live Leak. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a real challenge watching live leak videos. Because if you see, like, you know, Uber skateboard fail on YouTube and you click it, you'll be like, oh, that guy done goofed. Like, he may have even sprained his ankle. Who knows? But then you watch that same video on live leak and the guy, like, falls down on the ground. And it's like, oh, well, that wasn't too bad. And then a semi comes in and crushes <laughs> the lower body. And he's just, like, <laughs> no legs. And it's like, all right, well, that got real really quick. Uh, that's what live leak is. It's upsetting. It's not. Is that legal? Like, could I potentially look on that tonight after? Oh, you're about to. Oh, we're not going to wait for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding us a good video to watch. Are you real? Is it going to be a That's Middle East like war video? I'm going to find something of some. I watched a guy get shot by his. So I have seen a lot on the internet. I spend way too much time on the internet, and I've seen it all. And I'm something about this one video of a guy getting sniped. He got shot in the head. And in the movies when they die, there's like a it's like a a skill to acting out of death, right? How quick you are, how painful it is, whatever, last words, etc. This guy just transferred from living to dead while still standing and collapsed like a in a in a pile on the spot. And it like I, even now I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm emotionally poor for having seen this. So, uh, Kyle, find a video yet? Do you ever watch videos like that, and then after the guy yes. gets his brain blown out, you're like, "Ah, that wasn't even a good one," and then you have to back <laughs> yes. out of it? Yes, like, lots uh, of times. Yeah, yeah, sure. But some of them you watch, and I don't know. I can't predict which ones are going to hit home. But that one did. It was just—it's the way that he—he he was dead before he hit the ground, right? It's a cliche almost, dead before you. But when you see it, and it just transfers from living to dead, and it's awful. No luck, and Kyle. Good, you know, I haven't watched that many violent things in my life at all. Even in scary movies, like, oh, we can help you. Know, you. I'm one of those girls like close your eyes. I don't like that. But in high school, when you know most of the students were meant to be doing work, the boys were always on the internet on this certain website. I don't remember the name of it, but it, it showed all these brutal videos. And like, Elena, look, and you know, it was like dudes hopping on trains, and you know, one accidentally grabbed hold of the electrical line and just burnt there and dropped dead. And I and that has just burnt in my mind. So I'm probably not going to watch this video, but. I, I know what kind of. I know that one. No, just rookie. See, what <laughs> you do is when you start. Oh, see, you, get right. feelings, <laughs> you get feelings from a video like that. You just watch enough of those videos that it just doesn't even affect you anymore. Where it's just like, oh, well, that's yeah. just another guy burning alive. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, oh, shot in the head again. Oh, brain matter on the wall. That's a pretty liberal definition of brain matter, Mr. <laughs> I titled this video, you ass. Like, Yet another yeah. infrared Apache killing a field full of people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's, for some reason, my videos won't play, but that's one of, um, like, lots of Apache kills from the air. Lots of, uh, lots of uh, people getting killed by, uh, by America. Um, 
I'm looking for. Would you like to see one where like a guy's head explodes? You know, like, I'm, it I'm, says it says here that it might contain content that is not suitable for all ages. What button do I click? <laughs> continue. The red X at the top corner of the screen. You know. Okay, I've I've hit continue. Yeah, go ahead and play. <laughs> I'm I'm I didn't sync up this time. I'm already 20 seconds in, but you'll see. It's just this is Apache footage. I've seen, like this stuff. I'm. Uh, oh, I see. It's a top 10 list. This list sucks. Oh, wait, what does this involve? What's... Top 10 infrared kills. It's kind of like a video game, really. It's not really that gory. That's how we do it. Go to 2 minutes and 50 seconds. 250? Yes. Titled Up Close and Personal. I just got okay. to it. I'm there now. Am I pressing play? Yeah. Look at these yeah. guys. Think they're being so sneaky. What are they doing? I don't know. Oh, I like to think they're, it's an illegal game of dice. Yeah, they take loitering very seriously. <laughs> uh, what what minute are you at, Taylor? Two fifty. It was at two fifty one. Oh wow. Oh yeah, shit. Do you think they're okay? No oh, wait. No, I don't think they made it. <laughs> no. No. Welcome to Live Leak. That's yeah. a very powerful people, machine gun they're using there. How many people watch that? Like, um, eight thousand watched it on this website. <laughs> Probably this millions. Is, I, don't know, I just find this so random. Like in my free, you know, in in someone's free time. I don't know how. What kind of on a let like. Or boredom. How bored do you have to be to watch these kind of movies? Like already sad. You, know, you have to be a little. Makes you want to watch this. Let's say I, it's a Wednesday night, yeah? right? Uh, I'm I've barely entering boredom. Sunny. <laughs> it's time to watch people explode. These are great. Um, I, you know what? It, do you watch it by yourself, or is it more of a social thing? You're like, oh, like that's funny. Oh, no, you know, his no. on the wall. When, when does it stop being like, oh, and it becomes a bit voyeuristic? No. So right I, after you I draw the shades. I draw the shades. I turn all the lights down. Sometimes I like to get a blanket like over my head so it feels like I'm there, right? <laughs> Remove feels like your I'm, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get I, the yoke in my hand. I, my pants are already off. Uh, you... <laughs> Of course, and I, you know, obviously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be touching myself the whole way through. It's that's 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 in any given Wednesday night, you know. If you don't have much going <laughs> I on, I like to play ambient war music on my surround sound while I watch it, so I can pretend I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I, I've downloaded the soundtrack to The Fall, that movie about uh, Hitler, and I just play that on repeat. Yeah. I uh, like thousand plays on my iTunes. I yeah. borrowed Wings Redemption's brother's military uniform. I like to put that on. Uh, except for the pants, of course, and I like to wear it <laughs> while I watch the videos. Yeah. What about you, Woody? <laughs> you know, I put on the aviator helmet and pretend I'm flying and uh, calling out to. <laughs> Woody's there. Are you asking? <laughs> Woody's <laughs> like, Woody's like, permission to drop ordnance. <laughs> Jack, Jack's, in <laughs> Jackie's in the other room uh -huh. with a main monitor. Yeah. Granted. <laughs> right, right, right. And then I get the kids to scream. It's a whole family treat. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> scream like you're on fire. I Come got on! a 12 year old that does blood curdling pain like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, it it's really great. Puts you in the setting family event that would be if you really did that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not like an everyday treat that you watch upsetting death videos. Like, yeah, but it is a treat. Maybe. You know, you have to get it all out. 
we like to watch some fun videos. We, we, I mean, whether it's belly button fucking or people getting shot by drones. Um, I, I would rather watch the drone thing than any more belly button stuff. And belly I, did not, I did not care for that one bit. I subscribe to a, a belly button website. It's called justthelent.com. And I've been <laughs> all week. Um, a little graphic, but that's what I'm for. Um, it, it's good stuff. I, it, I normally I don't pay for porn. You know, it's out there for free. But I'm willing to lay some money down for you gotta this. Send, you gotta send me all of these links. I mean, Elena's not really down with all that, but yeah, I'll, I'll get into just it. The link. <laughs> that's just a t-shirt i'm doing that <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, but kyle can give a brief rundown of what it was we were reviewing specifically a rundown uh, you say yes oh he's gonna find the links again uh, to I'm be not, a proper belly button that was. recipient copy pasting slow it takes a it takes a full-sized woman to yeah you gotta be a big girl you need to be mm -hmm. at least 400 pounds <laughs> Of, uh, All right, deep belly button <laughs> this, this girl, now if anybody wants to go to her website, it's tiffanycushionberry.com. And it is, I mean, I know we did this last week. I know some of you are tired of the belly button fucking. I'm sure she's tired of it at this point. He's fucking her belly button, but this is hilarious. How could you not get on board with this? He's it's a lot of women. Like, 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 she's 400 pounds, okay? But she's got smaller boobs than my girlfriend. <laughs> like, like, somehow she, she got 400 pounds in there and no breasts, but he's still pinching, like, one nipple. Oh, wow. oh my God. Right? Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a garbage bag full of cottage cheese. Just shaking <laughs> now, around. Now, listen. While, while, Holy shit. That's what I said. That's fuck. Uh, Think about that when you're alone in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> So while you're looking at that, I just want to tell everyone a little bit about Squarespace. I want everyone to remember that this episode of PKA is being brought to them in part by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can build an amazing website. Uh, you can build your portfolio online, uh, start your business, whatever. So the sites look professionally designed. That's the most important thing. You don't want to look like you got some rinky-dink site. So regardless of your skill level, there's no coding required. You don't have to be Woody's Gamer Tag to get this thing working right. It's intuitive. It's easy to use. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your website to ensure both security and stability. It's not going to get knocked down. Uh, so trusted, they're trusted by millions of people in some of the most respected brands in the world. And it starts out at only $8 per month. You get a free domain if you sign up for a year. So start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code PKA to get your get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, so yeah, Squarespace. Build it beautiful. I like them a lot. They're, oh, uh, I like them too. While you were doing the ad read, yes. I searched it and found that justthelint.com is available. Someone could go to Squarespace, perhaps make their own belly button fetish site, justthelint.com, and get it going. And it doesn't take an expert to make it happen. Yeah. Wings. Hey. Yeah. It's go time. It's time. <laughs> Just yeah. the lint. Yeah. She's on board. Great. <laughs> About Squarespace. Wings um, knows some girls no. who would be capable of some belly button fucking. Yeah. Oh. Next time we get get wings, uh, you know, in a conversation, we have to ask him about this. I bet, I bet we can convince wings to fuck his girl's belly button. 
Why would we want to do that? Why what? don't totally we want to do that? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why you're questioning it. It's, I'm like, he's going to put the GoPro on. It's going to be a peel. Uh -huh, the head mounted flappy thing and the, the, the point of view belly button, wings of redemption, gigantic testicles, legendary gigantic testicles that he's told us about. Um, this you is say it, big girl. Yeah. You have to be. Have there's to be, a critical right? mass you have to hit. It's yeah. you're either 400 pounds. That's one type of belly button porn actress, or you're dead. That's the other kind because there's yeah. a, a penis fucking. If you only need to buy one airline <laughs> ticket when you go around, you're not capable of participating in this genre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. If you can, if you can fit in a small boat uh, or a canoe. Uh huh. Yeah. Won't work. Won't, Won't work. work. If you can just go around sitting willy nilly at uh, chairs at wedding events and things like mm -hmm. that, you're not big enough. There needs to be a conscious thought every time you sit down of, is this going to hold me? I'm a very girthy person. And then yeah. choosing whether or not to sit. If you, you haven't need... already had to go and get prescription deodorant because of the smell, it's not going to work for you. It's you need not... to be I, I find that three or four times the woman. sand and salt you... under my armpits every day <laughs> helps me. Yeah, yeah. That, that keeps the stink away. <laughs> yeah. That's a real religious way. Well, it doesn't keep the stink away, but it keeps the flies away. And that's all I really care about. Yeah, Some so of the what flies. is the, that natural deodorant? It's sea salt and chalk or something, I guess? <laughs> mm -mm. No, you, you take um, the eyeballs of fish and, and you sort of mortar and pestle. You get a, you get a jelly-like consistency. and you want oh, I hate jelly deodorants. Well, you mix it with the sea salt and that thickens it up and you, you sort of smear that on there. It's a schmear, though. It's not a smear. You smear it all, all over there. And then <laughs> you, gotta <let> soak <laughs> in, so you have to kind of keep your hands above your head and let the sun bake it. You want the sun to bake that until it's hard and crispy, and then you peel it away, you know, like dry mud, and you're left with just the driest armpits you've ever had and a very serious rash that will not go away. <laughs> so what? what is it for real, though? I can answer this. It's like sea salt and I think like a talky sort of natural um, it's just like salt, really. I've never like I've been tempted to put my tongue to it and actually taste it. I I've read the ingredients and it's like salt, but I just can't bring myself to actually taste it. But I think that's pretty much. Just Allow me to oh, take over because I've been searching this. Uh, it is witch hazel, essential oils, whatever that is. That's the eyeballs. Mineral salt. you need. <laughs> baking soda and hops. Hops. That's in wait. Here. Are, isn't it, are we talking about Vegemite again? <laughs> no. Vegemite. No, we're, we're talking about uh, natural deodorant <laughs> oh, I ingredients. I suspected as much. I bet Vegemite would probably work too. I mean, yeah, really, does. You know, I won't judge you on your kink. No, I uh, I have to have deodorant. I, that's 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 one of the because when I sm I have forgotten deodorant like three times in my entire fucking life because it's such a big part of my morning rich ritual, my morning uh, re uh, regime. Uh, regime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but stop the morning regime. <laughs> like, but, but um, I do. You feel put on the deodorant. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I don't forget it often. But when I do, it, let's say like you know it's 10, 10 a.m., eleven a.m. I'm out in the world and my armpits start feeling kind of slippery and I'm like, uh oh, this isn't good. And then you're like, and if I smell myself at all, I'm like, whoa, game over. Got to go back home, re-shower, re-deodorant. I, I know we talked about this. But at don't the very you think beginning. the rules would be different on the high sea? Like, you know, when you Yeah, oh totally. You could hop in the ocean, take a little swim, and you like get any funk off yeah, of. Yeah. Do you ever that's swim the, that's the thing, like you, you jump in the water three, four, you know, ten times a day. So 
it's like you put it on and you're like, there's sort of no real point there. I'm going to jump back mm. in the water again. And like there, there will be times when you're like, I probably should shower properly with soap. water and soap. But, you know. You're only going to be clean for that's 45 minutes. <laughs> now, do you jump in the water when it's deep? Like when you're not yeah. anywhere near land, when you're just full out in the middle of nowhere, nowhere, no land in sight, you're out there oh, swimming. It spooky. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best because the water's uh, very clear. Um, well, the water's clear. You can see for miles. Would you do it I if you were I'll, solo, I'll, I'll... hypothetically? Like you know, as it is now, if you were to get separate, like let's say the boat started to blow uh -huh. away a little bit, that's just death solo. You'd have to be tied or something. Is that what people do? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't jump in. Uh, I would jump in if it was just me by myself, but I would and also think that it was no pretty silly. Yeah, I would. I would do it whilst ever. cautioning against it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's down there. I saw something on the Discovery Channel four years ago, and there is a shark down there the size of a goddamn greyhound pus, <laughs> and it's gonna find you one of these days. And I, I, I won't be there. I'll be at home. No, that that is so ridiculous. There is no reason to be scared. You are probably certainly from the where you are. Fled from a frenzy and left his girlfriend. More chance of getting hit by a meteorite, or, or on the certainly on the car on the way to the yacht, than of getting eaten by a shark. I'm more scared of taxis. Yeah, but if I get hit by a meteor, there's just there's no time at all. For me to even know what's happening, I'm just yeah, walking right? somewhere and then I'm instantly dead and vaporized in a news story. There's gonna be a few, like maybe a full minute of unmitigated horror and fear as I'm being. Not if it's a not if it's a greyhound bus. A greyhound bus is gonna. It's gonna. Well, be just that's a megalodon. That doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Let's say a tiger shark rips you apart. Then you've got to like be like, oh god, please don't rip me apart as it slowly like rips pieces of you off and and like swims away and you're like, oh god, maybe he's leaving, but he's not. He's just letting you bleed and weaken a little and he's, he's just making a lap. He's making his victory lap. That's all that is and he just starts coming back again. It'd be awful. I would hate to be eaten alive by anything. Would you rather be eaten alive by a shark or a bear? Shark. shark. I don't know too much about bears. Shark. Shark. I feel like bear, sharks are more deadly. Sharks, sharks more sharks don't scare me so much. Yeah, I think the shark's the way to go because I feel like yeah, the definitely. bear, like the way that uh, what I've seen from bear maulings and watched some stuff about mm -hmm. people who actually got killed by bears, very bad way to go. Lots Slow. of ripping and tearing, mm -hmm. lots of ripping scalp you, and flesh away from bone. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. That, that actually scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that was one that I downloaded. I tried to download um, Star Wars and Revenant, and I got Revenant, but I couldn't get Star Wars. Yeah, Good. That thief. was about a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the thing with the bear, though. Well, like, I, I tried to buy it as well, but I couldn't do that either. So, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? With a, like, a shark, at least you're going to die kind of quick. And I guess if you are bleeding in the water, it's less painful, which is I why I guess that people. Too cut themselves in the bathtub instead of just cutting themselves in the kitchen no, they, to kill they, themselves. Well, they do it in, the, in, in a warm bath because it, it, it keeps uh, prevents clotting. It keeps your, you know, keeps your, keeps it oh, open. Just keep, okay, it just keeps you bleeding. All right. But with, like, with a bear, it just starts it's eating. Like, it, it, it'll knock you down and then just take just take a big bite out of your, your calf. And it's like, it hears you screaming, but it's like, no, I don't care. You'll die eventually. I'm just going to keep eating, starting at the bottom. That's like, my <laughs> big issue. I want to be killed by something. 
that kills, not just eats, right? Yeah, I was going to say lion. Lion and tiger, I feel like they're like, okay, they might play with their, their food a little bit, but mostly they like grab your neck, rip out the jugular, and kill you and then eat your dead body. Bears eat your live body. That's not my preference. Yeah, oh. I, and and I don't like the idea that that I'm dealing with such an alpha predator that he that he's not concerned that I'm still alive. Like I want whatever's attack. Like like at least if something's attacking you and it's like oh shit, I better kill this human. He might fuck me up. You kind of it, at least still have a chance. Maybe you poke him in the eye or something. It's a little threatened by it. It doesn't know what to expect. Yeah, but a bear, unless you're Hugh Glass, apparently. Although I read this thing in like. What is that? Like Outdoor Life magazine, maybe at an airport one time about another circumstance of a man fighting a bear, basically barehanded with a blade or something and coming out. I mean, I want to say on top because the bear died, but the injuries sustained were just gruesome. You know, like, like just gruesome. Large. Yeah, you wouldn't say like Christopher Reeve won a horse fight. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he really came out on top. <laughs> Survived. And I'm sure they shot the horse afterwards, but that's what I'd like to know. Do you think they shot that fucking horse? Because if I'm Christopher Reeve, I'm like, like after I'm like, I, you know, after I've stabilized or whatever, I'm like, bring him over. Well, no, I don't gesture because I can't fucking move, but I'm like, bring him over hell. <laughs> and you know, they they bring the horse up, and then I'm gonna like lick the trigger of a gun while they like, like, like put the gun to the to the horse's head, and I'm gonna like. Like tongue blow, like tongue killed the the the, the fucking horse for, for for crippling me. If I'm if I'm Christopher Reeves, I hope they killed that horse. I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that they there's killed a special it. place in horse hell. That's like, not what they did. What they do? They sold the horse. Uh, apparently, it was some sort of performing horse, and they sold it to someone else, changed its name, and it continued its career. Oh, wouldn't want to ruin its that horse uh, still alive. Its credit or something. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope not. They didn't pull out all of its stem cells and use them for research. I hope somebody goes out there and <laughs> kills that horse. Needs a good killing. Is not still alive. Treat it like a oh. goddamn aborigine. So, I, uh, I... <laughs> we used to pass time at work by uh, these hypothetical questions like, who like would a bear win against a polar bear? And if someone said yes, then okay, would it would it win against two polar bears? Or would a would a bear win? versus shark in knee-deep water. And, you know, you can go on and on. Mm. But that's how we used to pass hours and hours of time for uh, when we were supposed supposed to be working. So I was curious about the uh, Australian Aboriginals because Woody just kind of brought them up. Um, are there any like racial slurs for the a- Australian Aboriginals, like specific to them? I see one here that's, that's, that's called ABCO. I guess it's short for Aboriginals being alcoholics. Looking for more. What? You heard of that? Abco. I've never heard of that. Yeah, right? I've never heard of that. There are any. That's a shame. Kyle, can you click your camera? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle. <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I, I must have made two hours with the phone calls today trying to get my, uh, my prank phone call thing idea to work. But I'm having such a hard time getting the owner, like the decision maker for a business on the line because that's who I need. I need a decision maker. So I call these places and I say, hi. I'm, uh, is my camera on yet? Let's restart the call. No. I, I think it's going to be lazy. Okay, all right. We'll just call right back. Yeah. Oh, it just worked. It came on at the last second. It did. Like as I'm, Yeah, I saw it too. So, let's see here. So what, I, what I've been doing... Uh, I'm still not on. 
I'll wait until it. You need to press your camera, Kyle. I'm sorry. Did I not? Maybe I didn't call with the camera button. Maybe I called with the voice one. There we go. All right. We're back in business now. Taylor's coming along. Taylor, can you hear me? Yep. You didn't right, click your go. camera. There we go. Thank That's you. That's good enough. So I call these local businesses, and I've been picking what I think will be like blue collar businesses. I called granite companies, lumber companies, and stuff like that. And my first question is Hi, I, uh, I'm calling local businesses to see whether or not they'd, they'd be interested in sponsoring a 5K charity event we're holding at the local high school. Who would I want to talk to about that over there? And then they say, oh, you want Bob or you want the CEO or the president or the marketing manager. And then they transfer me, transfer me to him. And I've been having a really hard time getting to to, uh, to anybody that I can fuck with. But I, I did talk to one of the ladies at the, at the desk today and got her really, really angry. Because what I'm calling for is I want to raise money for my group, right? And I, I, I start by saying, well, ma'am or sir, you've probably heard of the LGBT. They're, they support lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered rights. Like, we're all very familiar with this. I open up with this to her, and she, she, hang, she goes, uh-uh, we ain't into all that, and hangs up. And I'm like, she's, we're just getting started here. I, that was a for instance, right? So I call her back up, get her on the phone, and she's like, we ain't into all that. Now you don't even talking to the right person. And I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, we got off on the wrong foot here. See, I don't like the LGBT, I'm going to be honest. They're, that's not my cup of tea, if you know what I mean. She's like, well, all right, then. They don't go far enough, ma'am, I'm telling you. And they don't support the group that I'm into. See, we're the ABCFA. We're the adult babies, cloppers, and furries of America. And, <laughs> and then I just go silent because I just said that I'm representing the adult babies, cloppers, and furries of America. Now, adult babies are, of course, adult pe men or women, mostly men, right? Because we're the weird part of the sex. We're the kinky motherfuckers that are doing this awful shit. Uh, they, they fetishize and sexualize being a baby. They, they wear diapers. Uh, sometimes they soil their diapers and have it changed by a woman. Sometimes they're just mothered by uh. the woman. Pacifiers, the little baby thing you wear on your head, all that shit, right? Um, a very funny fetish. Also, cloppers. These are people, and I explained this to you. Please her. tell me These, it's related to horses. Oh, it's better. <laughs> These people sexualize the My Little Pony cartoon show. Oh, why wouldn't they? <laughs> they are into the idea of fetishizing well, and fucking I, I the My Little Pony that. characters. And they have, I saw this plush My Little Pony that had a, had a zipper in the back. And when you unzip it, it reveals a, a, a pony vagina that you can then use like a, uh, like a, one of those, uh, what, what are the, the fleshlight uh, flesh, sort of, you sort do, of mechanism. Right, right. Yeah, very weird kind of thing. Very <laughs> odd subject. Weird little judgmental, society. so screw you. And then, of course, the furries, <laughs> the people who sexualize, like, um, what do they call it? Transmorphic like entities that yeah. are like sort of quasi humanoid slash animal um, creatures. That's actually that's the what most they normal of I'm down creatures. with that. And I yeah. I'm glad you said <laughs> that because. Because before I go any further, I, we had a guy who was a furry on the show. I per I completely respect what they do. However, I felt like it would be very funny to like throw that in the face of this conservative person, along with the cloppers and the uh, the adult babies. So no offense meant to anyone. But then I explained to them that there are three different levels. Oh well, man, maybe you're maybe you just don't want to dig that deep. We have the bronze package. Now, when you sign up for the bronze package, and I always make up a different dollar amount depending on how much money the company has. I say for the dollar for the bronze package, all of the diapers will have your logo and name on them. All of the adult babies will be wearing a, uh, a Jim's Lumber Company diaper. And now for the silver package, <laughs> we really step things up. You still get the diaper package, don't worry. But when you step up to silver, and that's like a $1,000 package, which blows people, this is going to blow some. Your name and logo are printed on the 100 
special commemorative My Little Pony horse dildos that will be distributed to the crowd during the event. So we're going to have all these My Little Pony horse dildos, which are just disgusting. And those exist, by the way, the horse penis dildos. <laughs> that's a thing if you want to start Googling. And then wow. the gold package, <laughs> the gold package, okay, that's, where, that's where we really make your money work for you, sir. See, we're going to have sort of a halftime during the 5K charity trot walker crawl which is what trot. we're calling it. the <laughs> trot walker crawl yes um and what we'll have we're going to have a one dozen cloppers that fully dressed they're going to be singing a song midfield uh, during the halftime show and they're going to write a special uh clopper related song about your business and they're going to be out there dressed as you know my little ponies Horses. and yeah. fucking each other and singing your song so would you would you be interested sir could i could i Say, There's no way in hell you're getting through this much of this no! tribe. No, but I have no, to have all the material. <laughs> well, you need to think of more groups. How about the the LRP, the League of Recovering Pedophiles? Mm. Like just random groups that sound like they could be real, but also very inappropriate. <laughs> the League See? of Recovering Pedophiles. We're trying to integrate mm -hmm. them back into the school system, man. These are men who were formerly professors, members of the clergy, teachers, coaches. <laughs> These guys had a rough time of it, right? They were in a different state. We're bringing them into Georgia, man. These guys are from South Carolina, as far away as the Philippines. They've run into a bit of legal trouble with their, you know, their, their man-boy love. And, and we think that that's a beautiful thing, and we don't frown on it here. So the, the League of Recovering Pedophiles just wants to know if you'd like to sponsor a special place for one of these pedophiles to be moved into your neighborhood and integrated back into society. Oh, see, no, recover see, you're taking it a different direction that's better. I was saying League of Recovering Pedophiles like they're trying not to be pedophiles anymore, but yeah. you're saying League of Recovering Pedophiles like they're trying to finally just accept back on their feet. themselves for who they're they are. They're still fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 yeah. Of course, like you no, can't change the, that. Yeah. The only thing that fix, fixes pedophilia is chemical sterilization. I mean, we all know that. I was or, I I do think that you're never really going to fix that in someone. You know. Sterilize? You just what if you sterilize? If you castrate them? I was unable no, to find the My Little Pony dildo, but the things that this uh, show does to no, my search history. I got history. you, Woody. Far off into the weeds. <laughs> well, which one do you want to see? The blue one or the? <laughs> let me uh, let me find the uh, the the pony dildos. Mm. Don't. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Why are you, why do you always have an? Yeah, animal dildos. Here we go. So there's a ton of them. But um, are they My Little Pony specific? That was what I searched for. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, now the zombie dildos we found before, or the vampire fleshlight, which would not turn me on at all. But that vampire fleshlight—it had teeth. Yeah, it's a little scary to me. Like I, I get that the teeth were soft and plush and whatever, but just the same—the teeth and a fleshlight. And oh, no bueno. These, some of one of these, this uh, this big one here is two hundred and forty dollars. It's the Ellipse Art Equinox, but it's spelled equine ox. Oh. Mm. <laughs> uh, Equine dildo. It looks like it's a strap-on that literally gives you a realistic horse cock. Uh, That's what you need. Wow, there are some you can get spunk cum lube that looks like semen. <laughs> Jesus One hundred and twenty-eight ounces of such is a hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> really start to see the savings at the ten-gallon mark. <laughs> <laughs> or like the uh, the demonic ox balls. They look yeah, this, pretty, uh, this is like a oh, great. I love this website now. The fetish zone, eh? Mm. All right. Wow, there's a darker corner of this website. <laughs> a darker corner. <laughs> oh, the stockades. They sell stockades. They wow. do sell stockades. Now I've been thinking of picking up a stockade. What do you use, Taylor? Do you do you have like a 
uh, office furniture kind of thing with some duct tape going on because when you get a, a a real stockade, I feel like I don't know, you come off like a professional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A real man has a real stockade. Yeah. <laughs> why is it guys in the stockade when I link it? Like, why, why was it all guys in the stockade? Uh, you, all... Uh, you know what? I bet they sell saddles. You know? Oh, I bet they do. I... Can you? What do you think this model got paid? This stockade model. <laughs> he was just doing it for the stockade. That's the store model. He's just <laughs> with them. Yeah. Had to keep that one. Yeah. Um, a little rickety because that's the test, stuff. but yeah. Uh, I'm on the Electrosex beginner kits. Some of these things I've seen marketed not as sex media. toys. Yeah. And uh, it makes me wonder if, if maybe I just didn't understand their full potential. That, 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 that could be. Like, Which things are you seeing? Like, like, is there some power tool you're seeing? They're just like, oh, that's for acid? Here, I'll, I'll link the Zeus Palm power box. And you tell me if that's even a sex toy. Yes, that is a sex toy. Oh come on, you've seen that like yeah, I've got as a legit the... therapy tool, right? Yeah, I've I've got one of those. Um things sucks. Like I don't know, I've put it on like my arm muscle or whatever, and it'll like make it twitch a little, but yeah, it's like, and that apparently I need has ten somebody. times this much power to, mm -hmm. to get uh souped up. Oh, look at yeah, this. I'll try that in physio. This device right here is is one that like when when I see something like this, even I who who I've got an open mind about things, right? Like like very much so. <laughs> <laughs> when I see this, um, I I just think why? why? Who's into this? Who wants this? Why are you doing this to yourself? I, oh, this is a piercing defy you to more niche right? market than oh. that. <laughs> no, it's not. It what what? A, uh, let me read the description. I'm not sure I understand how this thing works. I don't either. How does this I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, they're gonna stick that down your Jap's eye. <laughs> your what? Your Jap's eye, like a Japanese <laughs> person's eye. All right. Oh my god. That's the, we should end on that note. <laughs> that Christ, the most racist thing of the night. <laughs> the peel a Jap's eye. The shaft is hollow silicone, <laughs> which naturally bending, affording comfort and flexibility. The this is nuke paper. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so, so that goes down the penis, and I guess the top part, the ring, goes around it, and yeah, that way you can come through that tube while you're, but, you're being but, sounded, which is what you know. I was Oh, I see, because normally when you're sounded, you can't come at all because you're clogged up. But with this thing through your Japs eye, you're able to come and be sounded at the same time. Suddenly, yep. this makes a lot of sense. This doesn't... How do you get into this? Like, well, this looks so... You start slow, I hope. Most horrible. of these things begin in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, my people... Begin with a, uh, you know... No good Nick uncle when you're a kid. <laughs> I'm open-minded, but my pee hole is not to... part of the, the, the fun toolbox. Like, I don't want anything done to my, my, my Japs eye. I don't mm. want anything um, going on there at all. Like, 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 like uh, certain penetration. I've seen, like, full ladies' fingernail fingers inserted in there. I've seen a fork, like a plastic fork put in handle first in there there are some awful things on the internet. one time it's, it's... when i was really really young maybe six years old i put um either the back Whoa! end or or one side of a um a tweezers in my pee hole and i found it to be very painful 
And uh, I haven't done anything like that was since. Was that the, this the learning experience as a kid? Just, I wonder what would... Oh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how that went. It was like, like, oh, let's see how this works. Maybe I'll insert something in here. And then uh, and I and I tried it, and I was not even in maybe half a centimeter. And it was awful. It was full on, like a, a complete pain, whatever that is. And... Uh, was... That was your first lesson of that is an out hole only. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Nothing going in there. Yeah. And Kyle That's... couldn't take that story. <laughs> I don't like the pee hole stuff. You know what else I don't like? Any mm. any any thought of like fingernail clippers being used as an offensive weapon. Like the idea of those pinching flesh or ripping flesh for some reason is just a real like taking little chunks out, little mm. geometric chunks. Like Yeah. Something about the way that device works, the mechanism and the way it like I don't know. Something about that um, like skeeves me out. The idea. Do you ever of that... think about just putting it right on this area on the bottom of your nose, right there, and then just squeezing it as hard as you can? No, I don't think about that. What about, a, what about a stapler? Have you thought about that? Where would I put it? Oh, nipples. I've stapled. Uh, I don't know. We used to play a game where we'd staple ourselves with a stapler. Right on your japsaw. <laughs> <laughs> we used to well, we would always staple our arms or our hands um it was it was some stupid game we would play where like if you lot i don't remember what we were playing we were like oh we were like flicking quarters and who could get closest to the edge and if you lose you got to staple yourself and you get like four people playing so that way you're not constantly getting stapled and it's kind of fun no does no i don't think that you bring your own stapler prevent i don't see milton bradley seats. picking this one up yeah, you know, I don't I'm not know. trying to brag it's like dodged peer pressure or anything, but a staple <laughs> never just found its way into my arm and some I dumb invented lunchroom. the game. <laughs> we talking about peer pressure? That was my game. That was that was good stuff. It oh, was so like you peer pressure keep stapling. I mean, it was a boring work environment. You know, it was like uh, operation, but with a little bit more of a uh, consequence. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. I think we should like, wrap soon. Do we? You I was do... thinking that too. Call it a wrap right there. We'll get a, um, well, let's wait till Elena gets back and we can. We That's can, it. Uh, just Elena. yell it randomly Elena. and it's pronounced properly. Elena. Hmm? No, Am I getting not. better? No. Here she is. Yeah, oh, no, you're getting no. very close. Yeah, there's Elena. <laughs> there she is. Or lasagna. lasagna. Are we still talking about dildos? No, it? we're all done. No, all you done. missed it. Sad we, for you. It never really stops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we were just wrapping up. Yeah, oh, okay. we're just about, yeah we're just thank about you guys think, for coming on. Yes, really enjoyed having you both on. It was really fun. You guys live a really cool lifestyle. It's a, it's, it's a total alternative to like what what 95% of the rest of human beings have decided is existence, you know, this this 9 to 5 workday kind of thing. And uh, the, the three of us here are, are kind of into into that sort of thing, the idea of breaking that mold and getting beyond that, but you've really cut the cord and 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 ran with it, and I think that's really cool. So where, if our fans want to check your stuff out, where should they go? How should they look you up and, and look into you? If you type sailing into YouTube, I think it... We're after sailing something. Anyway, if you just type sailing the vagabond the into vagabond, YouTube, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty much our home base. Is it okay if you put a description... In the, oh, yeah, you'll have it. Yeah, that's right. There'll be a link. And so yeah, but would you the, like it to the, your YouTube channel? Some people listen to it like on their uh, their iPod and stuff, so they don't have that link to click. So if you're watching well, on YouTube, sailing, sailing the vagabond. Top that into YouTube and we'll come up. Yeah, right. cool. Yep. And hey, th thanks a lot for having us on, guys. Yes, you, um, I've learned a lot. You're all uh, <laughs> very, very good friends with uh, a really cool thing going on. It was great yeah. to be a part of it. Thank yeah, you. we have yeah, a good thanks time. Thanks for coming, man. Anytime. You really and, do. You, you're all awesome 
yeah. awesome to hang out with. It, it was um, good fun. Yeah. All right. We had a good time, too. Thanks to our sponsors, of course, Trunk Club, Squarespace, Dollar Shave Club, and Movement Watches. Check them out down in the description below. And uh, That's, it. That's it. it. Painkiller Ready, episode 270.